I can't believe you took off your shoes. I never take off my shoes. Oh, I, 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 well, I mean, someone else's house. It's a, for, a force of polite habit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't know if someone. People aren't going to be offended if you take your shoes off. What you know? if your feet smell? I, I don't think my feet smell. I don't really. I'm have... not accusing you of having smelly feet. <laughs> I'm just saying, what if they do? And that is more offensive to a person than. Yeah, I suppose it would be. I don't think I have that smelly feet. I think Ben Meeker is uh, someone who's, who constantly points out that I am someone who has to be told to take off my shoes <laughs> because I never normally do it. Maybe, as an experiment, we could do... Um, one of us could take our shoes off and one of us... Well, in Sean's house and see... Well, I'll take my shoes off. You will? Well, I'm not saying that I will. I mean, if we're going to do that, then I will. What if we both just do it? Both take our shoes off. Yeah, well, now we've talked about it, I kind of <laughs> want to take my shoes off. <laughs> you don't want to be the rude one. <laughs> like, no, I just feel like the comfort of taking them off. All right, I quite okay. like that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll both take our shoes off. We'll <laughs> Sean, do you mind if we take our shoes off? No, we won't ask. Just take our shoes just off? Just take them off. Okay. Like I said, this is, a, I mean, this is the experiment, like... I think no one would be offended if you take your shoes off. But people might be offended if you don't. Right. So if we just take them off... Without asking. Then it's fine. Is it rude not to ask it? I'm thinking it's rude not to ask something. <laughs> to take your shoes off? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I imagine that he might have skipped ahead in the podcast to listen to the bit with him in it. So... He might not even hear this bit. No, he might hear this bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, he might do. We'll just not mention it, though. No. Okay. I think we talked about this way too much. Hey? Now I'm, like, overthinking it. (laughs) All right. Did you bring your, your love? Your, the, the other love? Yeah, it's in the back. Okay. How do you want to record it with him? Through a well, phone? Well, we can just record it onto my phone. Yeah, cool. It's probably the easiest thing to do. Just lather him up. I haven't met Sean Wally. He's like a celebrity. Oh, yeah, you haven't met him. Local celebrity. Yeah, it's true. This is exciting. I'm going to be starstruck because Barwon because I don't really know him even as a local celebrity he's just this name that's been banded around have you seen any of his videos on YouTube or anything? I think I've seen one yeah I've, I watched one of them he's very good he did fall over at one point yeah I mean, that's one of his things <laughs> what is this? what's happening here? what's wrong? the big fence on St Luke's Oh, the big fence on St. Luke's Hospice Shop. It's formerly the garage, and still in the shape of a garage 20 years later. Why have they put up a big fence? Uh, to stop people... Skateboarding um, in the car? <laughs> not skateboarding, no, the donations. Oh. It's a, so St. Luke's Hospice stuff. Shop is a charity shop, and it's quite a big one that takes furniture stuff, and they were always getting furniture just dumped outside. Like huge, huge bits. You really had to crack down on it. And I used to skateboard there. You used to skateboard there. Yeah. Oh, 
Boy. Every tarmac to his I knew every crack in that floor. Every little piece, every little detail of that floor. Now it's just been paved over. I mean, kids still did uh, skateboard there. Skateboard on there. Yeah. Up until very recently. I mean, people skateboarded there before before we did. Wasn't an original idea. But you continued that tradition. Yeah. Which appears to be no more. Yeah, sadly. Passing the punch bowl where Chris worked. Yeah, that's true. Once upon a time. Many, many years ago now. Didn't you pass out in there once? Please, let's not talk about... <laughs> yes, I did, yeah. It was coming back from a party with you, I think. Uh, huh? In Manchester. Oh, right, right, right. And then I came back and I just went drinking again straight away. And I had a bit of a turn, let's say. Thanks for bringing that up. It's all right. Forest Road, 122,000. Oh, property's not that expensive. 200 grand for a house. 200 not expensive. I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah, but think about how we would what we would have said to that like 10 years ago. Yeah, but I'm comparing it to London. The way the world is. Yeah, I mean, of course, like everything's gone up in value, but it's not like I mean, it obviously it is expensive, but it's not like I mean, it's 10 years wages. Yeah. But that's why is that not insane to you? Well, well that's years. how much houses tend to cost. Well, well, should it's definitely they, not cheap. Should they be 10 years right? Like, like 200 grand. For a house on Cruz. But they're tiny houses. Yeah, I suppose they are actually. Like, what should be the equivalency to your wages? I'm not Should sure. it be 10 years wages? Because that seems an awful lot. I think it might be more. Well, no, no, no that seems about right to me. 10 years wages seems But that's to reasonable. say all of your wages. Yeah. But like 20 years, like a 25 year mortgage though. Like that's how long your mortgage lasts. I'm going like to say this is the road. I'm going to say I don't think I'll ever own property <laughs> in my life. Really? Yeah. I can't, just can't see that happening for me. Why? Um, well, I don't want to. Is the first thing. I just don't ever, I don't foresee a time when I can afford it. It is different owning, though. Like, it's a different... yeah. Maybe you'll meet a nice lady. Mm. Settle down, Chris. Maybe. Have a family. Maybe. Move out to Lodgemore. Lodgemore? <laughs> I'll let that go. <laughs> Spurious notion. <laughs> 
This is so rude. We're keeping it a secret. Yeah, of course we're keeping it a secret. <laughs> you can work it out while they've been walking. They walk past the loose hospice shop. Uh, so they you didn't mention way. any markers after that? No, no, but you could figure out how long we've been walking for. And like a radius. Triangulate Sean Morley's house. <laughs> well, they would have to... Yeah, okay. I mean, you could probably work it out from the, amb- if you, the ambience of the, the housing. <laughs> Do you reckon? Housing ambience. What's the bounce of the street? Now, it's number... No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Number this one. It'll be on that side. Yeah. Oh, he's not... F- I was nearly going to say where it was near. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Necessarily secret. Yeah. Oh, my friend's friend used to live on here. He lived in one of these houses. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't anymore because he lives in the land, but... I hope for, there you go. Ross would be able to figure it out. Oh no. <laughs> given, you've given away Sean Morley's address. Sort of. Sort of. To one person who might not listen. My brother would be able to figure it out as well. So it's that one. But we and need to go, go around. around. Or maybe this way. It was two over, wasn't it? See that one alone. It was two over, I'm sure. There's that's Sean Morley. Just seen Sean Morley in the window there. Hello. Hi, Sean. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you guys? All right. A bit tired. Yeah. How long's the podcast been going? Nice to meet you, Sean. Sam. This is Sam. Yeah. Of course, I know. Wow, you've got a bamboo. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that is by the kettle. It's, um... Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it be? No, it's, I think it's ideal. Cause you yeah, yeah. The kettle, and, and you play Kendama. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you... hovering time around the kettle where it's not worth yeah. leaving the kettle area. <laughs> Do a few you tricks. A kettle drink. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, a cup yes, of tea would be lovely. Yeah. Thanks. Let's take your shoes off. Thanks for letting us come around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. My um, housemates will be descending soon. That's all right. Um, I'm gonna go open this is nice. Did we make? We've not really made Sean aware that we are recording right now. Oh. Yeah. We are recording right now. We're currently like it's all going. How? <laughs> it's a dictaphone lav situation going on here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I, um, and we can get you something. I got oh, you have some. I brought this oh. Lot. Oh God. You actually got some quite advanced technology. Well, it's just a microphone. It just has. It's a, just a microphone. It just has fluff on it. Make yeah, it my my fluff is a J cloth. Oh, that's a fashion. Good. That's a fashion <laughs> today. <laughs> Oh boy! No, oh, this is much more fancy than our situation. So actually, now that you're doing a podcast, is it wrong for me to have the kettle on and no, no, no. licensed music? <laughs> oh well, I mean, it's six hours in. 
yeah. And it's so, ambient, isn't it? So I think it's fair. Yeah, no one's gonna know. It's fair use slash no one's ever gonna find it. It's back catalog stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tea yeah, would be tea. great, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. How do you take it? Uh, quite a strong little bit of milk. Right. Same. Please. Superb. What is this? This is an interesting object. After I had the Kendama, my housemate Laura, who you probably know, she's the assistant manager slash manager of an HUK, and so constantly kind of gets first dibs on things that are unsaleable, aren't going to shift. Oh, okay. <laughs> And she brought back this cup and ball, and it's broken now, but I grew to despise it because it, it contains the worst element of cup and ball games in that this is much too long for a cricket ball-sized object. Yeah, ball, it's, yeah. It's a real issue, but not only do you have to spike it's it... It's a very balls, small spike. Yeah, it's a cup and a spike in one, and I feel like it offers way too much difficulty for the world. <laughs> <laughs> Surely there's a few you could do a balance on the side. Sure, I don't think the community's there yet. <laughs> <laughs> you should maybe describe what it looks like. It's like um Well it's, it's like, like a ball like a kendon with a hole in it. But then it's like a kind of a sort of egg cup shape. Yeah. But with this but kind with of half a spike. I think I think this is a homemade thing to be honest. That's my that's my impression of it. Like I think somebody probably was learning how to use a lathe. And then just made this. Because it's got that little bit of a rough around the edges that yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually want for like a kind of skill game because you just seem it require more balancing. Yeah, I might just die on it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just magnetically drawn to this kind of object. It is sort of like a weird bric a brac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were a bric a brac house, I think. When I first oh. started living with Dan and Laura, I was definitely like against the bric-a-brac. I was very minimalist. Mm. And rather than converting them, I've now acquired a lot of You've become a bric-a-bracker. <laughs> yeah, and, and partly it was because the acquisition of all this stuff would then get used in shows and got used yes. to make props and bits of furniture. Like, we've got all kinds of stuff that make for shows, like crutches. Um, <laughs> we've got a rug there. We've got a little paint there. There's a walking stick there. There's another rug there. Got some clogs here. In fact, if you pick up this um, this um, beanbag, yeah, should be a chair for the space hopper there. That's actually our spare space hopper. <laughs> you have a spare space. Upstairs. We've got a, a comedy bourbon uh, bourbon bourbon uh, <laughs> bourbon uh, yeah, biscuit tin. Office use. We've got a ten minute sand timer, very good for comedy routines. Oh, oh that's that is great. useful. I haven't used it yet because actually once you consider using it, it suddenly turns you into the real taskmaster. It's far better to say like, oh, you know, just keep it tight rather than to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one wants to be that guy. The spectre of death. Oh, God. I just stood on some bric-a-brac. Yeah, yeah. We have more bric-a-brac as well. There's so much going on. Like, I think this all needs It's very a f- overstimulating, this room. This needs a photo or a... That's what I should send to Tom Bullock. We've been sending clues to Tom Bullock about where we are throughout yeah, the day. As soon as you send him this, he'll... Oh, know Chris? <laughs> okay, we need That's to send him something more, more abstract. He will know that, then. Exactly. 
Oh, the very short-lived Seller series. Seller sitcom. <laughs> How long did it last? Um, I bulk, I bulk filmed them and then released them one every day. It was just part of the whole my silly. I don't know if this there was a, a kind of a sort of turf war between myself and some other people in the fallout of a, a long film called My Silly Friends. Yeah, that I made. Did you make it? My Silly Friends. Yeah. Yeah, it depends what you think my city friends are the title of, though. Uh, what? <laughs> um, I don't know, should I go into the story? It's kind of a bit... We can we do. Can do. I feel like we should mic you up for the story. We should mic up and, and sit down and maybe <laughs> okay. turn off the music and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get settled. It is oh, like perfect. being in a toy shop Thanks. here. Yeah. yeah. It's you wonderful. You see the toys in my room, actually. I collect all the best ones. <laughs> See the thing. The thing is, I don't know. This might be rude, rude in some places, but when I tend to go in in houses, yeah. I just kind of pick things up. I look at them and then put them down. We use it as and... a great way to meet people. They come in the house and we don't have to talk about each other or do you why <laughs> That's in the true. House. What do you like, do? Why do you own this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, you know, we're not sure. Um, <laughs> Alright, just got a sense on if we can clear real quick. What do you think? The curtains, maybe? How much will he recognise? Well, I don't know, because he's been here, but it was for one harrowing weekend. So. <laughs> and he's put most of it then it must cellar. be permanently in his... He'll, he'll know the cellar. Ooh, I do like that plinth that you've left here. I got distracted by the... Um... Yeah, yeah, that's my plinth. Oh, do you want to see my other plinth? You've got multiple plinths? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see some of the stuff in my room? Yeah, we may as well. Sam? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just got that monitor today. I built a PC. I, built PC. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Sam, Sam does that kind of thing. I have done. Um, in the past, yeah. Does it work? <laughs> that's always the question. Here's my other plinth. It's not as good, really. But oh, it's, it's quite heavy. Oh, it's not as heavy as it... It's like fake uh, Roman Greek. What kind of architecture is this? <laughs> sort of plastic, just made. <laughs> <laughs> made of plastic. Oh, sorry. Uh, which is the cellar door? Is it... Oh, it's it's the door you sit behind in the living room. Okay, I think I'm going to send him a picture of the handle to the cellar. Oh, he'll get that. He'll get that. I think I've seen that at a show. Yeah, it was at Scabau. We are all dying. I'm yeah. so sorry. A friend of mine cross-stitched that for me. Oh, really? Hand cross-stitched, yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely agricultural scene of thatched cottage. Yeah, I made a design tree. for reasons that were unclear, and then it got realised as actual stitching. We were I all dying. Are are you so sorry? Who's who's sorry in this situation? I'm sorry. You're sorry that we're all dying. Yeah, I feel responsible. I'm sorry. I think we're going back in this way. Yeah. Oh. I sent him a picture of the hinge. Um, leave each other's area. Well, we're not. We're recording separately. No, but I mean like. 
You know one like old multiplayer games where you've got both characters on the same screen? <laughs> so and on these. they leave the screen, sometimes yeah. it'll go split screen. Yeah. Or sometimes it just won't let you leave. I think, Which way are you doing? I think we're split screen, definitely. Yeah. So you'd pan, you'd pan what each other's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, really... I mean, there's definitely been bits where I went, like I was just in my mum and dad's house, and I went through to talk to them. Yeah. Just left Sam there. We didn't agree upon, well, you just like... Popped, yeah, popped out to get a glass of water, but then ended up having a conversation. And I was sat there like, should I be talking Should I be talking? Because we might be clashing. Yeah. And then you, and then, or are we both just going to sit there in silence? But then that creates like an editing dilemma later. Do you choose one or the other, or do you? No, I'm not choosing one or the other. You just, do you pan them? No, pan them. no, no, pan them, pan them. You got to pan them. I'm not going to actively pan them. They're going to be slightly panned the whole time. But I'm not no, going to change. No, you need to 100% pan. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Which means if you wanted to, you could completely isolate one of you, right? Yes. Um, you could go, I only want to listen to what Sam You could have is. 12 hours of just Sam. <laughs> it's that replayability value. Really <laughs> Interactivity. Yeah. Choose the podcast you want to listen to. That's it. Well, once I thought about the idea of doing, like, a comedy night that was, like, headphone disco, where, like, you've got two people on different stages opposing each other, and you get to tune into who you can actually hear. Okay. And actually, right. the whole performance is more about trying to garner more people listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Talking. It's like an old school, like, uh, like DJ battle from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Like early days of hip hop. That's what they had. Oh, with really? big, big sound systems either side of like a tennis court, a basketball court. And, you and then, get people to go to yeah, come to your, to come to your sound system. That sounds great. Well, I'm gonna actually. What I've thought I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take Sean's idea, and everyone will hear now. That you can now choose between Sam and Chris. <laughs> Are we going to do that? That's going to happen. Hundred percent now. Oh, you're going to change it at this point? Yeah, it's just happened. <laughs> you're going to change it now. He said it, yeah, but yeah. all before was slightly. Was however I feel like I did it. Oh my god! But now we're doing it. Shortly. Maybe this is how we define the show. We like get a suggestion of what. <laughs> how I should vaguely. How, how should should finally sound? Yeah. It could come out very mangled. I mean, it's pretty mangled already. We've. I've found this a struggle. Have you found it a struggle? Not yet. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying myself. I know, I, yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I kind of feel if I was listening to this, I'm not sure how much I'd get out of it. But you need to remember that in all good stories, you have to have hubris to have failure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't have the adventurer who went, oh, I won't do that because I might fail, and then go home. You need to have the people that went out, overstretched, like Icarus, and then plummeted. <laughs> You I think we've done a lot. I of mean, that. being the Icarus of podcasting is pretty cool. I think that's what we're aiming towards. Yeah, I think. We're I mean, you do know our... this is an idea from something, someone else. What is it from? There's a podcast called Twelve Hours. Oh, it's called Twelve Hours. Yeah, we are stealing someone else's. We're idea stealing their idea in a sort of homage, and uh, we wanted to see if it was technically possible, uh-huh. physically possible, and if it would be even remotely entertaining. Because they're quite good at talking a lot. Yeah, I mean, the ho- well, the whole thing is that they, they also live in New York. They're, like, pretty successful comedians in New York. Mm. Whereas we're just, like... Bozos. <laughs> Bozos, but we're in Sheffield. It's, like, it's a different... Different, different vibe altogether. Com- yeah, exactly. I think at this juncture we should stop on one. We should do that change thing that we do. Okay. Uh, and change batteries. Oh, we're going to change batteries? Yeah. Can I change batteries first? Yeah, you change batteries. I'm still going to pan them, so this is going to be all me for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Is there a moment when nothing's been recorded? We're just um, stopping it so we don't... uh, There hasn't been yet. Just in case. 
just in case the files go a bit wonky because they're so big. So it's just a bit easier. And how often are you checking the signal to make sure? I mean, Chris is kind of obsessively doing it, okay. and I'm just doing it when I, I feel like it. Super scared. Yeah. I've been in situations where I've gone, oh, the last forty minutes because it's not recorded. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would really hope that. Where did you put your mic, Chris? Hmm? Where did you put the um, the lav? It's in there, in the Rode little. <coughs> Where did you get your lav? Just got one on like I'd heard, I'd seen these ones recommended like a couple of times, and I was like, oh, we should probably get those. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we um. They have a problem in that you need an adapter to plug them into these recorders. Okay. And I ordered the adapter, and Chris didn't. And then Chris ordered the wrong adapter. Yeah, it's been a wonderful farce yeah. of online shopping. That's all, That's all part yeah. of the, the hubris and failure thing, I think. Yeah. But he just sold it on. <laughs> Anyone like a strep cell? Would you? Um, throat sort of lozenge thing. Uh, honey and lemon. That works for you. What a gift! It's a bit sticky. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe let's leave it that one. Yeah, that's not a good strap. So. That this was a one bad. Came out so it's funny, isn't it? This is the hinterland. <laughs> That is a disgusting strepsil. Do you want one, Sam? No, I'm alright, thanks. He didn't really sell them. Eh? <laughs> he didn't sell them. Sorry, I'm really very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I am recording, yeah. Did you get the mic out? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, they're alright, aren't they? Honey and lemon. I'm used to the mentholated ones. Mentholated? Oh, it's going to record to your phone. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that kind of a, a big colour here. <laughs> but I don't know if it will then. will then go back down. It's too thick. No, oh, no, we're here. We're here. Will that, will that do? Will that be okay? I mean, it's showing up. Yeah. yeah. Hello, one, two. Yeah, Testing. Okay. Oh, lovely. Cool. Testing, one, two. This is Dan, if you've got <laughs> Dan's here. You've met Dan, right, Chris? I don't think so. You'd have seen him. He kind of stands around in the shadows, yeah, staring at things. Yeah, yeah. You'd have seen him. Look, that's his normal face. That's him when he's happy. Slightly full on. This hood up. Is he coming in? Or? You can't really predict with him. Okay. He's like a kind of Bedouin man. Hiya, Dan. This is Sam Bradley. Bradley? Yeah. 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 Hi. Hi. <laughs> Chris. They're doing a 12-hour podcast marathon, so they're recording throughout. How long have you been going? About we six or seven hours. We started on midday, so okay. coming up to seven hours. 
Is it raining out? Yeah. Right, that's interesting. Because <laughs> they can't take their lavalier mics off when they go outside. <laughs> I've got. I've brought an umbrella. I think we got an umbrella. No, I thought about it. That was one of the few things I thought about. While you're here, do you want to see um, the green snooker waistcoat that you can borrow for? I would. Okay. May, remind um, me to show you that before you leave. I think I'm a little bit um, rounder in the midriff area than you. Is it a roomy waistcoat? We'll just see. We'll just see. That's all we can do. I can't remember when I had it or how big it is, to be honest. But I think it's big. I remember it being baggy. Dan's gone now, by the way, listeners. <laughs> Which is fair. We'd just Did Dan say anything? I asked him if it was raining and he said yes. <laughs> Is that the one thing he said? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Which is a value input, oh, a valuable yeah. input. Yeah, yeah. You have to pin him on something where there'll be a definite, like, binary response. Yeah. I felt like I gave him the best he could work with. <laughs> and he soared under those conditions. <laughs> Flying colours. Yeah. So are we... Are we um, yeah, we're all set up now. Yeah, okay. So we were just talking about my silly friends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm not, I'm not aware of this. So Sam's not aware of this no, no. Uh, extended bit? Yeah, I guess... Slash and, project? And I think it, it set off a whole era of Sheffield comedy as well. I'll go <laughs> wow. further. It was a, a spark that ignited. Do, a you want to tell, do you want to tell it, give us the context? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to work and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I claim to not only have a show on terrestrial television, <laughs> but that the name of the show is My Silly Friends. And the, the, the nugget that really stuck with me is how bad a name for a show <laughs> <laughs> My Silly Friends would be. Like just a contemptuously poor title for a contemporary comedy <laughs> And so I went to, I posted, hi guys, I'm really honoured to say Channel 4 have um, greenlit my pilot for My Silly Friends. It's going to be airing at 28th of February. I um, really hope you can all tune in. Thanks so much. And then I went to work and I did like a, and didn't check my phone for ages. And by the time that I left, it had like loads of likes and shares, like including from my family and all school friends. <laughs> Whereas I thought like it was very transparently like, just another joke. Like everything I do is another insincere, <laughs> semi-fictionalized lie. See the layers of irony. Well, they pierce those layers with the the power of gullibility. <laughs> um, and so I thought, well, I can't really haul all that back in. Gotta just push forward. And so the next day, I went down to the botanical gardens and took a lot of pictures, saying shooting the jungle scenes today uh, <laughs> open casting call if anyone wants to be in my silly friends problem is is that i've added a lot of people just through the wider uk comedy circuit and so there's a lot of very careerist chances who have access to my profile just for no reason and so i was inundated with people like going i really want to be in this for channel four yeah i really want to be in it because as soon as you like say a certain keyword yeah, like yeah. television people are like I'll do anything. I will stab myself to do this. Um, which made me feel very powerful. So I just kept going. But I realised like, there can't actually be a pilot. I'm not making a pilot. 
there needs to be something else. So I, I did a lot of, whenever I was going to gigs at night, I was doing a lot of me on transportation going, I'm just heading down to um, Pinewood Studios now. Uh, apparently something's <laughs> gone wrong with the, the account. I don't, I don't know. And I made up this account that I gave to someone in Manchester called um, Gail Simonson or something like that, who'd constantly like, post to my wall going Sean something's gone wrong with the um, MSF account please come back to Pinewood and so the next time I was going out to do a gig it was just me again going hi I'm not sleeping well um I'm hearing something's going wrong with the but there is going to be a pilot and guys I promise my fans there is going to be a pilot and I made this Facebook event going like the pilot launch pilot launch comes out here loads of people like more than have ever clicked it except on anything I've ever made like I amassed a lot of people and like my cousin who's like studied law went sounds like you guys having trouble here like we'll help you out if if legally something's gone wrong and it was just too far and I just felt like I've got to commit it to the end and at the end they'll slowly realize it's a joke and it will be funny and just got to keep going <laughs> and so um it got to the point where I um we got really bad plumbing <laughs> that's for the listeners we have really bad plumbing that hasn't been like a catastrophe in the house um and it got to the point where I, I was researching really heavily live streaming. Yeah. How do you live stream? How can I set up a live stream? And so when people, when it finally came to it, um, when it finally came to that date and time that I'd been advertising for a whole week with all these kind of crying and old buildings, and I found a deserted building in Sheffield where you can look through glass planes and it's completely empty. And I was saying, I've come to Pinewood and here they've just they've just left. It's... It's, I don't know what to do, but there's going to be a pilot. And so when people finally, it reached that time, I sent out this YouTube link and I'd converted my bedroom into like a really makeshift studio with like lamps and, so and things and, like that. you and Sam Nicaresti? And Scott Liversidge. I don't think I've managed to watch it that far. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tough watch. And so <laughs> the whole thing is that the pilot's just about to be released on 4OD and I keep pulling in a genuine browser for 4OD that I'm refreshing constantly. Um, and it just kind of doesn't go anywhere, really. It just kind of debilitates. I mean, there is an ending to it um, where we find... Me and Sam have a huge falling out because Sam um, has become very arrogant and won't stop saying namaste. Um, and we find a USB stick from the recording. And when we put it in, we've made like this beautiful title sequence to what could be a, a show. But then it's corrupted and it dissolves into static and noise. Um, and then we got offered something on BBC Three at the end. And then we're out of there. But we got like over 300 people watching it at the time. So I feel like it was a success in its own right. <laughs> in all different like cities in the UK, I'm quite happy with like how well that went. I've not been able to top that since. <laughs> the, extent, the extensiveness to, to which you commit to these. Like, um, you know, when you did the InfoWell pilot, so you've had a, an actual pilot for... Um, which many, which many people think wasn't real because they thought it was a bit like you had an actual pilot for something. And they well, it was a bit. this is the thing: my silly friends was all being advertised in February two thousand and fifteen. The actual live recording for the real show that we really recorded live that was for TV was in February two thousand and sixteen. <laughs> so um, it's understandable that on the anniversary of a very, <laughs> of a very similar live. The truth wouldn't be believed. I have boy or cried wolf myself into a corner. 
Plus, that's the plough you've fur- furrow you plough. <laughs> that's the plough I've bought, and now it's in my farm. So did this cause a did this cause a falling out? Is that what happened? Well, this is where it gets complicated. Um, have you people, met? Were people upset that they'd been caught up in it? Or? No. Do you know? Have you met some of the members of Strike? Not yet. Maybe later. Okay, but you're you're aware. Oh. You know Tom Bullock. Yeah. I'm sending him clues of our whereabouts. Yeah. I mean, that's a friendship, isn't it? <laughs> um, sending him cryptic photos. I mean, if if you're not friends with someone, you're doing that to them, then you're a bully. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's um, a different thing. Yeah, someone you're not friends with, that's just online harassment. Um, well, they'd recently released a, a web series, unrelated and purely coincidental, I think, um, called um, Beauchamp and Bullock, which was kind of this kind of very absurdist, minimalist short YouTube comedy. Uh, it's good. I, I liked it. Um, but they called me to their flat for what they said was going to be an interview. And when I got there, they were accusing me in My Silly Friends, um, a YouTube thing um, about friendship in ripping them off. Wait, for real? I think it was a joke. But the, it was a, it was one where I came in and was like, oh, yeah, so what's what's this recording about? Like, I haven't heard a lot. And then I realised like there was a laptop with a red light flashing. And I went, well, hang on. Why, why am I here? Why have you brought me here? And then they rounded on me. You can see the whole thing online. Where like, I slowly realised I'm, I'm, something's happening now. And I got really caught off guard. And they said, like, we think you know, you've stolen the idea from us. And it's not fair. And um, because I did feel embarrassed that they genuinely caught me out. Like they pranked me and they got me out. And they won. I then got Tom Bullock, who was in Tom Bullock, and actually made a sitcom genuinely ripping off their show in my cellar, where it's sort of that we're friends, but it's also sort of like I've kidnapped him and he lives underneath my house, which I then released every day, just like they did, (laughs) without telling them that I was making or editing it. But then in return, Scott Liversidge made Liversidge and Liversidge because he felt left out. And that was a show ripping off all of the shows that had been made before that, which was just him and himself living together, but also playing a judge, accusing himself of plagiarism. <laughs> and each... I, See, I'm aware of all of these things, but I didn't know they were related to each other. Yeah, they're a direct part of a conflict where everyone felt they needed to one-up each other. And then at some point... Oh, and then Sam came into it where Sam had become their lawyer and then I got into their flat without their permission and made cribs and keyholes, which is a kind of looking glass thing. But it kind of dissolves into me looking for Sam because I, he has the contact details for the man who gave us the BBC Three, BBC Three offer you hear about at the end of My Silly Friends. And then at the end of that, I sent a memorandum going to everyone going, this needs to stop now. <laughs> I've spent too much time making videos that people can't understand. <laughs> And then I tried to make this web page explaining it all, but then at that point I thought, no, who's going to read that? <laughs> it's a web page we go. And then at this point you need to watch this hour and a half video. I thought, no, 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 this is a fool's errand. But I think it kick-started something that um, has, has united the Sheffield comedy scene. <laughs> What's that? Um, there's, a, there's a blog based on you. Oh, God. What's it called? I love Sean Morley Confessions dot Tumblr dot com. Yeah, there's a whole Tumblr. 
of like memes about Sean that is made by someone you assume someone from the Sheffield comedy scene but you don't know it's who definitely going to be someone we both know and lots of people know for definite who it is so there's this thing right so I think the problem is most people know who it is but you don't yeah 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 and so like there's this kind of aura around me because I've spent a year and a half constantly constructing lies I find funny and committing to them even in private to my closest friends <laughs> that no one believes that I haven't made it for one yeah. right because I suppose oh yeah, Sean's yeah. just done another thing yeah. I wouldn't actually it's too self-aggrandizing and based around myself right I'd never make that egotistical thing not that anyone would believe me they think that's just him splitting hairs but then even when I say I don't know they think that's probably not true on some level so I've also, and then I got a genuine online stalker and harasser, and a lot of people wouldn't believe that that wasn't me either. So that was real. Oh my god! Right, it was real. Yes, the person who kept commenting on, like, saying this is not funny. Yeah, the person everything. saying this is dog dirt and this is shit, and here's a picture of an obese woman. Yeah, that was a real, genuine person who hates me. And every time I upload a YouTube video now, there's a there's a sock account that just insults me. Oh. That's sad. Yeah, and yet, Did you I, ever, do you ever think of dialing back the the layers of obfuscation? Yeah, I completely have. Except for yesterday when I announced a fake friend show, but that I realised was a mistake. <laughs> um, I was just very bored. You know, it was Sunday. What was that? Chileza Quest. Um, I've become really interested in Chileza lately. Um, What's that? Chileza. Chileza is the kind of sinewy. Um, f- fibrous stuff that you get around the egg yolk in an egg. Do you ever crack an egg yolk? Yeah, yeah, and a lot yeah. of it's completely translucent, but you got this kind of wispy. Mm. Yeah, that's called chilaser, and it's there to actually bind the yolk to the White. egg. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I um, photoshopped egg yolks in my eyes and made a poster for something called Chilaser Quest. Um, oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it, sorry. No, people don't know what Chileza is. And yeah. that's why it was a Sunday post. If it was going to be good, it would be on Tuesday evening at 6pm. Is that is is that your core? Have you then looked at your stats, or is that generally the best Just time? across the UK, yeah. Oh, is it? If you want something to be seen by people. So you're saying Thursday at midnight is not a good time for But I still put stuff out, but it won't be like, it'll be my C grade. And like midday Sunday, just do it like literally just shit post all day, no one cares. No one's in. People are having a roast. No one's on the internet on Sundays. I mean that's that's what people say, but I'm on I'm on it all the time. Yeah, but not checking social media, you'll have found something. What, like a movie to watch? For instance, yeah. I don't think so. I think I just I think I've got a problem. I think I check it too much. You'll have found by by the middle of Sunday, if you're still clicking refresh on a social media you need a new hobby, you need an additional <laughs> yeah, thing. What do you think I should do, Sean? I've been getting back into reading. I think reading's really good. Reading is pretty good. What have you been reading? Um, I started reading history. For a long time I thought I'd like to read history. But for a while I didn't think it was a good thing to read. I felt like it was read by, like, boys. It's a really boy thing to like. Do you know what I mean? Like it, I would have thought it was like an old man thing to like. Like, but they're boys too. Yeah, just like old boys. 
Yeah, so like, there's kind of people that are into history. Like Methodists and scouts and yeah, people who like whittling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Books. I mean, it was always the boring kids from schools whose dads were yeah. vicars that were like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can tell you about a Roman pike. Oh, yeah. You don't want to know oh, about yeah. that. But there is a lot of history that doesn't focus on like, ah, yes. And this was serrated so that you couldn't clear the wound. I'm not really interested in that kind of stuff. So what are you, what are you interested in? Um, I'm reading a comparative history of Eastern and Western civilization. Um so you're starting with the small stuff first. And then... Well, this was it, right? Well, first, because, you know, it was the centenary of the Easter Rising. Yeah. And I was like, because all my grandparents are Irish, but I don't know anything about Ireland. No. And so I was like, well, here's a thing I should read about, because I don't know anything of the culture that originally my grandparents emigrated from. Um and then I started like looking online, like, what should I read? Because I bet there's loads of duffer stuff out there. And then people are like, oh, yeah, if you want to read that. But you really want to get a bit of wider context before you read that. And I go, OK, so like just UK history. Yeah, yeah, but you really <laughs> want to get a wider context on that. And about six links later, I was reading global history. And that's what I started on. But you can narrow on on that, I think. Yeah, it's probably there. easier to zoom in than to zoom out, really. You can start with the broad context and then... Go from there. And then hone in on yeah. the yeah. island. Like when you see like a display of um, a satellite honing in on someone's house. Yeah. That's how I always think of it. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you always think of it? Yeah, whenever and I think about any kind think... of specificity, I always think of the kind of Mission Impossible graphic. I'm saying, and then you see that array, it goes, that grid gets bigger. Zoom and enhance. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever someone says be specific, I always see that image in my mind. I think that's a, a real insight. Yeah. You're in a working. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my uh, mental faculties come from Mission Impossible graphics. <laughs> like when he drops the sweat. Yeah. Oh, yeah and then yeah. he catches the sweat. Yeah. yeah that's when it, almost some of my anxiety comes out. But I go, oh, keep that in. Maintain the facade. <laughs> Stick it back on. Yeah. Hey, just a cool cucumber. Gu- hey. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Not to scale. <laughs> we got another light up globe down there if you want to put that on as well. You got two light up globes. Yeah, just look got down. Two plinths. Yeah, just Yeah, you just double house. Double house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get symmetry unless you've got two light up globes. I think I had that globe. Very similar. Does it light up with the boards on? Oh sorry. It's okay. Sorry for noise. Dan, you're welcome to um, exist. Dan's just in the kitchen eating some ice cream. I don't know Dan at all. Sam doesn't know Dan at all. (laughs) Sorry for invading your house. Yeah, we all kind of... No, no, like, I don't think Dan quite... I think from his perspective, he's like, oh, they're doing a podcast, I don't want to interfere or anything. But doesn't quite realise that what he's doing, rather than being non-interfering, is <laughs> looming. It's it's a real like, well, like ominous looming. To get the ice cream, you were very very ginger with the uh, with the drawer. Just trying to very gently open it. Um, this is the quietest I, it's been all day. And actually. I saw I saw Sean being maybe slightly distracted by that. By Dan. 
No, I could tune that out. Could you? I'm worried about you guys. Oh, no, You've not no, had no, it before. I just wanted an ice cream. Yeah, no, we get that. <laughs> that, comes, that comes across. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of... Uh... Oh, do you want to see? Oh, it's visual. I don't know if it'll work. But there's a gas mask there that might interest you. <laughs> I mean, we can do social media updates based on... Uh... Oh, but be careful, though. That gas mask's in the pilot, so don't... Um, it could be a spoiler. Oh, okay. It's quite a... It's like a proper gas mask. Is it an actual gas mask? Which... It was Russian, right? Uh, Russian Cold War. Probably late 70s, early 80s. Wow. Put it on. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's not nice. Um, it's the one that someone probably died in still packed away. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be down here. Okay. <laughs> what? We got like a proper like. I think that one wasn't used. What? Why did someone die? Why do you have a gas mask that somebody died in? Well, we've got a used gas mask. Oh. How do you know it's used? It smells like a decomposed head. You just know. Uh, <laughs> it becomes obvious when you see it. Is when it. You press your face, you oh my god. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. Oh, uh, all right. It's like a terrifying head, head condom. It's really tight. Oh my god. Yeah, it's too big. Can't any gas get in? Yeah, I do. I mean, seems obvious, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. You get them off eBay, <laughs> like. Yeah. Just for fun. Hello. Okay. How much does a gas mask go for? I've got no idea anymore. It's probably about 15, 20 quid. Really? It's not expensive. Bargain. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, if you think like that, you end up with loads of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got loads of them. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah, because I've been to like places in Europe where they've just got oh, loads of old war stuff. Yeah, I suppose they are just lying around people's houses, really, aren't they? Cause they yeah. Free. Well, government issued. Everybody gets one. That's yeah. A one. Well, everyone gets one what? I guess. Gas mask. So my my friend Tass, he grew up in. Uh, well, his his he grew up in Sheffield, but his family's Egyptian. Uh-huh. And then he happened to be in Saudi Arabia when he was like really young, uh, when the Kuwait War sort of kicked off, the first Gulf War, and they because he was a British citizen. His family got issued with gas masks. Uh-huh. So I think he's probably got one lying around somewhere. Like a British issued one. So yeah. There's probably a stockpile of them somewhere. I would like one of the um, British Mickey Mouse masks for kids. They're my favourites. Huh? Like oh, the classic, like, like, yeah, yeah. Ears. Now, like, you're a gas mask guy. <laughs> the Mickey Mouse ears got put on to make them more appealing to children, right? Yeah, I'm not even sure there was ever an official mask made that had the ears. I'm sure they were put on by parents. As an afterthought. Just like that. Mm. I suppose you would like well, paint it and like. Because I can't imagine Disney licensing that. <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> but to be litigious against the British government during World War. <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't play too well. Viciously protects your brand image. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine Disney doing that during the war effort suing the British government <laughs> that was already heavily indebted to the United States 
That'd be just like Uncle Walter. Yeah. Was he frozen at that point? Was he still wandering around? Uh, with a pen? He died in the 70s. 68, 68, I think. Okay. Last, the last one, the last Disney release that came out during his lifetime was The Jungle Book. Okay. The six, early 60s, mid-60s. So he was, he was hot and happening. Yeah. So what was the first one without him? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Don't know. What's well, the another first one, one, another one of those from that kind of 60s era of the cartoon, the big cartoon ones. You know, like the the what's the hell? the Robin Hood one with the foxes? Yeah, Robin Hood. Robin yeah, it's Hood. called Robin yeah. Hood. <laughs> um, we can find this out. We all have phones in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although that does kill, does kill the discussion. Just it, knowing. Yeah. Daniel would know. Do you think? Yeah. You go, call Daniel. I said, go on, call Daniel. Has he finished work? Uh, yeah, well done. Do you want the conversation to come out of those speakers? Yeah. That could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's easily done. Because that just means you don't need to mix it in. Perhaps. <laughs> if you plug this into your mics, your headphone slot... Ah, that should might not out. work with my... Oh, then. We've oh, yeah. had this issue. Just put it on speaker. <laughs> oh, it says earphones connected. That's the first time it said that in weeks. <clears throat> it might be about the kind of slots. Connected. Yeah. Turn the Get a bit of mobile interference from it. Oh, we should be able to hear ringing. Uh-oh. No, it's not coming through the speakers. That's Hold fine. it close to Hello. Hello, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, we're here at Sean Morley's house. Hi, yeah. Uh, ah. You're on the podcast, by Hello. the way. Let me just tell you that. Hello. Hello, world. <laughs> of uh, we were just having a conversation about uh, Disney. And whether Disney... About, about Disney. Right, yeah. Um, about when Uncle Walt died. Yeah. Yes, the last the last Disney film that was done under... Ask, it, ask him the question. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the last Disney film done under... Uh, completed under Uncle Walt's stewardship was The Jungle Book. But what was the first made... After he died. No, after he died. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Daniel McGinson. Uh, I I, I don't know. It'd be something... I don't know. It's it's something in the genre of those ones you don't really think about. Like... um, Is that a genre? I mean, Robin Hood was one of them. That has been mentioned. (laughs) Because Because it's so... That was one of my favourites. What about like Sword in the Stone? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no discredit to it. Excellent anyway. picture. Is Aristocats around <laughs> this era? Uh, no, it'd be, uh... Yeah, something like that, like Jungle Book, or maybe like the Aristocats. Uh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Ooh. yeah. Oh, we're all in the. What, right... what are you banking on, Daniel? Can somebody look? <laughs> we need to. We need to lock in our answers. <laughs> yeah, you need to lock in your answer, Daniel. I'm, I'm, I'm just. Uh... 
live right now. I'm opening the Disney DVD drawer. No, you can't. No, no, no. It has to be get prompts just from your from brain. DVDs. You'll get the answer. We no, can't. I won't. I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. I couldn't say with 100% certainty. Well, no, you've got to, you've, you've got, got to guess. Hedge, hedge your bets and guess. Oh, okay. Um, in which case, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Okay. That's Let me see if I can. I Sean, have you got an answer? Do you know? I'm going to find out. Okay. <laughs> How are you, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, no good. Generally? All good. In general, rather well. Uh, an evening of peace in the Gunson household as uh, everybody's gone out to dog training but me. Oh, that sounds fun. So yeah. you don't even have the dog to worry about? No, not even the dog to worry about, exactly. Oh, what, what's your plans? I'm always uh, teetering on the brink of a gin and tonic. <laughs> and, uh, that, I have an good. answer. I've got, a, I've got a few things on uh, saved on the television that I might watch. Oh, okay. We're not going to see him. Yeah, we we might. We're going to go into town. I think after this, so we can yeah. see you, perhaps at the Brown Bear. You, you know what? I'd, I'd be open to that as a suggestion. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Great. Super. We'll let you know. All right. Well, we wait. Will... We need the. We need the answer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, you have an answer. <laughs> it is the Aristocats. The Aristocats with Robin Hood right after. Robin Hood was the one after Daniel. So I'm afraid well, on this occasion you were wrong, and I'm going to have to hang up on you. Well, that's fine. But I'd just like to say that I'm not ashamed I got it wrong, and I feel okay with the answer I gave. Uh, it was in the anyway, ballpark. Oh, it was it was as close to right as you could be without being right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you very much for, uh, for this opportunity. Thanks, right. Daniel. Um, we'll see you later, maybe. Yes, no, you, you probably shall. Okay. See ya. We'll we'll let you know when we're about. Okay. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he nearly got that right. Yeah, yeah, can't win them all. I think he put up a valiant effort. Yeah, you were. I think he was valiant. I think he did his best, and it's clear he knows his stuff. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it was He's a failure. His work. Yeah, he gave it some thought as well. It wasn't like he was. A... That is a, a light switch. Sam's picked up something else. In yeah. Room, obviously. It's a remote with lots of colours on it. It's for um, 10 metre long LED strips, um... which are very fun and programmable, as you can see. Yeah. Um, we kind of got them for shows. Um, some, if not both, have broken, though, because they're also very fragile. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take much. You look at them, you think these look like they're padded, like... Um, like they've got plastic padding, but actually, I don't think they do. I don't think any amount of pressure will break the break the strips. But they're very cheap, and you get them off eBay. I do recommend them if you ever want to make a space look more interesting. Yeah. What shall we do? I don't know. What would you normally do on a Monday night? Oh, that's a Monday. I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, they normally be doing. I don't know. Biding my time. Yeah. Plotting. Plotting, yeah. Plotting tomorrow, tomorrow's Stella post. That would be it, yeah. I'll be <laughs> checking my SEO analytics. <laughs> and putting them on my uh, mood board. <laughs> yeah. I keep being drawn to noisy things. What other noisy things do we have in? We've got loads of child's percussive instruments. Yeah, I mean, there's this. Yeah, we got a tiny um, football... Quacker. What's it called? Football rattle. <laughs> you haven't got this Tamagotchi as well. Yeah, we had loads. We had loads of Tamagotchis, but we gave them away. It's like we had a litter. Swizzlers. <laughs> Love hearts and Swizzlers. Yep. It is like a... A, night, a little bit of a nightmare circus. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I have Toys ordered. And and... I have kind of disposed of all the porcelain dolls. That's where I put my foot down. <laughs> I have no love lost for porcelain dolls. One is there facing the wall. <laughs> and then yeah. there are three to four in the cellar, one with its face smashed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what? It's horrifying. We leave them there for when people come to check on me. Yeah. That's not. Not a soothing thing to look at. Porcelain dolls are bad. They're just bad. I hate them. Daniel sells them at his house as well. Like in the guest bedrooms. He used to. They've had a change. Yeah. But they were... It does feel like they're watching you sleep. Yeah. Like... Mm. Not nice. Ooh. Particularly horrifying with a flash on when you take a photo of them. Ooh, horrible. The thing that always gets me about them is... Very young girls... But very bright red lipstick. Yeah. Well, it's really blue as well. And also, like, her complexion is, is that of a pale. corpse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at that as well. Yeah. Glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why couldn't they use a different colour glue? Oh. Um, uh, do, you that, want it, do you want it remaining facing the wall? Just face it the wall, just yeah, face yeah. The wall. Sometimes it moves around, and I don't know if it's someone playing a prank. If you touch that bear's um, hand, it plays a song. That's why that one's out. It goes on much longer than you'd want, yeah. I love that bear. A lot better than the elephant we got that, um, I'll go get it. It's still going on. It's yeah, a yeah. teddy bear in a felt, like sort of ladies' day at the races kind yeah, of hat. I'm going to my room, guys. Pearls. Don't worry. I'm in the And long. a turquoise jumper that says, oh, will make the most valuable nice. antiques are old friends, and it is so disturbing. And uh, that's for the... 
farty, trumpy Sean show that oh. I've been writing lately. I don't know if this will be out in time for you to come to it, but that's why I have a fart noise on the hand. Should All I right. press it again? Back in see the others. No. No. But thanks for having me. You're giving me nightmares. Can you imagine being given that? No. This is the... Uh, this is a particular favourite of mine. What the hell is oh. that? It's just great. I love it's it. so disturbing. It's a rabbit with a baby's face. <laughs> a heavily made up baby. Oh. It's always because they're so heavily made up. And the oh, label... God. The label says... Um, this doll is not a toy. It is a collector's item and it is not recommended for children under five years of age. The porcelain face may break into small parts with sharp edges. <laughs> and then the elephant, which I think is switched off. Oh, a battery's gone. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, pass one over. I think, I don't know how well it's going to work, so I did kick it across the room out of anger. So, Is it that bad? I hate this elephant. <laughs> A lot. The show. Okay. So. Hmm. Why? Oh, I've seen this elephant. Oh, yeah. I've seen it at a show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you were at that out. show. Yeah, I kicked it across the room because I just hated it. And now you know, like, where these toys all come from. They're just in this house. It's incredibly sensitive. <laughs> The, so just nudge it. No, I think even if like, oh, now that I say it. Oh yeah. my god! Is it vibrating? Loads. Like, pick it up, <laughs> pick it up. It's really going for it. <laughs> Why is it vibrating? That's so strange. Let's have a go. Like, the design elements don't seem to fit together. Why would an elephant vibrate? And why would you associate an elephant with this kind of music? Does it work? <clears throat> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's a really horrible sensation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. You understand why I kicked yeah. it now? <laughs> But surely that just set it off again, kicking it. No, because I kicked the battery out. <laughs> <laughs> you literally kicked it to death. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that one doesn't come out very Sweet often. Sweet relief of silence mm. after that. I despise it. Oh my god, it's like collecting up all the things that you might have a nightmare about. Yeah. That's as if they interest us most. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love it. We're definitely into poor decisions other people have made. <laughs> <laughs> like recording a 12 hour podcast no, I'm not going to poke around with that you're welcome to it's a simple pop up pirate there's no tricks <laughs> you never know a, what is it a raccoon Lima. A barrel no I think actually the, the, the sword that will do it has gone away what <laughs> surely you can just take a sword from somewhere else and or is it a trigger sword? I think it's... There's a trigger sword rather than a trigger hole. I spent a while trying to work out how the mechanism works, but there's one sword missing, and that means you can often get to the point where it's not going to trigger. But I can't remember why I think that. I just know that I do. I only have the conclusion. I don't have to work it out. That's fair. Ba-ba-da. 
Don't let the elephant get to you. Don't let the elephant get in there. The elephant's not your ally. Oh yeah, show me a thing. Show you a trick. That's the what I meant to say. Wow. That's a trick called Around the World. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what sort of trick. I don't know. What would you consider like a really rad trick? Like that I would consider rad. I want to oh, yeah. What can you do, Sean? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do anything with Sam in the room. You tried to get good at it for a bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, when Sam's here, I'm not going to do anything. (laughs) Man, I don't know. Spiking it's pretty fun though, right? (laughs) Yeah. I I can only make it go on the spike. I could never spike it while it's moving. That is the next level. Oh no, (laughs) I missed it. Down spikes. Down spikes are great. Yeah. <sighs> Not playing now that much. Well, actually, that's a complete lie. I played for like three hours the other day, and my legs hurt so much I had to take two days off. <laughs> <laughs> that was just before we left France, and like we got the we were getting on the flight, and I got off the plane, and I was like, oh, <laughs> my legs hurt. Like walking through the airport, like why do my legs hurt? It's because I played Kenama for three hours the previous day. It's the insane thing about it, like it does really hurt your knees. Because the yeah, because the crouch is just so integral. But I spent. Oh, I want to see that nice one. Nice whirlwind spike. Oh, wow. I think there's there's definitely scope for there being uh, yeah. Kendama radio commentary. <laughs> I think that'll really. It's such a. It's such a sport about stats, and not at all about the visual element. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I've spoken to people that are into like their circus skills, and Kendama doesn't seem to be popular amongst them because no, the movements no. are so small, slight, yeah, yeah, deft, yeah, yeah, yeah. non-performative. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not. It's I very... mean, there are there are performance. What's interesting about it is that people approach it in different ways. Yeah, yeah. There There's... are people who go really mental with it and do have that kind of juggler mm. instinct for it. But then equally, there are people who do really insanely difficult balances, like technical stuff. That aren't that impressive? To look at, but are impressive Very difficult. because they're so difficult to do. Yeah. Oops. It's definitely one of those. It's like the chess of sports. Uh, you know what I mean? Chess is a spectator sport. <laughs> this is a, yeah. Bird over the valley. Anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're, you're doing good. I can see you're, you're in. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah. In so I've actually done some practice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's all right, this game now, It's a bit light. I think this is a Salkin. No, you need to wear it in a bit. I don't know what brand this is, the one with the palm trees. You get them off Amazon. Very cheap. Not very cheap, but they're the cheaper ones. Yeah, I think I didn't know if I wanted to invest in a Kendama. Yeah, no, yeah, there's no reason to. But um, At least you got it's a, a bamboo nice, one. You've got a nice looking one. Well, yeah. that was it. I like the design. A lot of the ones that were like in a, a relatively simple price range. Yeah, looks very, solid. very dull. Boring, yeah. yeah, but this was a nice pattern. Yeah, they're just a bit light, the bamboo ones. Mm-hmm. But they do wear in okay. Anyway, not to get into the technicalities of how Kendamas work. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Hours, so but it's quite, it's quite robust. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. The string's a bit long. I could do that all day. 
I'll miss it. So that would imply that these things aren't strictly standardised, that you can no, have they are. these. Well, there is, there's a, there's a, this is a competition-sized one. Right. But there's, I mean, the size is the important thing. Right, right. Because the bigger Kendama is easier to use. Uh-huh. So there's like, there's like jumbo ones that you use if you're doing a performance, like, they're like this big. Right. And then there's ones that are in between different sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is the competition sort of standard size. But then the shape, broadly, well, there's very small details in the shape because like you say it's very sort of subtle movements mm-hmm. and very like you have to be everything has to fit so for in order for the ball to balance and the ken to balance on the ball and things everything has to be in balance in of itself so like it's important to get the measurements kind of perfect and sometimes you can get very cheap ones that are just very poorly made and like nothing fits together and it comes apart and this one's actually pretty pretty decent and there's also like subtleties in the shapes of, of the way things are made and yeah. It's a This one's actually a really good one, surprisingly so. Thank you. <laughs> Other than it being too light, I don't like how light it how is. How much was it? Probably like twelve pounds, maybe. Um, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good what were they? Earth turns. Earth turns. But the trick I was trying to do was for this competition, uh, and it was just a bunch of juggles, and I can't do them. But I did. If you can't do those, yeah. So there's a there's a part of the trick was uh, juggle big cup juggle lighthouse, which is there, and then you throw, have the ball in the big cup. You throw the ball, throw the can, have it flip once, catch the ball, and then catch it in the lighthouse. What I did, which was wrong, which is why I got kicked out of the competition, was I did it in one sort of smooth motion like that. One sort of smooth and you had to do flip. One. But you had to do, had to throw, well, throw it as two separate, two separate motions. So I'd, basically what I'd done is learn the wrong trick. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and that's the one I spent three hours, like three, literally three hours trying to do. And I did it. And then Your way. For a, yeah, I did it my way, and it was the wrong way. I was just like, really, I was, I was like seething. I went in, I went in, we were having dinner, and Hamish was uh, talking to Sally about something. The people I, well, my girlfriend and the guy that we were living with. They were talking about vegetarianism or something. And I took, I was so angry, I didn't know what to do, and I took the most contrarian, I basically like kind of attacked Hamish. I was like, Verbally. You're just because he, he was asking. He, he has a he like talks about vegetarianism a lot. He's not a vegetarian, but I was like, Hamish, you always talk about vegetarianism. You're just you're just a closeted vegetarian. I think. <laughs> what What is the stance of someone that talks about vegetarianism a lot but isn't a vegetarian? Well, this is why I was saying he was a closeted vegetarian. Well, you would start to suspect, <laughs> yeah, though, wouldn't you? Are, you? you are a vegetarian, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, so... I'm out of the closet. I'm open. <laughs> so his, his whole... Um, like, he, he, he has a hawk that um, he does, like, hunting with. Uh-huh. And they, he hunts rabbits and things. And um, he, his whole thing is that some people are vegetarian because it's, like, a more sustainable way of living. And his whole argument is that it's not a more sustainable way of living. Like eating meat in some in certain cases, if you're careful with what meat you eat, that's even more sustainable 
then eating like loads of soy or whatever that's really damaging. So he, vegetables are damaging to the environment. He brings it up because he takes a contrary view to vegetarianism, but it's clear that he doesn't want to just dismiss it. He wants to make sure that he can make a sound argument around it. Is yeah. that what he's trying to do? He's just kind of line his cards up for the one day that a vegetarian takes him on? Yeah, well, I think he, he consistently gets taken or takes vegetarian, actively seeks them out. That's what it seemed to me. This has been some, because we've been living together all winter, mm-hmm. and this was probably the fourth or fifth time he'd had this conversation with us. But I, would, I wonder as well, being in his line of work, and he describes yeah, that yeah, to yeah, people, yeah. he probably pretty soon down the line gets... What's his line of work? So he's an animal trainer? Well... He's not anymore, but he used... Well, he sort of sometimes does it, but he what is was an animal trainer uh-huh. for, like, film. So he trained the, uh, like, the owls in Harry Potter. <laughs> like, he, he does birds mostly, so... Okay. Uh, like, the ravens and the crows in Games of, games of Thrones. <laughs> I know and, the throne um, games. What else? He, he, just, taught, um, he taught the owls in Harry Potter how to hold letters. How to carry a letter and yeah. drop it. Which apparently which is, takes months yeah. to train. Because letters aren't easy for talons, I imagine. Well, they carry it in their beak. So the thing oh, with, right. like, say a crow for it. Crows are really smart, and you could you could probably teach a crow to do that, like no problem, like a few weeks or something. Um, but owls are like they're not stupid, but they are just instinctive. Like you can't really train. You can train an owl. The stuff an owl does is locked in. Yeah, 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 basically. So you basically have to retrain its instinct. So they had to train the owl to, like, even pick up the letter in the first place. And people were just saying, like, this is impossible. Like, you can't train an owl to carry, <laughs> to pick up a letter, carry it, and then drop it. It's, like, impossible. But and it, they did it, but it took, like, months and months and months um, for them to do it eventually. And That's then basically, really cool. I like I like the idea that he might be a name in the industry, like... Yeah. Like Hamish Secret. Hamish you know, Secret. You He's know the what, bird guy. You know what he managed to do? Yeah. Surely well, he got just, an owl. It wasn't just him. He like, got an owl to carry a letter. Yeah. No. They yeah. say that it would never happen. <laughs> it, but, would, it could never be done, yeah. But surely, like, to a degree, that will stand. Not necessarily, like, one person being a standalone figure as the owl man. Yeah. That sounds impressive enough that, like, yeah, yeah. in terms of animal training for film, people will be aware of <laughs> the owl incident. That's yeah, that yeah, breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. And, um... But yeah, the, th- the, the thing with owls, though, because it's instinct, once they're trained, they will always do it. Yeah, they've got like, envelopes the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah. They may as well go into postal <laughs> exactly. work. Yeah. There's these owls out there yeah. that just will carry a letter for yeah. you. Know? Otherwise, they'll be actually intercepting mail. Yeah, yeah. They may as well work <laughs> with the Royal Mail. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a home for rehabilitating uh, owls just to stop them from doing that. <laughs> Just a dis- old sorting office that doesn't need anything. But he, yeah, his, his parents also, <laughs> like he grew up on a farm, like his parents own, have a farm. And um, they, because he works on these films, they had a pig that was in Downton Abbey. <laughs> like there was just, they needed some pigs for Downton Abbey for whatever reason, just in yeah. the background, set dressing, whatever. So they had these pigs, Hamish was working on it. And then they basically kept two of these pigs, one of which was called Mr. Schnorkels. And uh, they raised these pigs until they were, like, you know, bacon ready. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, and then killed them and ate them. But he was like, they were just like the, the happiest pigs. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's something about, like, eating meat in that way is very kind of, especially when you've raised these pigs um, for their whole life, kept them super happy, 
and they they killed them at home like they slaughtered them at home and like um they just didn't have any idea that it was happening and he said like if you're raising meat in that way like surely it's that's the most ethical way to do it maybe and much more much, but if know. they're happy then their life is worth more than other pigs and also they're, they're, they're TV stars as well so their life's yeah, definitely were, worth I more know, than yeah, pigs they, they, it's like celebrity yeah, I've just killed a I've just killed Neat and a TV star <laughs> that means I'm now a little bit like a celebrity yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I have gained their fame yeah, yeah. and their courage. <laughs> like the Mark Chapman. He's the Mark Chapman to their John Lennon. Yeah. To go with that metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, I don't know a lot about Beatles history. Was there any form of cannibalism? <laughs> well, interestingly, the... <laughs> no, but, like, you know, the... Um... Sharon Tate uh, murder by Charles Manson and the family. Yeah. In passing, I wouldn't say. I'm... Oh, I Go on. Spin me a yarn. The west coast of California when Charles Manson had his like weird hippie cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he believed that he uh, heard messages in tracks of the White Album. One okay. called Piggies, interestingly enough. Uh, and he thought that that was telling him to kill. I think she was called Sharon Tate. It was Roman yeah, Polanski's so. wife okay. at the time. Killed her and several other people at their home and uh, wrote out Beatles lyrics in their blood daubed on the walls. So it's not quite cannibalism, but it is murder and relating to pigs yeah. in a weird way. So it does kind of link in. Yeah, didn't they write pig? On the on the door or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where the kind of yeah they say that that's like where the modern paranoia of home invasion started, because those kinds of crimes are very 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 rare. But then these strangers, like this Manson family, I mean Charles Manson wasn't a stranger for them. And so, what was the method by which did they just run in and kill, or Basically, was there some kind yeah. of? No, no, it was like really methodical. So Charles Manson wasn't tried methodical. for that because he wasn't involved. Right, yeah. Um, but he kind of encouraged yeah. everybody to... He was their cult leader, basically. Yeah. He told them to do this thing and sent them all there. And then they... I don't know if they shot or stabbed them. They murdered, like... They basically went to this house that's, like, deep in the Hollywood Hills. They cut the phone lines. They, like, drove up and just, like, went into the house and, like, murdered two people. I mean, yeah. there was a few of those sprees, wasn't there? I've read report. I've read, read like, full stories on them before, and they're quite... But they're quite disturbing in their matter-of-factness. Like, they just hung out there after they'd killed yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and just, and just, like, bathed in their blood and stuff. Yeah. Well... They just hung out. Before Internet of Things-style security, <laughs> the phone lines are cut. Like, yeah, that's you it. don't need to be I, gone till the next... Hurry, yeah. Only when they don't turn up to work the next day, presumably, have yeah, something yeah. to go to. Yeah. You may as well, like, you know, they'll have food have there. Fun, they go, yeah. yeah. Probably got quite a nice bed. Get the most out of it whilst you're there. I mean, why wouldn't you? I guess fingerprints and <laughs> circumstantial <laughs> evidence will leave behind. Yeah, now that I think about it more. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you, you hang out after yeah. Even the most basic. Yeah. Oh, I'm presuming you don't have morals. I'm yeah, presuming, no, but that's yeah, the yeah. thing. My basis for that is going, 
oh no, I don't want to be around this dead body. But if you've done it in the first place, then you're probably not that bothered about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're squeamish, how do you stick the knife through the flesh in the, in first, the first place? Because <laughs> you'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'd rather not. Now all, I'm here. All the blood's in there. Charles, and... are you sure? Are you sure? I'll ring him. <laughs> Cut the phone lines. Yes, stick the phone lines. Got a sol- <laughs> soldering iron. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't think we were talking like, about him. We've talked about funerals, we've talked about, we've talked about a lot of dark stuff, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Let's go completely the other way and talk about something that's very <laughs> light and, and hopeful. A Disney cartoon film. <laughs> yeah. Could go back around that way. I might be your house, though, with all your, your weird circus nightmare. Yeah, it's my house is in itself its own dark. That little, that kind of sordid, trippy. Yeah, no, yeah, sure. I guess so. I'm definitely desensitised to it, but I can see if you look at it with fresh eyes, actually, it is a bit. It's like um, you know, in Blade Runner, there's that that guy who's like been making his own friends. Do you know that? I've never seen it. I haven't oh. seen it for probably ten years. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Sometimes you think things will just be but like an know, easy reference point. Listeners, no, I'm not. Um, you're not, you're not going to follow through on the basis of a, the listeners a ghost need, presence. The, need, the listeners need to feel like they're in a real conversation. As soon as you address them directly, they'll become self-conscious. Oh, well. Wow, that's a lesson we've not learned. No. Oh, no, I don't, I don't actually believe that. I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes us self-conscious. Pardon? As soon as you, as soon as you address, like... That you're recording, like you forget that you're recording. Well, I keep saying to you, should we tell them where we are now? Yeah. Like, and then saying that out loud, and then you go, oh, I was concentrating on not being conscious of the room. Yeah. Which I, is a good point. Yeah. Because I found, when you were talking about Kendama earlier, I found myself doing that natural conversational thing of like going, yeah. Or, you know, yeah. verbal assent, I'm listening, this is interesting. Yeah. And then I realised, oh, I shouldn't actually do that because that's just adding unnecessary noise into like if i if i treat this like this was a show if this if i was having a dialogue on stage i'd never do that because you why why add yeah that doesn't you don't establish anything there that's yeah. nothing but it's just normal social etiquette but this is it show that you're you're engaged but this is the the, the murky world of podcasting because you've got to live in this world where you can't ever fully switch off but go too far the other way and you clam up and you feel like mm. this is this is a performance and and what what am i doing <laughs> yeah i think we've we've certainly not uh well in talking about it right now we're already falling into it but i don't think we've uh, fully found the quite quite the right line today i think you couldn't be expected to given what you've taken on <laughs> right um, i'm a big fan of the Divina, <laughs> the Divina DVD in a, in a flower <laughs> flower vase. Yeah, she's been there a while. It's like a nice little shrine to <laughs> a shrine to, to Divina McCall. Shrine to Divina. Which which one is that of her DVD Keep It series? Oh, I don't know. It's Power of Three. Power of Three is that her third? I guess it's assumed. That was like a that was a whole thing for a while. Every Christmas there was a new Davina DVD. Massive. People still use them today. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I suppose you could if you really liked it. My dad had a had a DVD player. What What do you mean? What else is standing in your way? What do you mean? What what people still use them? Why can't they? Because it's so. I mean, because it's so old that 
I mean, exercise it, is exercise. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exercise doesn't do. My dad had um, a yoga one. It was called like Warrior Yoga or something. Yoga Warrior or something. Sure. Wow, and, yoga um, really wanted to inject some masculinity <laughs> into what's essentially stretching and yeah, holding yeah. poses. <laughs> but he said, like, he used it, watched this DVD loads. But he said it got really frustrating because there was, you'd, you'd eventually learn the whole thing. Like, every little breath every little stutter that she made every mm. time she would like you know because she's doing the yoga and there's someone else doing it and she goes and corrects them and then like talks to them a yeah. little bit and he said it got so annoying because he just knew the whole every little intricate tiny little bit of it does he not then know the routine and can just I think that's what I thought, watching the DVD. yeah I think he uh... I think that's where the market element comes in because as soon as you've memorized one to ad nauseum you need to jump ship you need yeah, the next DVD yeah, yeah. yeah. Yoga Warrior 2. I mean, if there is a Yoga Warrior 2, that's the natural <laughs> thing. But if it is the whole Yoga Warrior format in and of itself, the personalities, the machismo, you can go. There'll be loads more yoga ones with other themes. And that's where you get this overt theming of it so that you know what you're getting into. Maybe you should have, like, you could have, like, a... You could turn it into, like, a series. You have the Yoga Warriors. Yeah. So they have the Yoga Warrior leader that starts it. And then in Yoga Warrior 2, she's, like, training an apprentice. And then the apprentice becomes the master. And then the head off against each other in some sort of yoga battle. Well, then like, the problem with we... yoga, like, <laughs> this would really lend itself to a martial art. <laughs> Not necessarily a static, I downwards facing. No, but it's like yoga, you, like, hold the positions, don't you? So uh, it's like, it's about it so you're, long. like, shaking. Yeah. It would be like... Um... That would be a good spectator sport. <laughs> Just watching people crack, holding one position. It's like oh, big, big trains, um, staring contest sketch. They got a recurring sketch of staring contesting yeah. <laughs> as a spectator sport. I mean, they could do as yoga warriors. They could do other occupations. <laughs> yoga chef. Yoga postman. <laughs> yoga postman. Yes, yoga administrative clerk for a health DNHS. <laughs> yeah. You need yoga for that because you just sat on your ass on a computer all day. Uh, so you need you need some yo- desk yoga. That must desk be a yoga. thing. I'll bet that is a thing. That's got to be a thing. Yeah. I bet desk yoga, yeah. Because there are people that do standing desks, right? Mm. And surely if people are doing more and more poses while at their desk, it's only <laughs> a matter of time before those poses are yoga-based. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there is, like, some of the poses are, like, it's like mountain pose, and that's just, like, standing up straight. Yeah. And there's corpse pose, which is lying on the floor. <laughs> They'd be their so, entry level, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get you to do some yoga. You're trying to get me to do yoga that you said you yeah. uh, you said yeah basically is basically lying down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought like, that sounds like my kind of yoga. Yeah. So, so was just organised lying down. Yeah. So like my girlfriend and I went to this yoga class. Um, basically, we were doing a thing last year that was we weren't spending enough time together, so we started date night, which was once every two weeks. We sort of alternated on who chose what. And then we wouldn't tell each other about whatever it was. Mm. So, like, we went to see a movie, but I was just like, oh, we're going out. And then she wouldn't know what movie it is until it started, basically. Mm. Um, And then one of these things she chose that was, uh, like, yoga. But it's it's a certain type of yoga, and it's basically lying down. Like, you lie in... I mean, they say yoga poses, but, like, you're literally just lying on the floor and then, like, with your knees to the side. But you're lying there for, like... Probably five, ten minutes. I think we did five poses in an hour and ten minutes. Oh, that sounds lovely. So you just, 
it's kind of and this guy was just walking around and then you put like cushions in different places to like keep you in that position and then you would just wait to get really comfortable and then you'd go to the next one and then you'd like lie on your front and it was just like really kind of relaxing and kind of like really good for your I imagine if you're having trouble sleeping it would really help because it was like sleeping practice because you're like very see I think if I'm if I sometimes find sleeping difficult if I've laid down too much in the day. Yeah. Because I need that solid connection in my brain. If I'm lying down, it's I'm going to down. sleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's why sleeping, uh, reading before I go to sleep, I had to stop doing that because I got that conditioning. Okay. Where if I was ever on the bus and I go, time for a read, <laughs> it would just knock me out. It would never make it to a chapter. Yeah. I, I've never got the, the reading, reading, before reading before bed thing because... It's just, even if you're actually quite awake, mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to be asleep in the next 20 minutes, it's not going to, it's not been allowed to fester in your conscious mind enough to stay there. I get that. And also, it does send me to sleep. So I don't, and I don't want to be like drifting. I don't want to have to finish mid chapter something, like, you know, and go, oh, I'm too sleepy. I hear you. I, for a while, because I've had sort of sleeping problems occasionally. And I, I do feel that way. Like, I don't want to be in this half murky. So I don't want to do or intake any media that I might value. Mm. And yeah. so that's definitely where I learned how to navigate the stupider bits of YouTube. Because <laughs> what I wanted to find was things that are quite long and of low value, such that I won't mind not like stopping, oh, immedi- yeah, yeah, yeah. stopping immediately at any point. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to find. Yeah. It's a quite... Uh, I thought you were going to say there was some literature that you found that was just sort of... No, I'm mostly videos, like, um, definitely, like, a lot of preacher videos from African cultures that still hate witchcraft. Yeah. Um, it's quite good. Because they'll get people like, I was a witch. And it feels like these people have been paid to, like, invent things that witches did. That's quite fun. Like, oh, yeah, I boiled everything until it was small, and then I threw it at a goat. And I won't do it anymore, I promise. I'm a Christian. Um that is what a witch would do. The most recent thing I found is really enjoying. There's, um, have you ever heard of people who speed run video games? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And um, there's this big like, I don't know what you'd call it, like a big festival that happens. It was like a tiny thing, and now it's like this largest thing in the US. Where like they'd be like, we're a speed run festival, and you'll come and you'll watch loads of people speed running. Except what's come about from it is that a lot of people that are really into speed running. They have very poor social skills. And because you need to, like, get commentators and people out of it, you get these really strange, awkward moments. But people can't stop playing, like, Legend of Zelda or something while it's going on. And, like, you've got something like where people talk about, like, their dying grandmother and they break down crying because they've got cancer or something. And they just happen to find this guy dressed as Link. <laughs> and someone's crying, like, two rows back. And he's like... I'm going for the world record. What? I literally can't stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? He was told he was going. He's speed running a game. So who's speed running Legend of Zelda? Can I ask just okay, yeah. again, what <laughs> is speed running? I don't know what that is. Oh, so the idea is just it's just the video game community coming up with a niche talent you can have. It's playing a video game as fast as you can to get the best time. Yes. So you play it from right. the start to the end, and you try and do it as quickly as possible. Yeah, and you get different. Like things, so some people be like, "I'm gonna get the what." What it essentially allows is people to compete and try and get world records at things. Yeah, and then for each game, you might have like 
do it and collect all the things you can collect in it. Just get to the end or do it and we'll allow glitches. I quite like the ones where they allow glitches. Yeah, they're much more... In- the, the only one of these I've seen all the way through is actually a Zelda one. Where yeah, they allow... That one's it, good. Use, it, like, exploits loads of... Like, if he, if he walk backwards with him, like, moving a sword, mm-hmm. that's the fastest way for him to travel. So, like, the whole thing is basically him going backwards. And then they'd optimise, like, puzzles. So you just, like... There's one yeah. about finding a chicken. And he's got to find the right chicken. And then if the chickens are in the wrong place, it's over. Like... Because the chickens are randomised, so if the chickens are in the wrong place, forget it. Like, mm-hmm. start again. There's, and, there's yeah. a lot of things about... Um, there's something called clipping, where, like... If you've got an object boundary, let's say between, like, a curved floor, or, like, here there's, like, a right angle in, in our wall, and you would be able to get, if you're in exactly the right frame, like, we're talking, like, pixel perfection and frame perfection, you could somehow get the centre of your body to go through that wall. And then you'll be in like an out-of-bound zone. And you can run behind all the stuff the programmers never expected a human player to see. But the 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 precise timing necessary, like an old game would run at about 25, 30 frames per second. So for you to get something within a frame, you've got to be doing something within a fraction of a second on a specific pixel. It's insane that these people can just turn up and just run it like that. And so for a while, that was my insomnia fuel. <laughs> Wow. And I tried to learn one. I tried to learn how to do some glitches on Sonic 1. So I thought that would be simple. I grew up playing Sonic the Hedgehog loads. I can just try and learn. Yeah. And there's one glitch. So I just started and went, here's the first glitchable level. It's Marble Hill Zone. And there's a bit where you have to kind of get stuck in a wall and go left. And you have to be in a very specific pixel, a very specific time. And you have to click left, then down, and then jump very quickly. And what the game does is it says, when you're in a wall, the way that collision actually works, is very like Newton's law. It says if you're in a wall, the wall's actually pushing you constantly. And it pushes you equal to your momentum towards the wall. But if you've technically made it past the centre of the wall, when it pushes you away, it actually pushes you. So it adds its momentum to your momentum, which makes you go at a speed faster than you would ever be expected to in the game which means that when it's done that, it's pushed you very quickly in one direction. But because you're very near the beginning of the game, you've actually entered to the left of the first pixel that's actually rendered. When you end up in these minus values, the game then refreshes to go, well, where are you? You're minus one. Well, the closest thing we're going to find to minus one is actually the very end of the level. So you're immediately teleported to the end, and you've done that level in like two or three seconds. I have managed to do it about five times in five hours. <laughs> and then I quit. I'm not speedrunning anything ever. Yeah. But that was a... How did you feel when you did it, though? I felt great. <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, if you're trying to do something repetitively yeah, yeah, and you yeah. make these kind of strange assessments that, like, at some point you're in some sort of zone where yeah, you can yeah. do it. And what are the conditions? for the... You end up um, being like Skinner's Pigeons. Do you know Skinner boxes? No, sorry. I love Skinner box. This is a psychology experiment. There was a psychologist called, I don't know, Professor Skinner. I forget his first name. Professor <laughs> Skinner. And um, it was like working off Pavlov stuff about conditioning animals. And so he set pigeons up and other birds, um, things that like they'll hit a button and they get food. And then they don't like look for food ever. They just hit the button. Yeah. 
And then it got to the point where, like, sometimes the burn would work. What happens then? And then it got to the point where he um, got some birds and they would just dispense food randomly. But the birds would associate whatever they'd just done last with the food. So it got to the point where birds were just constantly doing like really strange things, like walk forwards, walk backwards, <laughs> walk th- right three steps. And that was what happened. People will naturally look for correlation, yeah. as kind of everyone will experience in their life. And so definitely that's what happens if you're trying to do something that's heavily skill-based and you can't work out why you can do it sometimes. You'll be like, oh, yeah, it's because I cleared my mind that last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, it's because I had a banana. I have need to have another banana <laughs> and then I can do it. I found that play, like, the other day when I was trying to do that one trick with Kendama. Like, I could get the hard... There's, like, a hard section. Mm-hmm. And if I could do that, like, like the end, like, spiking it at the end was hard and that was mostly luck, but, like, the hard section in the middle. And then I found I was going through, like, waves. Like, sometimes I wouldn't be able to even get close to it. And it was mm. just, like, complete disaster. And then I would be like, oh, I'm going to give up. But then you would suddenly get quite close and then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to yeah. play another 10 more minutes. And then you would get really close and then you're like, oh, God. And then you would sort of not be able to do it all, all mm-hmm. again. It's just like waves and drops of getting closer. But at least, I don't know, with I think with speedrunning, you would probably, I would feel such frustration with the machine. Like at least with Kendama, it's an organic thing. It's myself. Mm-hmm. Like it's just me and, you know, the Kenara and that, that's it yeah. like I'm just fighting with myself and my own body but when you have this other agent that's the the the, the program and the machine also yeah. it's like I don't know it depends I mean I think there's one thing that throws it is if any game has any amount of random number generation yeah, yeah, yeah. whereby whatever hap- what happens when it loads things up is based on the roll of the dice yeah then yeah you can absolutely blame the machine because the machine gave you bad numbers yeah. but if it's something that has no amount of it's no different than a tool i know it's yeah, not yeah, quite yeah, the yeah. same as something you're doing manually although you know you still are you're still inputting into a yeah. into a device i quite like the idea of the waves of being good yeah like, there's quite a lot of variables at play there so like you're getting better because your muscle memory is you see you observe yourself getting good once and you go I'll do that again. Yeah. And then you get good. And then actually your patience starts to wear thin. Yeah, so like, yeah, there's yeah. so many variables going, or and you get you start tired. getting tired. And, and then you start yeah. getting hungry. And then you eat and you feel better, but then you're too full. Yeah. It's like, well, I've got to wear that down. It gets like, like sweet spot again. <laughs> I definitely have that loads when it comes to creativity. Cause I have lots of times where I need to write something. I have a deadline for something. And then in that, I always kind of make this bargain where I go, now's not the time where I'm capable of being creative and I'll be in much more best position for it <sighs> under a time that's just not right now. This imaginary time in the future. Yeah, but I do think there are like, I'm constantly trying to work out. Sometimes you have a day and you're creative and it works and it's great. Yeah. And then some days you just can't. It mm, just, yeah. It's just not coming. I think that's really true. And, uh, that's, and that's how you get those kind of weird conditioned superstitions about yeah maybe i I need to create this perfect environment in which i can oh yeah i got loads of little mini theories about what helps well people or just me come up with ideas and i think it's just the most counterintuitive thing that you need to be doing something else or of having some other experiences and then it comes back to going into whatever it is just do something just yeah. do anything. That's, 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 that's always uh, my, Sam's thing. My rule in life just it applies to pretty much anything. Like, if you don't know what to do, do something. 
I think that's a great idea. I, most, I mostly apply it to tidy up. You know, like, say, for example, in this room, if you were to move house and you wanted to pack everything up, mm. it'd be like, what do I even... There's yeah, so yeah. many objects in here. Where do you start? So, like, just, like, put these in a bag. And that's... You're already uh-huh. starting to do something. But, but I Because my brain would be like, okay, I need to organise everything into piles, and then I need to sort everything, that, that, that. And then that's kind of parallel. I think with any, like creativity you have to have an activity that like one first activity that can form a pattern of a shape of something that will form so in terms of like an idea or something maybe you write one one line of dialogue or something yeah it has no structure or context whatsoever what's like it's the start of something i always think of like sometimes you can work off if you like lyric writing or or Maybe comedy writing, like a series of non sequiturs that are just one-off lines or something like that, and then joining, starting to join the dots. Well, can I tell you where, because I am a, a, an empath with something I've got to write, but something that I have to write that I desperately don't want to write. Can you guess what this might be? Will I be aware of what it is? Yeah, you probably will be, yeah. Something that is, I have to write into a show, but I really don't want to. And it has been thrust upon me due to democracy. <laughs> oh, the, I don't know the full name. Farty. The Farty Farty Trumpy Sean Face Show. I have been trying to write this show for a week and a half. And if you see the Google Docs <laughs> document that I've been sharing with myself, so Sam and Scott. you explain how it came to this? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so... I was, so, do you know who Scott Liversidge is? That's fine. He's just, he's like my um, mentee, I think. He's like my apprentice. Um, and and he's looking after my open mic nights at the moment. And we kind of, at this venue, had two nights that would run. But then I got this residency at an art gallery and so there's just kind of this floating night. And I said, like, let's not overstretch ourselves. Let's just cancel that night because we haven't really got an idea for it. But Scott's very, like, enthusiastic. He goes, no, like, we can do something, but we need to make sure, like, people will come. We should put something on that people will be invested in. Let's try and learn something from Kickstarter or yeah. and allow them in some way to have some sort of agency over it such that they'll be invested and they'll come along because they helped have a part of it. And I said, well... I don't know, sometimes people are really, like, silly. But if you want to head this up, I'll help. And so we just made an open poll with some ideas in it, of, like, here are things we could do. But we also put down the option, to, you know, add a thing to the poll and vote yeah, for yeah. it. And, you know, whatever it is, we'll do that, we'll meet on this time, we'll make that a show. Now, what someone suggested, and is now head and shoulders above all your suggestions, <laughs> is simply the farty fart Trumpy Sean face show. <laughs> And so me and Scott and Sam have been looking at farts and poo and farting on my face and faces, Sean's face, farts, farts, <laughs> farting. Are we going to fart on the night? I, I have paid money for a fart-based musical compilation album just to help the, um, the singing bumholes I bought. 
<laughs> and the horrible thing is, is like when you go into comedy, there are a lot of people that talk about poo and farts. You think this is the worst thing ever. And you make this kind of mantra, like, I never talk about poo or farts. Mm. And now I've got to do an entire show which can't stray too far away from poo or farts, or else it's undemocratic and it has no mandate. Well, that's it. And like, the constant thing by other people, which I'm trying to veto, is the farts should be near, or what's the relationship between farts and my face? And I keep thinking, like, well, not, not that. That's... There's nothing in the title to suggest that they have to be... We can't think of anything else. Yeah, we have no budget as well, like so we can't like because obviously, like the other thing is that we turn it into a kind of um, being John Malkovich, where everyone's me and we're all farting. And then there's also is it Donald Trump? And how does democracy come back into it? Can we vote during the show? We've really had a lot of bad <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I mean, it's quite yeah, interesting right. how that's really opened up your process, though. How do you mean? Well, like, you've had to consider, could we change it inside the show due to this? Due to, ha- due to be- having a concept thrust upon you that you, yeah. you're not that keen on. Well, actually, <laughs> me and Scott came up with something today that we think will give it actually a narrative through line that can um, allow ourselves to distance ourselves from the concept of farts, but have a sense of um, emotional pathos that will allow the show to come to some sort of closure at the end. I think that's what we're all looking for. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you there. I'll see you at the show. Sure there, yeah. <laughs> Do you think we should uh, go somewhere else? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Another housemate of Sean's is coming in. We should probably move. Like we. Yeah, tell you what. Should we go into town? Yeah, we've only got four hours left. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll have a good time at the Brown Bear. Thanks for coming by. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be on your podcast. Us. No, no problem. Hello. This is Laura. Laura, this is Sam Hi. Bradley, and this is Christopher Delamere. Hi, Laura. Right. We're just recording a 12 hour long podcast at the moment. How many hours in are you? Ah, uh, eight. eight. Sean's helping out. Sean's, Sean's been a wonderful help, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Filling the time with words. Said it was incredibly bored, so you probably appreciate <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad we could have provided, provided you with some kind of. Yeah, where I work has terms. I'm in half term now. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I have a, I'm in half term. It doesn't work on the school-based terms. No, it's their own weird um, seasonal-based terms. So we're coming into spring term soon, and winter term has just ended. Do you like another strips off of the road? Yeah, yeah. If it's a gummy one. I'll take it. Oh, ah, that's your strips, I think. <laughs> It's a, it's a bloody lottery. Thank you, thank you. I can't believe another gummy one. I'll have that one. Might get a bit of foil with it. So how long before the 12 hour gets released? I presume it'll take quite a bit of Well, as editing. long as I... I mean, I actually... I'm fun employed at the moment. So, as long um, as it's fun. There's a... There's going to be a bit of a... I might actually have time to do it, so... But it's going to be a... You know, but then I have to find 12 hours to make sure the whole thing works. Oh, quite... yeah, of course. It takes at least as long as the... <laughs> wow, wow, wow. It's an investment. I mean, it's just stitching the files together, but still. You're going to find pops and things you want to change, though. No, no, no. I mean, I'm shucking on this structure really hard. <laughs> and it's making a lot We're of noise. salad into the bike. We've been walking through <laughs> gales. Yeah. Just like yeah. The, yeah. This whole 10-minute so period of... This is the quietest it's been, So a little... A little suck on a strap, so we're not going to bother about that. <laughs> I, 
are you going to put in any points where people can expect you to stop? Do you know what I mean? Like, like the way that a book would have chapters because you can't read a whole book in one sitting. I mean, it I has moved because it's moved a lot. Changing along, locations, around. yeah. The environment. The locations will be yeah good. That's what I'm thinking. I wouldn't want to stop me conversation. Who knows if I remember what's going on? I have next to say, time. Sean, it, as freaky as your living room is, this has been the most lucid part I think of yeah. the whole. Oh, cool. Like it's um. So thanks for providing. No, no, thanks lucidity. for having me on. Yeah. I'll take you on. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I'll unclip when it's not recorded. There we go. Done. Save. It's cool. annoying they put delete and save right Let next to each other. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, Sean's just getting a waistcoat. A green waistcoat that he wants me to look at for possible use. For empty pockets. Did I zip my coat up before? I have no idea. Was I wearing a coat? <laughs> no, I must have been wearing a coat. <laughs> okay. What do you think you did with the coat before? Well, I'm not sure. I'm just worried it was rubbing against the mic. Um. Oh, I can't find my... Okay, I'll just put it in there. <sighs> How are you feeling, Sam? All right, I'm a bit, a little bit tired. tired. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling a bit tired. But I think if we go for a little walk. Yeah, a walk will be good. Get a drink. <laughs> good luck. I think it's inside out, but... What? It's a very small... Oh, it's very upside small. down. <laughs> okay. It's cool, though. I can't remember why I have it. You can't remember why I Jenny have it. Jenny will fit in that. Jenny will, yeah. I certainly won't. Uh, no. So, uh, reckon I should try it on now? Yeah. Hey, I think. I'm thinking it looks snooker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's green. It's green. Yeah, it's a green. Yeah. Now their their waistcoats are shiny, which is I think has a purpose for the for guiding. I'm <laughs> yeah, you've seen the video. I know exactly the amount you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do, because that was it was all there. <laughs> They're doing that. I don't know, right? It's become way more. No, obviously it doesn't fit. It's a bit. Can you even do a button? No. Okay. <laughs> I think Jenny will fit in it though. It's kind of a corset. I think there's a smashed pocket watch here. Oh, yes, there is. But it's smashed, that's why I opened it. I'm just Yeah. <laughs> I think that's in keeping with everything else. Thank <laughs> Well, I'll leave this with you. Sure. For if now. You feel like it will be Thank you for the offer. No worries. I'm sure Daniel will fit in that. Yeah, maybe. Do you need a costume or a prop? <laughs> yeah. So There's like props covered in there. Yeah. Yeah, I love a good props cupboard. Oh yeah. I don't really know if I want it anyway. I've got an old Josie Magoo fan pocket watch. That's just the the gaudy little one. Where are we going? I think we're going to head into town, aren't we? Yeah. I got a I got a picture from Tom Bullock. 
Soviet Union. Oh wow. But part of the glass has come loose. The glass is Oh, that's a beautiful bottle. It's so good. It's such a good bottle. Yeah, really cool. Why have you got so much stuff? I don't know. <laughs> when he moved in, he thought he didn't have very much stuff. So oh, did we've been helping him out, sort of giving him lots yeah. of stuff since then. Could he fix it? I did. Yeah? I looked no, at I this know he does like, he puts back right. in and he's fixed other people's works and things. Yeah, I'd love to. I think it's the a real thing. Should we just should we just walk away from a <laughs> pocket watch uh, fixing conversation? Nice to meet you. Thank oh, you very yeah. much, Sean. Yeah, thanks for thanks a lot. See you thanks. Later. It's nice to meet you finally. See you later. Yeah. Cool. Have a good podcast. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Did you bring a bag? No. It's in my pocket. All right. Cool. Oh, it's raining. Yeah. Um, I do have a um, an umbrella in here. I think I'll be all right, but I have a hat on. Right, where are we? I forgot. Don't, I forgot where it. we were. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> on crux. Um, okay. go this way. Hey, should we check if we're still running? Uh, I checked. I'm still running. Stop and go. Yeah, we could stop. That's a chapter. <laughs> okay. I'm Where's gonna stop. So, Chris is just stopping at his mic. It's a nice, drizzly evening in Sheffield. Class- classic Sheffield, this wet and no dra- on the ground. Back on? Back on, mic. Okay. Um. So I think, how many people can we can we possibly tolerate being around? I mean, for audio purposes, <laughs> but also for maybe for audio quality and for sort of performative quality. Uh, I would I would max out of four personally. Oh, four, but, okay. Um, I think. We could uh, see. We're gonna have to move them. Okay. Up my coat. I've had. Um, <laughs> like I, I was worried we wouldn't have anyone, and now we've got like loads of people. Yeah. So we should start telling people to move to some place. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's on the cards? I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is phone Jade. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Tom Bullock sent me a picture of what is definitely a Sheffield pub for. Oh, has he? Well, I showed should you. I? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I assume... I should recognise it, Yeah, that's I? what that's what I was hoping oh, for. that's what he's trying to do. That's he's why trying to I showed it to you. With a pub floor. Swat. Okay, I'm gonna... Francis sent me a picture of some carpets. Yeah, that's, uh, that is weird, isn't it? <laughs> he sent me that as well. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's a... Uh, there's a bit of wind... Like that's um, the Bessemer. Ooh, I don't think that's right. What's your what's your what's your percentage on that? <laughs> not good. Fifty-fifty. Um, no, it's not. Is it? It's not the Bessemer. It's um, freezing. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ring Jade, and 
she, I think she's at home, so we could oh. swing by her house okay. and then walk into town, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it far? It's down that common side. Okay. Hello. Hello, Jade. Uh, you're on <laughs> dispatches from the communal bathroom with me, with me, Chris Delamere, and him, Sam Bradley. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Sam Bradley. Hi. Uh, so we've just left Sean's house. Uh, do you want to hang out? Jade. Jade. Yeah. Do you want to hang out? Do I get to be on? Do I get to go to the podcast? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm inviting you to be on. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Is that a yeah? Yeah. All right. Are you at home now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, we'll come down to yours. We need to go into town at some point, I think. Will John the Duck be there? No, I'm afraid John's... John's still missing. John's missing in action at the minute. You're up to date on your episodes, you know that. Right? Yeah, but I, I didn't know if you guys like wrote the storyline a couple of weeks ahead and he'd back and then you'd release this. No, he's not back. He's not back, he's still missing. And he could be anywhere. Don't, don't try and give some like spoilers to something that hasn't happened and we haven't even written yet, James. <laughs> if, you, if you're to, going to at all avoid it. Alright, we're going to walk down towards your house now. Okay, I will call these senders and podcast ready. Okay, brilliant. Sound. Bye. See you in a bit, bye. Should we get some drinks? Oh, drinks? Really? Or no? Uh, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Um, <laughs> that's horrible, isn't it? I, um, really, really good sign of big commitment from Jade. Pausing EastEnders. Pausing EastEnders. Bloody hell. Podcast ready. This didn't used to exist when I was young. No. But it's been an absolute boon to the community. Because <laughs> um, we're forever complaining about the terrible queues in the co-op. That gets a lot of mileage around these parts. <laughs> Always talking about that. Okay. Booze at the back. Booze at the back. Booze is always at the back. Just maybe a, couple, a beer or something. I feel like I don't have the energy to make an alcohol decision. Alright, let's you know just I mean? get like. Let's get something. Two big. Oh. Now, we don't want to be burping, mm. do we? One. One bottle of wine? Really That's a bit of an wine. investment, though, isn't it? Yeah. As if we're going to the pub later. Okay. Um. Oh. Sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to, like, drag you into this. What? Decision making. Maybe a Bex. Well, just one? Yeah, just yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they don't this do 4%. this on the real 12 hour day. No, because they don't drink. Neither of them. 4.8. Yeah. They do choose, like, drinks, though. Hey? They do choose drinks. They do what? I didn't hear what you said. They choose drinks. What do you mean they choose drinks? Well, they buy drinks. Oh, yeah. 
And no, I'll be alright, thanks. I'm not following you at all, they choose drinks. Yeah, they go to the shop and choose drinks. Just not alcoholic drinks. Oh, they do soda, yeah. Thanks. I know. What does this say about us then? We've picked backs. The fancy bit. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not. Thank you. Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. She was very cheerful. She was. She, she almost had the kind of glint in her eye like she knew what was going on. Yeah. Like she spotted our mics. Okay. Well, she was like, yeah. So okay, we're heading down the hill pants. now. I can up a bit. Ugh. Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> so annoying, Sam. Thanks. Imagine that's the I kind can of. Carry it as well. oh, all right, you've saved it. <laughs> <laughs> Feel unencumbered from my bag. Oh yeah, that's much better. So we're going to head down the hill towards. Common side area. Okay. Um. Yeah, see, I've never met Jade. I no, know of her. I know her from two podcasts yeah. that I've listened to. You've never met Sean Wally, like you never met Tom Bullock. Is, this is just very exciting for me. I haven't met new people in such a long time. They're all so nice so far. And have you ever had a bunch of people that you've maybe managed to form such an idea of and they're not yeah. celebrities weird they're not actual I mean, famous people yeah but you have managed to form a, a whole personality construction about each of them yeah <sighs> I think it's quite interesting you don't get that I mean maybe you get that more and more nowadays with the I mean we were aiming for this to be like a, a little slice of life I think um, we've done that our lives but this is nothing like my life normally. No, that's true. But I mean, if we it's like a good day in my life. This is the most social I've been. I've spoken to four people all winter. So. God, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not well, talk to the guests, but oh, oh if we're going for uh, uh, local landmarks. We're just going past St. Vincent's Church, where my mum and dad go, a Catholic church. It's where my mum and dad, uh, they write and hold, they write and perform a pantomime here every year. And my dad is, a, is the jester slash narrator. My mum is nearly always a chicken. So... Why, why a chicken? Um, it's just to use the costume, basically. Oh, right. <laughs> because you bought the costume once. bought a so. costume about 20 years ago and they need yeah. to use it every year. Um, yeah, this way it'll work. My, I did have a conversation with my mum the other day because they, they raise money for charity doing this pantomime. Um, and each year it's a different charity. And this year it was going... To somewhere in Zambia, and <laughs> I had a conversation with my mum where she said, 
I've just spoken to the priest in Zambia and they haven't had the money, so I've cancelled the check. I was like, <laughs> who has who has a conversation like that with their mum about a, a Zambian priest contacting them? Yeah. And there might be some nefarious goings on. So they've had to cancel the, the money transfer. And then hilariously, they got the check like that morning that she cancelled it. What a to do. <laughs> what a to do. <laughs> So now she's got to send another check to Zambia. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a real farce. Much like the pantomime. Much like the pantomime. Very good, Sam. What was the, what was the pantomime this year? This year, God, I don't know. I honestly don't know. There you go. I went to the first half. <laughs> You're like, this is shit. I'm going. <laughs> no, it was good, but I had to leave because. Um, I went to the strike bargain box thing. Uh, okay. I was like, I'm <laughs> okay. gonna go. I want to go and drink shit booze with Tom Bullock. So has Tom got back to you? Uh, what, no, did you just, well, what did you send to him? I said that Chris has an uncertain guess of the best one. It's not right. Because Tom Tom sent us a picture of a pub floor, of which Chris is an e- expert. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I guess, so for those who aren't aware, I decided, I like um, collections of mundane things to be presented without comment um, on whatever forum, you know, so it's not, I don't want people to think it's serious, I don't want people to think it's comedy, I don't want to, it just it's is. just a thing that is. It's like topolo- topolo- no, typologies. Right. You know, like... Um, it's like just a catalogue, basically. Yeah, well, it, was like a, it was like a photographic genre. Uh, Becher? Becker? Hil- Hin- Hildy Becker? This is a woman. <laughs> a woman's name. Probably Schmack- Hilda. Schmack- Hildy? Hilda. Anyway, there was a husband and wife team. Bent. The dad? The dad? The husband's called Ben. 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 All right. Helen. Fine. Right. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> I agree. There's this husband and wife team who who took photos of like uh, cooling towers, all different kind of types, and um, and I wanted to do that, but with pub floors. And I did the I set up a Twitter page called Sheffield Pub Floors, and an Instagram as well. And through some strange route, this came to uh, local media attention, <laughs> and I featured in an article in the Star, which I've never read. Someone someone started to read it out to me. Once, I've read it, and I didn't want to read it because within the first paragraph there was a misquote. Like, there's just some bullshit. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm never reading this. And uh, I think the, uh, the... I don't know what the term is when a, a story gets poached and then sold on. Yeah. Like, it was sort of syndicated to slightly larger regional papers. So I think it was in the Yorkshire Post as well. Which is just ridiculous. But there were, there were, <laughs> there were definitely nationals sniffing about... 
but no, it's not as much as everything. So it all got a bit, it all got a bit big pretty quick. <laughs> you were going viral, Chris. Kind of. I mean, it is the Sheffield Star. It's not really read by. It's read by very few people in Sheffield. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Certainly not. Certainly not a demographic who would be interested in my stupid, stupid things. So I, d- I didn't pick up that m- many followers from it. But it was fun to do it at the time. I mean, I'm still doing it, just slowly, bits by bits. I find it, speaking of going viral, I, I find it interesting that, really interesting how um, Sean said he'd made that fake TV series and it got so far. Like, he got that hoax to go, it was basically a hoax he was running that went, he got it to go so broad and see I, it so far. I can't believe that Sean didn't have half a mind to already take it that far in the very beginning. Oh, he, right, like he he, that wasn't it, the he plan all along. He presents it as though he, he got caught up in how much attention it got and he sort of thought, oh, I've got to keep this going, I've got to keep this going. Yeah. I feel like he, he's, very, he's very very much into his big extended bits. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I could imagine him uh, already sort of charting that out before. Yeah. Oof. I'd love to do something like that. What? I'd love to start Really hoax. piss people about. That's actually one of my original... Like, I have a notebook with just dispatch ideas. Yeah. And one of them was start a hoax. And I just don't I, don't... I don't know if I'm clever enough. An idea I had... I mean, this isn't really related, but it is to do with lying, I guess. Yeah. Was uh, to, like, rent... Rent an Airbnb in Sheffield and get one of those Airbnbs where someone... The person that you stay with, like, shows you stuff. In their house. No, they, like, show you, like, they... they oh, we can show you the local... Oh, they show you a rat, they give yeah, you a tour. Yeah, sort of sightseeing oh, okay. and stuff. And, like, I would try and get their impression of what Sheffield was as a pretend tourist. I didn't know... Uh, um, yeah, I've never done it, so it was clearly not a very... Well, like, you would be the tourist. I would be the tourist. Okay. But it would be a lie. <laughs> Where would you say you were from? Um, well, I think because so. you have an accent. I've t- yeah, I know. I've talked to people about this, and they said uh, like North Lincolnshire, <laughs> like somewhere just like change it slightly. Yeah, if you were from like a really vague place, like oh yeah, yeah Lincolnshire. Okay, someone was just going. Yeah. I don't think I could commit to like Scottish for, for no. a few days. <laughs> Don't have that. Or like, you know, fake foreign accent. Uh, I mean, I think I'd do much better at a fake foreign accent rather than like a like a native British dialect. Because you can just mess about with that. <laughs> you can. I think you can, you can probably as, you can probably assume that uh, they wouldn't be aware. You can just pass it off as idiosyncrasies of the particular village that you're from in yeah, yeah, yeah. the Netherlands. I think that's, that's all within. This is like us walking home from school, Chris. Did you walk this way? No, but like this is... We just walk and talk. 
Oh, yeah, this is this is more accurately representing representing what we used to do. Yeah. I can't imagine the last time we we stalked the streets of Crooks <laughs> together. Yeah. yeah. In this way. I don't know if it was that long ago, really, but I don't know. This happens sometimes. Ugh. <laughs> it really is miserable weather right now. Yeah. It was. Do you remember when it was lovely <laughs> earlier today in, in uh, your mum and dad's house in yeah. Walldale? There was, was a bit of heat. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty miserable there as well. But well, true. Yeah. This is really where I used to ride my bike across here. I remember. I remember cycling this junction, and I was soaked, like soaked to the skin. <laughs> We just walked past the, the house there, and you could see inside, and it was full of students. Full of lads. Full of lads, sat on the sofa. It was like a little... I don't know. It's Lad. one of those... It's one of those... You know how we were talking about Derby Road? It's probably always going to be full of students. Yeah. And so, like, it never, never really changes. It's like stuck in time. Only the devices you're using change. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, when we were, when we were students, like, you would... Everybody would sit around with watching laptops. the TV with the laptop on, you, yeah, sure. on your lap. Because we didn't have smartphones. Because you didn't have smartphones. And that's just well, like... They, they were on the fringes, they weren't... Yeah, but, but laptops were cheap enough that everybody had one. Yeah. So there must be about a five-year span where that was the case. That everybody had a laptop. Because my brother didn't have a laptop. I didn't, I didn't have a laptop. Let's go down here. And my brother didn't have a laptop. When he was at uni. You had a laptop? No. You didn't? No. What, did you have a desktop? Yeah. You had a big desktop computer. That was probably good. They're, really, they were, they're just so expensive. Well, they were just so expensive. And not, not really good enough. I only got it. Yeah. When did I get a laptop? After I left Manchester, I think. I mean, I remember a time... I mean, that's a very astute observation. It's true. I remember a time we, we all sat around and watched the movie Alien. And I, I didn't see a single frame. <laughs> didn't see a single frame of that movie. It was just on my computer. Yeah. I occasionally looked up to... to see, talk. see how the alien was doing. Well, no, not even the alien. Just to talk to my housemate. Oh, right, yeah. Barely saw anything. What were you looking at, though? I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, yeah. Because you went. But did that mean so you didn't have a laptop when you were there? No. We, if you were in the living room with people, you were fully engaged with whatever it was, whether it was talking with someone or watching the telly, right? Mm. Or would you? I'm sure, I would use other people's laptops occasionally, but yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. No, I what I'm a... saying is, would, would you have had, like, a Diablo on the go? Or something oh, yeah, like almost, that? Almost, to, to, yeah, to almost certainly. Distract you from yeah. something. I'm not one to sit down and... Like, it's Sean's then, like... I'm sure you will have heard me playing with the wooden toys in his, in his face. Because yeah. I can't... I realised I was just playing with it, and I was like, oh, wait, that's making a noise, but... You're certainly, no that I'm you're certainly, if nothing, but a picker-upper. Oh, yeah, Definitely. He's crossed the road. I don't know, that's just the way. It's 
just the way that I pick things up and fiddle with them and play them and play with them and put them down again. And then look at them and open open boxes. Someone's got a box sitting on a shelf, it's like... You like to work out how things work, don't you? Yeah. You want to see what you can do with it. Um, I would hope, we're nearly at Jade's house, I would hope that we're... Um, that we've moved... That we've walked enough that we've probably clouded where we are <laughs> again. Yeah. This top top tight security. Yeah. Between St. Vincent's, that was the last landmark. We was that the last thing we said? Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'll send Tom another picture. That's very place. vague. It's not very vague, I mean. It's just a while ago. He hasn't, he hasn't tried to guess where we are. <laughs> Lots of quizzing, were you? I think he might just be approaching it as a... A little a, a transaction, a game like the, the, <laughs> yeah. it's never going to resolve. It's just enjoying the journey. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm starting to feel like we've moved around quite a bit today. Well, we we didn't. I think being at Sean's was the longest we've been anywhere. Yeah. Do you think? Well, because when we were at mine, we were just walking around the house the whole time. Yeah. And at yours. I don't I feel like we were at my mum and dad's for like half an hour. Maybe a bit longer. Yeah, but we were moving rooms. And... Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they could... I mean, much as I enjoyed being at Sean's house, and visiting was immensely fun, but... You don't think you could be in a situation with all those... <laughs> Think. No, <laughs> I don't know if I can live my life like that. I do quite like all that, though. I mean, I, I like it, but it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was probably a bit over over stimulating. Here we go. We're down oh. this one. All right. Hey, you might get to meet Molly, who you <gasps> made the, who you made all those, that piece of housemate. You are gonna meet Molly. That's Molly. Do you recognise her? <laughs> <No>. Facebook profile. <laughs> Hello. Hi. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's this really, is... really warm in here. Sam. Hi. Hi, I'm Sam. <laughs> you made a dance tune about your dog. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm Molly. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's nice and warm in here. It's nice and warm. Mm. Why don't you turn the heating off? It is not that in here, really. All right. All right. Hi. I've got the window open and everything, why is I not just turn the heat on? Because we've just been dealing with that, please. <laughs> I took off a layer of clothing. <laughs> I turned the radio off. Hey? I turned the heat on. Yeah? Are we going straight out? Kind of. I mean, you've got your coat and your bag on, it seems a shame to not. So, hi, Jade, welcome to 12 Hour, <laughs> 12 hour Bath. This oh, is Sam. Hey! We're recording now, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're mic'd up and ready to go. Because it's getting a bit damp. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Should I towel it? No, no, it'll be fine. Do you think? Yeah, it'll be fine. What a turnaround of Molly's first. Do you 
dispatch and now she's here having her voice. Yeah, recorded. Yeah. Do, you want to fe- do you want to feature on the podcast properly? <laughs> no. <laughs> Your nervous shake of her head says it all. That's not how radio works. No, exactly. <laughs> That's always a really bad sign, like, when you ask someone something and they don't respond with words on an audio format. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to pressure you into saying actual words when you've already shown by your nervous head shake that you didn't want to. Oh, and I've done it again. It's bad, isn't it? Do you have a bottle opener? Yeah. Uh, and do you want uh, some bets? <laughs> There's so many questions that I need to... Where are we... Where are we going? Yeah. Into town, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we know that we've only planned this far, but I guess we can go into town. We can go into town. Have oh, I need to send Tom Bull like a cryptic photo. We're not going to dance, Jade. Okay. We can stay here. Maybe we could dance. <laughs> it's not very good for audio. Um, is, is there something I can take a picture of that Tom Bullock might get? Jade. No. No. Too obvious. It needs to be reasonably vague. Is Tom Bullock the follower of the... the, the Tom Bullock has been, been given a series of clues all day. The it, fridge? Because I'm our... on the fridge. No, it needs to be... Okay, here we go. More vague. What, is that a treasure hunt? Yeah, it's sort like of. a treasure hunt. And the prize is me and Sam. Which is shit. Which is really shit. Why have I got a lot of Because we've got some bottles to open. Cool. Sam... <laughs> Is that too vague? Are they getting too, they're getting vaguer and vaguer. They're getting very, very abstract. He does know that I really hate that canvas. Or if he would if he listens to me. Uh, <laughs> I really hate the idea of having these New York canvases in student homes. Yeah. Is it too aspirational? No, when I moved in, I hated the size of my wardrobe. That was, that's what got all the... You actually, that was the very first thing you said to me when I came into this house for the first time. What, that I cried when we moved in? No, you just went... You wanted it known quite early on that you weren't in favour of this New York canvas. I didn't put that up there, by the way. I don't like it. <laughs> you got a picture? No, I'm not, I'm not happy. I need something abstract, but like kind of gettable. Maybe it should be that picture. <laughs> this jar normally just holds Belle and a rose. Oh, okay. That's all we've got. That's good. No. Will Tom, could Tom possibly get that? Maybe. What about pineapple? <laughs> oh, Tom has seen that, the fact we have pineapple. Yeah. See, right, that's, there you go. that's a big clue. He should, he should, he should, he should, he should figure it out. Might, they've been pretty abstract, so. Um, let's have a, a beer. Yeah? Are we, are we staying? I don't know. I feel like maybe we should have had more to eat today. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. Before we start drinking. It could go, It could really derail. Yeah. Have you recovered from your fall? Yeah, I'm fine now. <laughs> okay, good. It's good to know. Yeah, I'm all good. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> like, Mostly. what is Molly actually like? No, do you, do you, do you actually own a dog? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know the dog slippers, they're really cool. Very nice. Oh. Yeah, she's my dog. That's good. 
Are the, do you actually like Avicii? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I don't mind him. Okay. It's all right. I but, would rank him in your top 50 artists. <laughs> <laughs> and you do, you do work at Topshop, though. Yeah. Yeah. Why does that picture exist, then, of you at Avicii? It is on Facebook. It's from Ibiza, like, a few years ago. Okay. <laughs> it's just a former self. Like it's just like self. a... Okay. Um, I feel like if you go to Ibiza, you've got to go to one of those things like that or like Fat Boys. Yeah, we, like, yeah. Really we went to Fat Boys. Oh, yeah. That would be for rocks. There you are. Mental. Uh, should we so, go? Like, what, what, would yeah, you you say, what would you say? What would you say? Your like, what would be number one or number two? Like, top five artists for me to. Ooh. I don't know. Well, what, what was the last piece of music you listened to? <laughs> like like the strokes and stuff like that. Okay. Was yeah, it yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of that book. But the strokes out on there. Well no, because they're not there. Yeah. But I'll see your sound system. I'll spread in the word. Yeah, yeah, we're listening to them. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they're good. Well, that's... My Glastodio thousand sixteen playlist. Alright, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm making show notes. Are you going to Glastonbury? I am indeed. Oh well, I'll be there. Oh working the we're working the acoustic stage. Molly's so. gonna be there. Oh, very nice. Are you just regular? No. Did me. you get? We're just regular normal people. Yeah, but you got tickets. You're not. You're not <laughs> yeah. working or anything. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a regular at class. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a reasonable question as well. Yeah. It's your first time going. Yeah. Cool. We're glass at your glasses are really not really. You went last year. I went last year. But like, do you know people like, oh, you should get a job, like, in a like, man, was like, oh, I saw like Mexican food. Yeah. I'd rather kill myself. Yeah. Those like, kind of jobs suck. <laughs> you wouldn't. I would. Paul's going. Paul's going. Yeah, he's doing the stewarding with us. <sighs> There's not that many things really that that no. like killing myself doesn't do. Are you <laughs> <nice>? <laughs> no. no. I don't well, know. Well me. Chris doesn't no. like organised fun and that's six days of structured fun. <laughs> I don't no organ I don't like people having fun. Or participating in fun. Or participating or dancing. Or, or live music events. Live music or consuming music uh, communally. I believe, I believe that's wrong. So not in the bathroom then? I was going to say... No, no. no. That's like... Sam listens to I it. feel like I've forced the concept upon... Like, you yeah. Know. Yeah, you've got a musical... I have some very, very strong opinions about live music. It is shit. Nice. With that note, shall we leave? Let's go, yeah. yeah let's go somewhere. Alright, yeah. Bye. Nice to see, see you. you. Oh, no. Oh, no, what? Uh, the alarm was going, but... See ya. Yeah, I paid. Right. Oh, should we have given Joe the thing? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I might. we can do. What? It just might mean going back inside. What sort of phone do you have? An iPhone. Oh. We could do this. It's then, promising. We? we can mic you up if you want. Oh, oh. Do you want to be? Should we do it when we're sat down? Yeah, but we're not going to... Uh, how are we going to get into town? Walk? Where are we going? I don't town? know what we're doing about Yeah, this. but where... Okay. I think someone should bring Tom Bullock. Well, not me. I'll do it. Come on, it's me. <laughs> All right. Is Tom Bullock coming? You should probably tell Daniel. Daniel. Okay. Daniel. Yeah. Is Thomas Bullock coming? Yeah. Is this, like, all of your most average reasons? Like, Luke in one room? Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> only John was there. We just need like Mario, 
And John. And John. Can't you like Skype them in? Skype in Maria. Um, we could do. Not consider that. I mean, there's not been a, a lot of planning put into this. I guess planning 12 hours of your life, but it's time consuming. We figured we'd just sort of wander around and see what happened. How was Sean Morley, or do I have to listen to find out? He was very good, you know, Sean. He was Sean. He filled the time with lots of very wise, verbose words. Yeah. You know, Sean Morley. He just did him. Sean Morley of the Sheffield Comedy scene. Sean Sheffield Morley. Sheffield Comedy linchpin. Well, I don't, I don't know. Did I you have really. an opinion on his nose at all? I thought I thought he looked uh, a little bit like John Lennon, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is the exact angle I was going for. Yeah, that was my entire opinion. <laughs> Always really jealous of Sean Molly's nose. Personally, is it because it looks like John Lennon's nose? Yeah. Okay. I see. But you've got the most like. Common nose. Common nose? (laughs) Like, if there was, like, a line-up of noses, yours would be, like... You'd be, like, the median nose if they lined up all the noses in the world by their distinguishing features. It'd probably be more of, like... You're saying I've got a universally bland nose? Yeah, but it's inoffensive. Thanks, Jade. All right. Like, I assume it wouldn't be a line, would it, for all the grid? But I'd say you'd be pretty central. A grid? Because there's not just one feature that you'd be ranking them on. So right. Like, like length, width, mm. nostril size. But then, people like different noses, don't they? How can you rank them in? I don't know. Do you mean you in terms of average size, average, shape? Yeah, it's a very average. It works on your face, but I've got like a freakishly small fit, like small nose and a massive fit, right. which makes it even worse. Like on a child, this nose would be fine. It's fine. How about Sam's nose? <laughs> what? Yours is yours is quite. Yours is not un Sean Morley esque, right? I think the mid ground <laughs> between the two. <laughs> so if you were like to line up the noses. Yeah. It would be crispy. Yeah, Sean sure. Morley. I okay. reckon yours is closest to like a Fibonacci nose. Mine. Like if, the, if, if, there like if there was a golden ratio of noses, yours would. Oh. Neatly. That's the kind of everybody to say. It's not what I wanted to oh, achieve right. today. We all want to be distinctive looks, distinctive looks, shall we? Jade. We've been talking a lot about death <laughs> today. I feel like we should. We, you should have a mic though. What, Jay should have a mic? Yeah. Although it's very awkward. If you're, like, close to me, you'd probably get on the level of this thing. We could uh, do it in the bus stop. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking back. And hooking me up in the bus stop. Yep. Nice. Put your wire tap on. Go into town and catch Tom Bullock in the act. Whatever that act might be. So you've never met Tom Bullock in real life? I've never met you in real life. Yeah. Yeah, same very, thing. Very valid point. <laughs> yeah, me and Tom Bullock are basically the same person. In my head, you basically are. 
There's never been an occasion where you were you weren't together. Shall we do shall we do this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you do it in two minutes, you'll get a bus as well. Are we doing that? Do we want to do that? No, I thought we were walking. Just no, we can walk. Explain the public transport system to you. Oh, I see, that. you're just giving a bit of colour. To the situation? Sorry. Yeah, I'm painting the imagery. Paint a word picture. Oh, I know where I put it now. You've left your drink in the only bit that's not Yeah? Okay. So, I don't know how this works. Do you know how it works? Hopefully, it fits through. And then slides unlock. Unlock. Do you have the voice recorder? Yeah. Sorry. It's alright. <laughs> I'm just there. Uh, a bit in here. Oh no, you might not have the voice recorder. One hundred percent do. Voice memos, that's what it's called. Uh, there we go. Could I worn some more mic clip appropriate clothing? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine, actually. Do you want to just tap it? Tap the mic? Yeah, nothing. I don't think so. Blowing it. I know, I think. It's hard to say whether it's going through the phone or the mic. Talk. Hello. I think it's going through the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going. Hello. Do you think it's going through the phone? Probably going through the mic. Hopefully. Mike? <laughs> yeah. They're right next to each other. Yeah. Just rails up. Okay. I'm sure it's a mic. Yeah, but it's quite high. It's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. Cool. Come on then, kids. There was that bus. the bus. Literally two minutes. That was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic place to be on the Sheffield public transport route, really. Now we're yeah. all mic'd up, I feel, I feel a lot more comfortable. <laughs> so where are we, Jade? Paint us a, a word picture. We're on that road that I don't know the name of, right? I don't know the name of this road. It's Crooksmore Road. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. It this is? is not called Crooksmore Road. Oh, no, it's Winter road. Street. Is it? Yeah, there's like a little bit of it. It's called yeah. Winter Street. I like to call it Park Central. Because I think this road... Is like the like one of the only places you'll ever be in probably the county where you're like definitely within like a 100 meter radius of three different parks. Does oh. it, do you think that's, that's true? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are. Like, Cooks I think if you get to if you get Western, to mushroom Ponderosa. mushroom lane, then you're in between three, and literally a stone's throw from all three. That's true. Actually, literally a stone throw. Like if you're in the middle of the road. Yeah. You could throw a stone. Into each, each of them. them. And also, it's really interesting because they've all got very different clientels. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess they do. 
Have you, you thought about this? Yeah. Well, I think he's like always because this is like so deeply ingrained in my sort of childhood and stuff. You can't see it from an external perspective. No. Like yeah. That. Which one's your path of choice, though? Well, this one. Yeah, Crooks Valley. Yeah. yeah. You strike me as a Crooks Valley child. <laughs> I think I've been in there twice my whole life. I can imagine, I can, yeah. Well, not, not as a child, I mean, Western's, you know, Western Park Museum's like, you know, classic hangout spot for children. Ah, so. no, it's a classic hangout spot for, spot for middle class children. The classic hangout spot for children is actually oh, Ponderosa. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's... It depends what angle you're coming out of. Guess where I went, Jace. I mean, go with your instinct. <laughs> Western. Yeah. <laughs> Westy P? Yeah, because there's a music, there's like stuff there. Yeah, oh, there I know there is. But some, some people don't want their children to, to have to learn. An, a, a vested interest to stay in that place for longer than an hour. They want them to run around for a bit and then cart them off. You give them things to look at and you're going to be there for three hours, you have to take a picnic. Go to Salesforce, get some scotch eggs. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't, I never liked museums even when I was a kid. I mean, it had a big polar bear. That was pretty scary. It had that mask. It had that polar big bear. mask that was really scary. It had that little lion that um, that was there for so long, like quite badly taxidermied lion <laughs> that was eventually rubbed of all of its hair. Hey, everyone! This is my housemate, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Hello, Marcus. You're on the podcast. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! We're all mic'd up. Yeah, mic'd up. I listened to the Molly song one. Enjoyed that. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go, look, yeah. famous. I've heard yours. Hey? I've heard yours. Oh, thank Yeah, that's fair Add enough. some words. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm bad at well, waiting Well, Marcus, words. you're brutal. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just put it out there. <laughs> there we go. Have you, had hard, have you had a hard day of doing university-related things? Nope. Oh. I've been in my room. Have you? Just chilling. I've been in my room all day. Yeah, I know. And Molly was thinking I wasn't. Molly said I wasn't. She said, dude, that one. I was like, I just had a three-hour three hour nap. So, yeah. Today, yeah. Oh. Seems a waste. It's a shame. <laughs> Where are you up to? We don't know. Somewhere this direction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some beers in there. Sick. Right, crack on. I'll see you, see you in the home. See ya. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I prefer yours. Oh, okay. We've been Marcus for three years. Just hey. Lived together for three years. Just thought I'd put some context out oh, there. Thanks, Jason. I, feel, I, mean, I feel like reason- you've been on a podcast before. <laughs> In my time, yeah. Oh, I? Which I, ones? Um, I've been on strike. Oh, strike. Strike. I'm sure I've got some more park observations. Botany G's is your epitome oh, of, yeah. of your middle class park. Yeah. Well, they do have a jazz festival there every year. Mm. That's um, also that highlighted a thing you do with everything. Botany G's. That's, that's <laughs> botanical gardens, everyone out there. What do you call Chapel Town? Chappy T. Chappy T. Chapel Town Grill, Chappy T G. Chappy T G. Like everything. Arty T. I just invented that one, but it's a fantastic name for the Arts Tower. Arty T, Arts Tower. Westy B, Western Bank, my favourite library. I mean, it's favourite library. But everything. Yeah. It, it does, um, but sometimes at work, like I've abbreviated all of the products to a point where, like, like I sometimes say it on the shop floor, like American <laughs> cream. I'd be like, "Oh, so, you, so your hairs and you, sh- you need some Amazer C." 
<laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I look at the I'm like, oh, I see you picked up a Chaz of Pea, which is a charity pot. Um, it's like a different language. Yeah. I don't uh, know why, I think I started doing it ironically. Oh, you don't I, want to start saying things ironically. Yeah. I'll start sticking. And then it's just not ironic. Well, we've just, we've just had just a conversation with Sean Wally about the layers of irony taking over your life. <laughs> um... I noticed, Sam, you uh, ruffled your nose somewhat at the idea that the Western Bank Library might be someone's favourite library in the world. Well, I mean... Not in the world. Ah, that is the phrase I, you use, though. No, yes, it's my favourite library. Yeah, is that not the same thing? Of the Sheffield libraries. Oh. Like, I don't... Well, my issue is with Westerby is that I don't actually like working in there. It's yeah. completely inefficient for anything I want to do in my life. There's no plugs, there's barely any lighting, it's got unsearchable opening hours. It's open like eight till eight. Have you ever been in so? Um no. I don't know why I ruffled my nose at it. I was just I was just having to think like would that be your because it's not a very nice library on the outside really. I think for us, it's a kind of weird to be talking about any of these places because we—I've never can been I, any. Can I show you guys the diamond on the walk down? Yeah, you can show us a diamond. Where is it? I think. It's the one that looks like a cheese grater. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We have. Okay. Are we calling it the cheese grater? I don't think it's the cheese no, grater. No, you called it something stupid the other day. No, it's the diamond. Yeah, I called it the diamond. Well, what did you call it? Uh, I called it the electronic fishing net. Ah, oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a cheese grater. It's not a cheese because we've already got a cheese grater. Yeah, that's the car park, Nedgenton Club. So we're talking about a new building that's uh, popped up on University Roundabout. What the hell is it actually called? It's not called University. It's called the University Roundabout on like Google Maps. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought that's what we all called it, but it's not really called. No, it's genuinely called the University Roundabout. Okay. Which is near like the top of West Street. So. Some old lane. Yeah, Broad Lane. Oh, the actual building's on Broad Lane, yeah. And it's a new, super cool, futuristic, electronic fishing net. Because <laughs> you wanted to go to the IC, didn't you? Yeah, I've Which never is, been in the IC. So the Information Commons is probably my actual... Like, that's where I spend 23 hours at a time. Yeah. That's my go-to library. It's good, yeah, spot. But I think we should see the inside of the diamond. Oh, can you get us in? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Shit. I can't Shit. get you past the bammies, but with the diamond we can penetrate it the furthest. Because you'll be able to go inside, past all the engineering rooms, and upstairs. Okay. Okay. You can see the inside this of the, the diamond. I mean, this is a this would be a first for me. I've never been in any Sheffield University I've been building. Like not not many. I think it's because it's just like yeah, it's where my parents went. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I go there. I went to school in the middle of Hull University, so even though it's actually quite a good university for politics, I just could never go no, there because yeah, I walked exactly. through the campus every single day yeah, for five yeah, yeah. years. Like, you need a change of scene. Yeah. Like all my kind of, I used to skateboard around here when I was a teenager. That's 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 how I feel about Sheffield University. It's, it's just a series of skateboards. Did you skate or did you longboard? No, skateboard, longboard. Because <laughs> I'm like really behind this longboard hype. What? What longboard hype? I mean, there is longboarding, and you know that's cool. Or whatever, there must be but... some people in fact. 
Well, I don't know about this hype. There's a longboard hype. Maybe it's just on the longboard scene. It's a very isolated you, hype. What, uh, what, I ha- do you longboard? No. Why do you know about this, like, hype? I um, I listen when people speak. <laughs> um, Everybody's talking about longboarding these days. I was actually thinking of getting a longboard. No. So, like, maybe it is some hype. Is it? It's the electric longboards. I mean, there's some hype about that. Like, the That's, I don't it? know if I agree with electric things. I, not full stop. <laughs> Very broad statement there, Jake. I think we should turn the clock back. <laughs> I'm not particularly good at skating. So what, what is this longboard hope? Yeah, can you describe it? Like, I just feel like... I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely interested. I know a lot of people who, like, make their own longboards and, like... Really? Yeah, and, like, post, like, in-depth pictures of their new board and, like, there's a lot that goes into, like, the designing of, like, the bottom of the longboards yeah, as well. Yeah, but... What I am... At, is this on, like, Facebook and stuff? No, like, when I went to college, everyone longboarded in. What? Is it a whole thing? Maybe. Could I think probably what this is is that one person that you know was really like really into longboarding and then yeah. they got a few other people on board that does happen and then you kind of so it becomes like a, a very normalised thing in your sort of people yeah. you know it's kind of like whilst I was listening to Molly talk to you guys I realised our accents <laughs> and then was like I'm so normalised by this voice because yeah you yeah. just talk to her every day slash all of the rest of Hull every day Yeah. I imagine it's like Ken Nama as well. It's like, oh, everybody plays Ken Nama. Because I, I well, feel exactly. it's that a very normal the, thing. Yes. That was a similar thing I was thinking of. Because yeah. it's kind of a niche hobby. Because I've got. But if you're in that world, <laughs> it's the biggest yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D&D. And everybody does it. Huh? I've suddenly become D&D. friends with a lot of people who play D&D. Uh, okay. And then now, like, completely got a warped view of how big this game is. Because now I'm like yeah. D&D and people are like, what? And I'm like, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Not to me. I mean, I only listen to Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. <laughs> you only listen. You listen. You listen to two. They're like striker really good. Are you? Yeah. Yes. Them. You got to get the sound of those dice rolling. That's the most important part. Yeah, because I always think this though with those kind of podcasts is like that game could not be ha- like it could just not be happening. Like it could be two people, they could just like be playing it out. Yeah, just playing on a Wii or something, and yeah, like one yeah, of yeah. them just reading out a script. Yeah, yeah. Have you listened to the Adventure Zone? No. Oh my god, the Adventure Zone's so good. It's like probably. I mean, it is broadly a, de- a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but like. All right. But it's. Oh, it's just so good. What's that? By, do you know? That, uh... Do you know my brother, my brother, and me? I do indeed. Yeah, so it's those guys playing Dungeons and Dragons with their dad. Because my brother, my brother and me is the first podcast that I listen to at double speed. Yeah. <laughs> double speed, oh God, I hate listening to stuff at double speed. That's the Tom Bullock way. It drives yeah. me Tom Bullock listen to listen six hours. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I no, learned no, from no. you that Tom oh, Bullock I was did. It's like, for Tom Bullock, we could talk really fast today, won't we? Able to understand that it, was going to be a dispatch that I thought I was going to do one time, but I never got around to doing it. Especially for Tom Bullock. We're not even very good at this, I don't know even why we're trying. We could... Jade, you can speak fast. Yeah, no, we're not rather you guys, it's a space that I normally speak at. That is actually... But we could also speak really <laughs> slowly. 
to get it to like a normal level. Take up all his time. It's still going to be just as long, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just going to be annoying to listen to. Cause, yeah, because you like because you got annoyed at me yesterday for speaking too fast, didn't you? It's because I can't understand what you say when you speak quickly. <laughs> because Jade, God love you. You have a lisp. <laughs> you speak very quickly. And a very broad accent. With broad vowels and very little Which confidence. all culminates sometimes <laughs> into... And just, just noise. And, as noise, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know that to be true, right? Like, you didn't have to bring up the list. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bleed that bit out. Bleed that bit out. No, the list was opt-in information. It's stuff that I disclosed myself. That's true. So here we are at the electronic... What did I call it? Cheese. Not a cheese grater. Electronic cheese net fishing net. Electronic fishing net. Did I say? I just say electronic fishing net because that makes. N- <laughs> I'm, I am aware that makes no sense. Yeah, but I just let you do it. <laughs> but it is. It's something. It's it, not it, a it represents possibly what it might I can be see like. This one. Do you reckon we can walk in with a? Yeah. Let's pop, yeah. Just put the bottle of Pop the beers down. Okay. Are we popping now? Well, there's actually like a proper reception with two people manning it. Yeah, are we ready for this? Should we just leave it there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the rotating doors aren't, aren't a thing anymore. Uh, that's right. Why couldn't you or me? And I can't remember how to get into it. Oh, shit. No, I'm, I'm oh, good at that. Oh, there we are. Oh, right. I called you one, though. I just thought, I just thought <laughs> it's not what I'm talking about. It gets like a certain time or a night when the rotating doors don't rotate. And that's when, like, when the rotating doors stop spinning, that's when you know you're in for the long haul. Alright. So this wow. is the library connect. But we're gonna go up the stairs so you can actually view. Uh, this is amazing. Wow, there's some like futuristic boots. But like from the surf. I think oh, James wow. Bond. Yeah, you could tear you should turn around and return with a cat. This is where your money's going, Jade. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> These are nice chairs. They are. Boy, oh boy. They've got inbuilt plugs, it's great. Hey, there's some, there's some chairs over there. Okay. Can we take a photo? Yeah. This is a good one to send Tom Bullet. Because I think he'll get it straight away. Do you think he'll know this? Tom yeah. Bullet? There's a lovely studied hush about the whole place, isn't there? I know. So this bit's great because it's a silent study area, but the bit on top of it is like an earthen study area. I am a little bit blown away by the construction of this building. Yeah, I know. I thought that's why I wanted to show you it. You can't see some of the best bits, so that's my favourite silent study area there. Holy shit, James. There's like walkways in the sky. Yeah. There's a spiral circus. I don't know if you can see that. And then there's like 3D printing in here. I, I just... Like, this is blowing my mind. Look at this. There's guys up here just walking. You can't see the best walkway. So that little one that looks like cheese. Yeah. The roof of that is like a normal, not silent bit of library. And then that crosses over into another silent zone, but that's kind of like freestanding, the middle bit. So that's mm. quite interesting. Are you, sit- are you sitting in the oh, chair? I'm sitting in the chair for a little bit. We've only got two chairs. This, tab- this table has three plugs. Like, it's amazing, isn't it? I know. It's the future. 
can't believe this it. This is good. It's really comfy. Well, because you get it's like quietened on the sides. They've bought in the south study areas. You get your own quietened booth. Huh. And they've got like surfer sections that are like they've got the high backs like this, but it's like you and four friends. Ah. And then a table. So that's a good place to get this for the like day. Nicely constructed. It's like really well thought through. What's great about this is. Oh yeah, there is a deadening of sound, isn't it? When you yeah. sit down, what's nice is I could sneak in here. Like you could. Well, you can't get this. past the barriers, but you yeah, can, but I could use this. You can yeah. use this, but you can use the plugs. And it's quiet, and it's got. You know, when you're around other people being industrious. Yeah. Oh, it makes you want to do things. It makes you want to do things. Yeah. It's also a teaching building, so all the engineering classes are in here, and Molly has a lecture in here with Laura. Mm. Come to Sheffield University. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like an it's got audio... its own Snapchat filter. I don't, if, I don't know if it's still on there, but it's it was like an when, audio I, prospectus, this. when I last used it. How does it. How does a building have its own Snapchat filter? Let me check. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do any social meds, uh, social meds, social meds, uh, they have to run past you. No, no, no. Hashtag uh, twelve hours soak. No, twelve, 12 hours hour bath. Twelve hour bath. Have we, we posted anything recently? We, we defined this maybe eight hours ago, yeah, and yeah. I've forgotten it. Yeah. Oh, oh, it just puts a, like an overload. Oh. Okay. That's not a filter. That's well, it has its so own Snapchat. I don't mean gay. That was, <laughs> I don't mean gay. We're going to cut that out. We're going to bleep that. Um, apologies, everybody. That one's a bit lame. <laughs> it's so American. Tom definitely didn't get the latest one. What, the pub? what was the latest one? So he said you're wrong about where you were guessing before. And then I sent him that, <laughs> which is like really way too abstract. I don't even know where that is, and I was that there. That was me taking the picture. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, I'm going to take a picture of you, Chris. Just with the wing of the chair. Have you updated? Have you put something up there, Jade? Mm-hmm. No, shall I? On the internet. Maybe with the, maybe with the diamond. I will. I like the diamond overlay with Sam's blank face. <laughs> I haven't talked for a little bit. <laughs> I just noticed. What? Should... Only for like a few seconds. Okay. We should, uh, yeah. So. It's calm. I feel like we can get into something. Would you like to sit down, Jade? Nah. Okay. Sitting here all the time. I'm probably going to spend like 20 hours sitting here tomorrow. Right, fair enough. <laughs> Oh, they're really cool because they're holes in the floor. So, do you know those, like, tables, the circular ones? Yeah. So they've each got, like, a stool, a plug point, a light, and then the central bit of it is a hole so you can see through to downstairs. Oh. So cool. it's like a massive glass. Like, that's cool. I'm a fan of that. It's nice that it's got, like, a... Like, the ceiling goes all the way up as well. Yeah. So you can be very, like... Tall thoughts. Oh, the sky's the limit. Breathe. breathe. Hashtag twelve hour bath. Someone's responded. Hey, do you think we should uh, tweet at JD and Connor? Oh yeah. We should <laughs> do that here whilst we're being whilst we're being studious in the library. Who are you tweeting? So Jade, this is all theft. This whole idea. Oh, I've heard. It's taken from um, a podcast by two American comedians, JD and Martin. Connor Rattler. 
Can I quickly ask if 12 hour is numeral characters or the word? One, two. One, two. That's clever because it's like you knew about the character limit on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, it when that happens. Was that why? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that was why. <laughs> Not that we were coupling the... Not that we were just doing it. Uh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. Hashtag approval. Who should I send it at? Connor Ratliff? Send it to 12 Hour Day. They've got, they've got their own... All, all three. 12 Hour Day, themselves, and then their, their own separate ones. I want the 12 Hour... At 12 Hour Day? I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting thing to be in the middle of recording a 12-hour day and contacting the 12-hour day. And, and as a result of the contact we're making now, they could be listening to the words I'm saying now. Yeah. Again, it's all about this weird like, time capsule that 12-hour day creates. It's great. Have you ever listened to 12 Hour Day? I have not. That's okay. <laughs> no, it's good. It is really good. It is good. And they're way better at talking on the fly than us. Like, I wasn't calling you into question there, Jade. But we've been doing this all day. <laughs> have you had a really hard day? Are you going to say something about how you're doing a dissertation? No, I am. Um, maybe a lot worse. I went to have like a ten minute sleep. Um, sleep for it, how it all went a bit too far. How long did you sleep for? Three hours. Three hours is not so bad. <laughs> so I haven't done any uni work all day. Oh, well, I did. I went to uni at eight a.m. Did all my work until eleven, not my seminar. Went to my seminar. Yeah. Went back to doing uni work. Went to office hours at two. He said, "That's fantastic. You're really good at this topic. It should be a great essay." but then completely restructured my essay and everything I was saying in it. Oh. And then I went, oh, yeah, cool, right, I'll write that up. Yeah, I'll send you an instruction by the end of the day. And then I just went, nah. Should do it? Nah. Do it tomorrow. When's it in for? Wednesday. OK. I wrote, like, all of my essays in, like, six hours for, like, two years. When's... How much have you done? Nothing. Dissertation. Oh, not my dissertation. Just a 3,000 word essay. Just a 3,000 oh, word essay. I can do that a day, it's fine. You could do that. But then I've got like a month for my dissertation. Word dissertation. You can't do in that short time. I've got 12, I've got, it's a 12 hour dissertation. I've got like three weeks. Piss it. Yeah, that's fine. Piss it. Look at that, he knows. I know. Like I can give you advice, but I don't actually know anything because I've never how, done it. It depends how you work. It depends on you as I a think person. you can do it. I, you will I, do it. Yeah, that's the thing. It I, won't be fun. I always, like, I know that I always come through for myself, yeah, yeah, slash yeah. my education. Like, some people can't do it, but I'll never not produce, like, produce something on time. You can do it. Like, it takes as long as you've got, I think. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. That's, that applies in most tasks. It's like a working day. Like, if you're working a nine-to-five, you only do all your job between four and five. That can happen, yeah. But you also need the money for those extra hours. Should we go outside into the world? Yeah, what should I send? What are you going to send? I don't know. We are nine hours deep on recording our 12, own 12 hour day. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Newfound respect. Something, something that makes them feel good about themselves. 
Yeah, although you're not being like, um, yeah, we did it as well. No, yeah, there's no, there's there's no pretense that we, this is an original idea. No, 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 no. We've mentioned many, many times. No, but I mean in the tweet. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. What? Why can't I say that? Just, you know, just to say hello, you know. You know, ah. Uh... Two questions. Go on, Jade. One. Can I go to the bathroom? Yes. Two. How does this work? <laughs> what do you mean you're recording? Yeah. I mean, we can pause it. You can stop can it. I pause it? Ooh. Yeah. I'm ask for any tips. I don't know why I'm asking. Like, please, may I? Jade, how long have you been on the podcast so far? 27 minutes. I've been on it the entire time, and I've only been to the loo once. press stop? And you're already going for your first... press stop? Uh, yes, press stop. Are they behind the barriers there? You mean we we can't get access to the nice toilets? Alright, we'll have a good time. Um, <coughs> did you tweet anything with hashtag 12 hour bath? I've tweeted some. Okay. Not many. I did like um, Sean Molly's house. I could... I could tweet a few more from Sean Molly's house. No. Some really quite horrific photos <laughs> from that time we spent there. Tom Bullock's just sending me photos of balls. <laughs> of balls? Of oh, juggling balls. That's good. <laughs> this is nice. I'm very, like, cosy. You know when you have a little did bit you of a beer? At, did you tweet like, at them? Yeah. Cool. All three or just... Just 12 hour a day. I, should, I meant to do it earlier. But what time is it over there? They're five hours behind, so it's like... Hey Siri, what's the time in New York right now? The time... Festival. Nice afternoon. Oh, they're just just nearly finishing work. Yeah. If they had normal jobs. Yeah. What's going on with the Gethard show at the minute? They're not doing like a. What? They're not doing a weekly schedule. They're do, recording shows like. No, they're doing one-hour episodes weekly. I think. Are they doing it weekly? Because I feel like they should, they've so. been recording like three days apart from the last one. No, no, it's because of the the recording and the release online the broadcast is a few days apart so it's like so if you like follow it it's like it seems like something's happening every few days but it's like recording release recording release oh universities maybe I'll go back to one no you won't maybe I won't I might do I'm applying for a job at Bath Uni so Oh, are you? Yeah. In their physics department. I'm not sure I really want it, though. Because it's just more of the same, really. I'm not sure I'm qualified to do it, to be honest. Because I think it might involve quite a lot of programming. Which I really can't do. But I'm going to apply anyway. Because they pay pretty well. And it's a good opportunity. Maybe I should do something else. Maybe you should uh, 
I mean, you wrote a song of things I can do. I did. What was the, what was the basis of them? Now your thesis is now completed. Now your thesis is completed. It's time to put the books put away. away. Start a business like the, the Oprah Thesis. Or just do something that will pay. You could sell Mr. Foreign Taurus, or be TV folklorist, or run a strange tortoise theme florist. Get into law and do. No, get into law and deal with court rates. Or hand therapy and deal with sorists. You could do these and so much more. It's up to you to choose your way. <laughs> We should do more harmonising throughout the show. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> um, we're just remembering a song that I wrote about Sam. Ah. Choosing things to do. Choosing what he could do for his next like career move. That's quite cool. I got really excited about the diamond and took photos from the other side of the barriers. Oh, that's really cool. That's it's like a, a spiral, spir- a cream spiral staircase. And then that's my favourite style of studio because this bit is like you have to go like over walkways from either side to get to it. So it's like just in the middle of the place. That's not this one, it's the other one. So this oh, bit, so all the cool. bits inside are like your own little booth, so you've got walls around you. It's like a little science on the area, then on the top it's not. So futuristic. It is like, pretty futuristic. It's like on orange legs. But you, yeah, you have to go on the little bridges to oh, get Jane, to are it. Are you recording again? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, and then that's nice. my favourite staircase. But it was not, I don't like using it because I'm scared of spiral staircases, so I use the fire escape guys. Why are you scared of spiral staircases? Because, like, it's just really dangerous. Mm, like, you can't use, like, 40% of the step because it's just too thin. I always thought that was fun. You know when you go to see a castle as a kid and you walk up the really narrow bit? No. <laughs> too dangerous. Um, I don't mess with gravity. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I just, yeah... It's not for me. <laughs> it's not for you. This yeah. is gravity. My bedroom's in the loft, and I've got like I've got like proper stairs. Luckily, I never like those kids who had them ladders for their bedroom. Like, what was that about? Oh yeah. Not yeah. even stairs with like a kick, a bend in them. Like, yeah. Like our attic went up and then had like a few stairs to go around a corner. Yeah, that's what my bedroom was like. Like, I mean, it was practically vertical. Like, it was definitely in the legal gradient, but it wasn't <laughs> the like one of the gradient. Don't people like have to hook it down? They freaked oh, me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've fallen on them loads of times and they're like they're rectangular they're just yeah. steep so some of that's I don't know just don't trust them <laughs> and they're really awkward as well like what if someone wants to get past you then you go onto the teeny tiny bit I don't I don't know if I want to run that risk for someone just because they want to go somewhere <laughs> you're like I'm not moving I'm yeah. not moving over. But then I do because I'm I'm more scared of being rude than I am of the staircases. <laughs> you would rather fall down the staircase politely. Than... Yeah. And the thing is with this place is like if you did fall down those stairs, every single person could see you in like a place you. that is like over a thousand capacity. <laughs> These are like some major things to take into consideration whilst living your life. Yeah. Ooh, which Alex is it? Alex NSFW Keen, yeah. He's not safe for work, but he's a player for a job. And that was a good joke, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, Chris, it was a good joke. 
I saw Alex this morning on his bike, and he said he was on his way for a, a, job, a interview. job interview. And I said, uh, I didn't say this to him, but I said to Sam as well, he's not suitable for work, but he probably probably wants to convince them that he is. Oh. Um, hey? I've, I've, I've actually I've, phrased it better then than I did before. I've heard better jerks. <laughs> yeah, I came up with cracking pun yesterday. What was that? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can account. If I can recount it. I I think I know which joke you mean, but do you not want to save it for possibly stand-up? Material? Yeah, I'm using it as stand-up material, so, yeah, so it's what, a need. It's a need to know basis. What fruit can't you push? Here we go. This is a good one. Apple. Uh... Apple. Shit, innit? <laughs> oh no, we've left it all too late. Paul mm-hmm. Beauchamp uh, is not going to be available. Oh, Alex no. will be at the um, stra- um, Shrimp's AGM. It's performing cast night. For how long? Well, the AGM finished at half nine and all go to the pub to like half eleven. We could, could we join them there? That or... interval. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> um, They're electing a new committee for next year's shrimps. Oh, that would be exciting. The shrimps are an improv team based in Sheffield, affiliated um, with the, the uni, right? Yeah. It's funny how being uh, sort of on the fringe involved in a comedy scene, but not be a comedy <laughs> person particularly. Yeah. Aware of, I'm aware of a lot of stuff going on, but I'm not participating at all. Not participating. You go to the shows. I go, yeah, I'm not, I'm consuming, aren't I? You're just yeah. a consumer. I'm all consuming. <laughs> That's me. You're like a blob. All consuming. <laughs> and gelatinous. Give me your laughs. Let's give you a D&D reference. A blob? A gelatinous cube. Gelatinous cube. I think that's a pretty good description of my general body type. Yum, yum, yum. Like an oxo cube. Yeah. That's kind of crumbly. What is a jelly? Like a jelly? Yeah, like a, a jelly cube. Like a jelly, jelly, jelly cube. cube. I accidentally bought blood. I bought some round trees randoms. And I forgot that I'm vegetarian. <laughs> you, forgot, you forgot that you're vegetarian. How this long have been, you been vegetarian, Jake? Like three weeks. <laughs> I, was, I was vegetarian for like five years. Okay. And why are you vegetarian? Everyone has a reason. I saw some lambs and I told my (laughs) mum and I was like, they were really cute. My mum was like, yeah, but we're going to eat them. And I was like, no, they're for wool. And she was like, no, they're not. The the lady rams, lambs might be for wool, but the the boy lambs are definitely for delicious lamb chops. Oh. Yeah. So you don't eat meat anymore? What? So you don't eat meat anymore? No, and then my sister tagged me in a post, like, you know, them, like, lame things that 12 years make on Facebook? And yeah. it's like, how do you spend your, the week with your friends? And, like, loads of people tagged in it, and I'm tagged as Thursday, ch- chicken dinner with Jade. And she's put us a comment, hard to speak to any of these people, laughing, crying cat, gun to the head of the cat, and I love her. And I put, oh, sadly speak to me because I don't even eat meat, you're the worst sister ever, sassy black girl. And she put... <laughs> Sosmate will have a cert party next holiday instead. Exo, exo, exo. I don't know what she means. I don't want to reply to that because I want to have the upper hand. A cert party? I don't, know what, I don't know what that is. I mean, how much of that did you follow in general, Sam? <laughs> Only the last one. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Surely she just wants to watch EastEnders with you. Like, 
has a party where you watch soaps. Maybe. Not just like where you clean, get loads of soap together and like. I can't see that being a thing. <laughs> like, so I've got a twelve-year-old sister, and she's like really social media. Oh. So like, she's just shared something saying five foot two, but my attitude's six foot eleven. It's twelve. Um. Is she even five foot two? No, she's about four now. Exactly, reckon. Exactly, doesn't even make any sense. Um, and also, if you were six foot eleven, like you wouldn't have that much of that. You probably no, humble. <laughs> Most tall people are very humble. This is my favourite thing that she's posted in the last twenty-four hours. Girls my age are getting pregnant, and I'm still I'm still afraid to order pizza over the phone. No, they're not. And if they are, it's extremely illegal. And who's ordering pizza over a phone? She didn't even have any money. Yeah, who, who's ordering pizza? Just go and just eat or deliver it. She doesn't have the internet, does she? Wait, what? How is she posting all these social media updates? So she buys 10 gig of 4G every month, and I pay for her phone contract. So, so she, she, could order pe- she could order pizza then, couldn't she? On the That's enough internet to order pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she also doesn't have any form of, like, online banking or credit or debit card, because she's 12. Oh, yeah, how would she pay for it? She's 12 years old. Oh, my, Has she got cash flow then? <laughs> If, if she's got a phone, if she's ringing with the phone, then she's got cash on PayPal. She's got physical cash she can hand over at the door. Okay. That's she doesn't have physical cash. Well, what, how, she's a 12 Why is she buying pizza then? She has no money. Sorry, got a bit loud. <laughs> or, the, or the single forever squad, Scorpio, Cancer, Vega, Aquarius, Gemini, Taurus, ha ha, this is you, JG Scorpio. 12 years old. Oh, she, I thought she was complaining that she's been single forever. Yeah, she also is because she's an Aquarius. And she's 12 years old. 12 years old. I mean, I've been single forever at 12 as well. <laughs> I think what, will I? Think <laughs> we all have? Yeah. Here's one. Chicken is better than, better than that boy who said he will die for you. Chicken actually died for you. Chicken is true love. And a picture of some KFC chicken. But also, she only eats boneless chicken. So I don't know why she's getting on that hype. I mean, that's a timeless chi- observation. She won't eat a chicken leg. It's bullshit. I think it's not really a good line as a 12 year old boy. I would die for you, 12 year old girl. Although I guess that's the entire plot of Romeo and Juliet. Mm. So. And they, they did. And they were 13. Yeah. That's and they insane. did die. They actually yeah. died. Okay, fair enough. Like they should have just had good, some chicken. Good point, Jade's sister. The whole thing could have been avoided if they went to KFC. <laughs> exactly. Separately. <laughs> she died for her. She died for him first, right? Yeah. No, she pretended to die. Then he killed himself. Then she killed then herself. She killed herself weird, properly. Weird move, really. What did she pretend to die for? To prove to him how much she loved him? Or is it a lesson to her family? I think it was a lesson to her family, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll show you. I'll to die. spite them. Oh, yeah, because he was banished, of course, from... Um... Right. It's kind of like a modern-day insurance scam, isn't it? Yeah, like killing themselves off. And a lot of shame and like the road, like the shame. like that man, the canoe man. Oh, John Darwin. We can talk about him. It's public knowledge. What? John Darwin, canoe man. Okay. Do you remember John John Darwin? I mean, you can keep saying it, but the guy who like faked his own death in a canoe, but was actually living in his loft. Mm. Off okay. like the south coast or something. Yeah. No, not the south. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. Well, Juliet could, that's what Juliet could have been doing. And, and they could they, have started a new life, because there wasn't really, like... And then a photo uh, appeared of them in Panama. Yeah. 
You can't do a missing person poster, can you? In in Shakespeare times. What, in 12th century Venice? Yeah, it'd just be a drawing of a girl. And she'd look like a boy, and she's fictional. So there's going to be a lot of lenience with what she even looks like. They're in Verona. I just remembered. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> probably wasn't 12th century. It was all that was probably that whole thing was wrong. Probably 15th or 16th, yeah. 16th century. Was it set contemporaneously? Uh, mm. I think it was a little bit old. All right. Well, I've learnt nothing here. <laughs> We're discussing in this library. in the universe library. Oh my Where is what? I know where it's set, and I don't want someone to tell me because it's going to annoy me. You just said Verona. Fair, fair Verona. Fair Verona. Council of Verona. Why would you take that opportunity to prove myself to myself away from me? Uh, because, well, I'd already you said it. You just said it. Sorry. It's a bit distracting. Oh, right, okay, because you were trying to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't think of the wood for the trees, could you? That's a phrase. I said yep. couldn't see for looking, so we basically just said the no, same couldn't, thing. Couldn't think the wood for the trees. Should we go to the outside world where yeah. there's alcohol? Um, there is oh, literally alcohol outside because we have the and it doesn't dis- and it doesn't remind me of my imminent twenty four yeah. hour. Maybe I could maybe I could Record like live live stream my yeah, live stream your work. My degree. It wouldn't live be very exciting. Degree. I'm uh, sure there's a big a big market for Sartre. Okay. Where are you meeting Thomas Bullock? Uh, I don't know. He's. Did Sean being... Morley feed you? Feed us? Yeah. No, actually. Didn't even offer to. Should he have done? He had a couple of potatoes. He had a couple of potatoes. He gave us a cup of tea. I mean, I wouldn't expect He did, no, he was more. very, very accommodating. He let us mess what around with all of his stuff in his living room. He didn't mention that we took our shoes off. No, he didn't. We went I... to great pains to do that without asking. Because. Um, Sam took his shoes off at my mum and dad's. But I would never... T- I don't take shoes off. Oh, um, I do. Have you noticed that about me, though? I don't... I would not automatically take shoes off in a stranger's house. Is it because they're your only shoes and you're said that if anything happens to them, whilst they're not on your feet, you're going to have to be barefoot for the rest of your life? A, yes, Because you can't primal, walk to a shoe shop barefoot either. It's a very primal uh, fear of complete shoelessness. Well, the baseball, though. Uh, get our beers back from the floor <laughs> outside the it's diamond. Out of the ring. Go on, skin. <sighs> right. Where are we actually going? Can we text Daniel? Oh, man. No. Mayor Gunson? We several GNTs deep by now. Is, is, is Daniel already out? No, no. No. He had something Where? lined up on the TV. And, uh, I think, and, and I think if I know Daniel, and I think that I do, <laughs> he will have had at least one GNT. Yeah. And will be really, really stuck into something he's recorded on Series Link. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the point where I might not bother him because if, it is also 20 past nine. It's like, like for him to get in now, it's yeah. going to be like an hour. If you hadn't have got me. Like, at early ten minutes into his sentence, I think I could have been a contender for the Nerf party. Really? Yeah. How, how far into any given EastEnders episode must you be? 
Well, the uh, thing is, well, the, this is the prob. The issue is, if you'd have got me on the other side, so anything past 22 minutes, I'd have been so close to the end that I would have been able to finish it. So I'd have yeah. still come back out. It's that 10 to 22. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually, yeah. Cross section. Like, when I had to, like, I was watching Clueless the other week, and I thought, I can watch over 45 minutes of this. That's fine. You need to be at the back end of something, yeah. Um, should we maybe go to... Refty Cuba? No, don't be silly. I was going to say, and you guys could greet Paul. Oh, is Paul in there? Well, that's where he works. Yeah, but he's he's messaged to say something. I thought he said he was at work. No, he said he's going to Manchester early tomorrow. Ah. Oh, well Which is a different thing. That was, that was... That was all I had. I'm going to be unable to show my face. Have to be in Manchester for 9am now, so early night. Which suggests he's not at work. We could go to the Red Deer. That's usually quiet. Yeah, could go to the Red Deer. Yeah. Um, as previously referenced in this podcast, yeah. as the place where I took that Italian couple that one time, uh, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago. You took Ahmed last week. Did we? <laughs> Red no, we Deer. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't that drunk. We, we started in the Red Deer. When? When Ahmed came to stay. We went, we went, we went Red Deer, Vietnamese, we went to, we went Red Deer, Vietnamese, we got there. I'm thinking night time, all my my memories are night time. (laughs) Memories are night time. (laughs) I don't remember day memories, we did start in the day, yeah. Ahmed booked us a table. In the Red Deer? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were in uh, the Red Deer. Where did we go? Saigon. Yeah. Saigon 68 down London Road. Excellent, uh affordable, convenient Vietnamese food. It's Saigon 68. We should insert loads of adverts for... (laughs) For Sheffield and the surrounding area. Sheffield University. Great. Oh, I tweeted them. (laughs) Oh, did you? Yeah. I love that, sneaking us in. Um, We didn't pay for any of that. Now, if they do have some... uh... I did, I paid 27 grand. Oh, they do have music on. In fact, there is one... Emmanuel Grimsley in the pub. No, they really say no. There is, yeah. Ah! So we might have to go and say hello to him. Oh, I'm excited now. Oh, this is so typical. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi. How's it going? We're recording a podcast for 12 hours. You're, you're currently on right now. Oh, hello, podcast. So how hello. are you doing? All right, yeah. Do you want to come outside for a chat? I'll come out, yeah. Cool. We're going to go to the bar, so. Nice to see you. Hey, Jake. Hey. Oh, yeah, cool. Sam. You turned your levels down. Just gonna, just gonna leave it in. What are you drinking? I don't know. I mean, don't feel rushed around. No? Don't feel rushed around. Why? Are you being serious? No. Or are you being joking, is what I meant to say? I don't know what I'm saying, just more go drink. What did I just say? Uh, can I have a pint of flex, please? Are you buying Jason? Thanks. You're welcome. Can you make Hi, Jamie, a... how are you doing? Hey. How's life? Hi. This is Jay's. Jay's Jamie. Jamie's an excellent musician. Jay's a really funny person. 
<laughs> there you go. That's about it, right? That's yeah, it's got a good cupboard. I didn't wasn't suggesting that. <laughs> I'm not a very good musician. Um, can I have um studio of that? I'd like Alright, can I get um, um can I get right some honey mustard? As we're talking now, for a pizza. Me and my friend are recording a podcast for twelve hours and you're currently on it. We don't have a release a consent kind of form or anything like that. By talking to me, you have now consented to that. So the busking has been slow. Would you like to check? Sorry? Busking's been slow in Sheffield. Would you like to check? That's the word in the busking. We've ordered drinks, so you've got the choice of of life. Ah, okay. Um, oh, this is all right. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll just stop. Yeah. So people are ignoring you because they're happy. Yeah, you think so. Right. Yeah, you'd imagine more people are out. People are prepared to spend more time out yeah, in the street rather than trying yeah. to shelter from the rain. It's just like strolling around and sort of taking it as a measure. Hey, do you know? So do you know the the? It was a pretzel piece. It's one Do you know him personally? Uh, Alright. I've met him a couple of times. He's a really, he's an interesting man. Thank you, Rich. Thanks. I just wondered if you all like as buskers talk to each other. I also just had a really awful time. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Should we head outside? Okay. I decided to start on board. Or is it me? Okay. Well, it's just cold outside, isn't it? All right, yeah. Right. I'll see you later, Jamie. Okay. That was uh, Jamie. He's a, no, I know. I'm, t- I'm sorry. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> He's a musician. He's a busker. Okay. By trade. Yeah. Like that's what he does, and um, me and him and Manny went out on Paddy's Day, St Patrick's Day. Sorry. I think we could decipher that one. To be honest, we are. No, I just, it's offensive to say Paddy's Day. I was apologising to all uh, my Irish ancestors. Why is it offensive? Well, you know, it's kind of like a derogatory. Yeah. That's like what English people call it. Going out for Paddy's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's a holy day. I'm not I'm not being very good at this. Hello. I thought <clears throat> it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. What's that? The system. Okay. I think it's alright. I mean I think this is a this is a quintessential <laughs> yeah. uh, Sheffield pub vibe. There are some some big names of the Sheffield folk scene talking about. I just knew. I just knew. Without even without even having to try to organise it, we would bump into Manny. But 
Why? That just happens. I mean, didn't you have a falling out? Me and Manny. <laughs> Not a fall. Yeah. Yeah. No, we hang out now. Okay. Yeah. I haven't started seeing him like He's this. never going to listen to this, so we could talk about I've, it. I've, I've seen him a lot of times recently, so I hope you are. This was, this was like years ago. But, yeah. like you... but I've only started like hanging out with him and Rosa, particularly, um, in the December. last... Since December, yeah. Again. Because we saw him once and you were like... Did I? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's Manny. Like, even when you're getting on with him, sometimes you're just like, I don't have the energy. Okay. But that's a bit odd, though. He's, he's always been, been very good to me. Oh. <laughs> Why are you standing up? Are you going to sit down? I'm standing up because I was going to go to the loo. And I might turn my levels right down. Oh, no. <laughs> so back, back to the audience. Um, I've not come to shoot, I've not been in pub situations with folk music ever in my life. And in the last two months, like maybe two and a half months since knowing Chris, have consumed more yeah, yeah. folk than anyone I've related to or know beyond I don't even people think in your circle. I'm not that into it. But like, I swear I go to a lot of pubs in Sheffield. Like, and it's, it's not even that though. Like, I've been to Naughty House a million times, and then when I went to Naughty House with you, is and Bad Wheel was on, and I was like, this never used to happen I got a to me. Barometer, man. <laughs> I've fallen into this weird Sheffield circle of people who have hobbies and interests and Ferg is on the periphery of that I tried to pen down there but I didn't I just kind of held it in my hand <laughs> and I just went nah. fair enough I'm going to send Tom Bowl for Sheffield floor. oh no I've just realised do you want to unplug? Just stop and unplug and leave the record again. Okay, stop it now. There's going to be a large section which is just me crunching. Yeah. We, we decided against crisps earlier today. I didn't get the memo. That's <laughs> when we were eating one too. And I was like, this is a bit crunchy. What did you have for lunch? We made a big salad that was just like vaguely just random stuff that was in my parents' uh, fridge. Nice. I'm going to harass Tom Bullock. So you're doing, you're doing politics? I am indeed. Actual Sheffield University. The fourth best politics department in the country. Yeah. Oh, I politics there. I feel like I have to clarify this because people are like. Why? I don't know. It's just their face, isn't it? What? I don't. I don't see why anyone would be against Sheffield University. It's like that. There's like there's. 
Oxford and Cambridge, and then there's Imperial, oh, okay. and then there's Cambridge, but isn't. And then there's like things like Sheffield, UCL, Newcastle, Edinburgh, Manchester. There's like Liverpool, the sort of second. Yeah. You see, I don't know, because I'd say like, did you say Imperial was that second? Imperial's a weird place because they want to be, they want to be the best university in the country, but they're just. Yeah. There's something. I'd say there's three tiers. I'd say there's like an Imperial, LSE, UCL, Triumvirate, like kind of second. UCL's dodgy though because it's got yeah. some crap departments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LSE maybe, but I don't know anything about LSE particularly. But yeah, yeah. For a lot maybe. of what it does, it's better than Oxford and Cambridge. Yeah. It's not my uh, area of expertise. But I think Sheffield's in that sort of main tier. Mm. It's like. Yeah. It depends if you're talking to someone who's ever been to university as well. Okay. Like, if you're not, then they just hear the word Sheffield, and because it's like industry, they're like. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a really, it's a really weird thing, but like, people just go Sheffield. Yeah. Instead of being like, I don't know. But if you talk to someone who's been to uni, they're like, oh yeah, Sheffield, Leeds, Nottingham. Okay. And like, they just see Sheffield as an old steel town. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. I think you're No one reads books there. <laughs> Because it's mostly a student thing. Yeah. Surely you get a lot more faces from Hull. From being from Hull? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. From Hull. It's a, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, odd. I um, I served a guy at work and he was wearing like a whole KR jacket, which is like a whole rugby team. And I was like, I was like, oh, KR. And he was like, yeah, I was like, you mean still? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I mean still. And then like, his son was like looking around the uni and we were like chatting about it. And like, he brought his wife over and his daughter and he's like, hey, hey, this last, she's off our estate and she goes to, she goes to uni, she's got a job, she's, she's doing us proud. She's got a job. Yeah, she's doing us proud. And I was like, guys and they like shook my hand and wished me well like with the rest of my life as they were leaving and like I every so often encounter people from home like at work and they get so excited by my existence the, you're, like a, you're like a success story yeah like I saved this guy um, and he was just came in for like a little gift set for his girlfriend and I ended up selling him like £50 worth of perfume because he was like and he like 10 months was me he's like this last she's from all she's doing me a solid and I was like I mean I've sold you a lot of things yeah sure I'm eating crunchy food, <laughs> which is against podcast etiquette, I know. <laughs> Maybe I could just suck it. See you back. <laughs> he tried to eat. You can eat loudly, it's not like. It's not a train for it, really. Okay, I'm back. I think I might stop on here. I'm going to stop on here as well. Yeah, I realised that we could all, like, there always had to be at least two people still here. Yeah, yeah. The ones who just the monologue. We've done it. We've just heard the one of us. Um, I also realised now that your entire outfit looks like you put it here. In the red deer. And it's quite red. Your deer hunter outfit. Yeah, basically. That was a good clap. Thanks. That's the future sample. 
Oh, that claps all. Clap, the clap for future sounds. <laughs> that, sounds clap. that sounds like a bad trip to the SDI clinic. Oh. I nearly made a really similar joke, but I thought we were buff No, Jay. No. Nope. <laughs> we've had some beer now. Uh, I never get to, they never get to this level in uh, Twilight Day. I've said that already. That yeah. shows so I figured this would happen eventually. I panicked and went for Stouffer Press. Very sweet, very sweet, isn't it? It's uh, really Sally's well. local cider, so... Yeah. I know, but it does take the enamel off your teeth, doesn't it? I drink a lot of Stouffer. Well, only since I got to Sheffield. Oh, really? Stouffer and Amstel. I don't even like Amstel. Amstel's as well gets on my head. When we went to the pub the other night, I had that Amstel, and it was horrible. Didn't you get me some Amstel the other day? Because I panicked. It might have been in, like, Fog and Parrot somewhere where I just didn't know what was on top. In the Fox and Duck, I had... Oh, you had Amstel, didn't you? Yeah. And I got I got a double, because that man told me to, and then I hadn't drank in over a week, and it was just too much. Alex. I'm still trying to make contact with Alex and Tom. I've texted Tom saying get to the podcast. <laughs> and he hasn't replied. I think he's... It might be a man. If there's him? anyone that's invested... Tom, Tom has been like a through line on this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see how many clues he's got of the treasure hunt. He's not seen the latest one. I'm just, I just want to, uh, so I just put Alex question mark, Tom question mark, and the only person who's seen it is Paul. So that's useful. <laughs> Classic social needs. Social needs. Huh? Social needs. I can text Alex. So she ends. Do you think he would look at that? Face of ease. Oh, here we go. There's Emmanuel Grimsley. We could go outside for you. Well, All right. What, you're still live podcasting? Mm-hmm. Not, no, it's live. not going out live, but we're recording it as live. Right. We're all moving outside for Manny. <laughs> special guest. Special guest upon special guest. Just going about my day. Just going about my day. Twelve hours. About day. Twelve hours. About lives. I feel really important with this mic on. Yeah. Are you recording too? I am. Mic's up, Jay. We have three mics. Did you enjoy the other night when we got completely wrecked, or at least I carried on drinking? I really enjoyed it. You did. I did. Playing pool, obviously. I was. We got into a bit of. A, I didn't see you ever leaving. Well, there was no lock in as such. The pool was just shut. Was, <laughs> we were just inside. <laughs> uh, not obviously any pub that's going to be mentioned by one. It's all right. We're nine hours deep. I don't think it's. Uh, <laughs> no one will make it this far in. You're never near. Often spew. Often spew. Often spew. Often spew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when we left, like, you and Harry were in a, were in a pool grudge match. <laughs> grudge match. No, that was me and Harry. No, it was a different time. Oh, no, it wasn't me and Harry, it was you and the barman. Was it? Yeah, I was saying about him being too old for this shit. And he didn't, he didnn't understand the, like... The... You were purposefully doing that because you're not very old. Yeah. Well, he's pretty much your age, so that's probably why. Oh, so that's yeah, alright yeah, then. Okay. Really? Well, you were there while six? Yeah. Did Rosa and Harry go like? They stayed and had another one, but then they broke it off because Rosa was beginning to get all political in her head and worry about sexist issues. And me and Harry were a bit too drunk to be hugely um, useful to her in that regard. Yeah. 
I could have been useful on that. You would have been great in that. Is this why you worry about... I had a rebuttal for Rosa's uh, argument about your Judaism, but I don't say it's her face. The complete... It's not like an argument. Because I say wrong things. I don't think she decides to take offence about it. But she, like, yeah. wants to be African. Are we bringing up the identity thing? I was saying that I had a good argument against Rosa, but I didn't say it out loud, didn't I? Uh, yeah, because you can't tell people what they can. They want to identify as. No, that wasn't my argument. Hmm? But that's good. No, my argument... Oh, yeah, that, that was one of my arguments. My whatever argument was that you can't say that your <laughs> someone's identity is intrinsically linked to suffering because surely we want to eradicate people being marginalised for having that identity, so you can't begrudge someone for leading... Uh, yeah, James really good at this. Leading, uh, I've got to be honest, you lost me a bit ago. Yeah, I'm a bit lost. You I don't know what the original argument is. She can't begrudge someone for <laughs> not facing prejudice when surely that's what we want all minorities to not do. I think that she's like saying, I'm not Jewish because I've never faced prejudice. But no, that's what I'm saying. My point is, my mum's Jewish, therefore I'm Jewish, and you can't really argue with that, despite <laughs> me being baptised and confirmed and high Anglican. But you can't... I'm a choir boy. I'm a choir boy, yeah. you, can't, you can't link... You can't link being a minority to suffering. That's just not. That's not very yeah, progress- as we progressive. As we saw in the media this week, um, Boris was uh, saying that the, the unbelievably rich are a minority. I mean, they are. They fucking are. Aren't they, they are a minority. There's no doubt about the that. Top one percent. They're not put upon minority. Yeah, no. And they're a paid upon minority. You did have you had a good argument for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it not worth going on about, Rosa. Yeah, I, I, about I chose. I I I fought it, I and then it. I felt bad that we're talking about Rosa on this podcast, and maybe she's never going to be have have an opportunity to. Rosa I'll send her the time. Everything we're saying. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I just chose. I just. I think that adequately <laughs> says her point of view. I decided to choose my battles. And that yeah. wasn't going to be one of them. I think that's a pretty reasonable thing. It was too early in the night. You only had two Roman coats. I wanted to serve as the mid ground. You guys didn't actually get that pissed, did you? I mean, I was pretty wasted by the end, but I was alright. I was pretty happy with myself. <gasps> I got hurt. <laughs> I found some Doritos in my living room. Nice work. Someone had had a, had a party in my house, and I thought, well, you know, the Doritos were communal. Yeah, I live in this put house. Back in their own cupboard. Yeah. It's but it turns out everyone came back from the night out. <laughs> and pizza, pizza mania was shut. And my friend Becca, who didn't even live with us, went, Oh, I'll come back to yours. I've got some Doritos. And was like running round. And everyone was like, Molly, like, clocked on that I would have taken them Doritos. And they were on your desk, and we didn't eat any of them. Oh, I did the next morning. Well, like, not- 10 in the morning, I was like, shoving them in. Like, if it was a house full of stoners. They can't have really needed those crisps. I'm <laughs> impressed that somebody got back later than you did, though. That's pretty good. That's a good show for your house. I think, yeah, I reckon they got about 20 to 4. Our students. Like young, young people who can like I deal with it. I bet you got Yeah, exactly. And I was in Aberdeen. I didn't see sunlight. Because there wasn't any. I got <laughs> 7 this morning. Seven. I woke up at seven this morning. And my Wi-Fi wasn't working. And I turned it on and off again at least six times. And then I pressed that reset button a couple of times. Now I had to buy some more 4G. Then I went to uni. Yeah, I've got an SAGU in. But OneDrive, what a, what a game changer that shit is. OneDrive? Yeah. What's that? It's just like a Microsoft Google Drive. Cloud backup. Backup. I've that works offline? Or? Yeah, so all my Word documents saved to the internet from my laptop, which means I can access them, and I can use Word online so I can edit them anywhere. 
Oh, that is good. What I do is I just write things in drafts in an email. I do that all the time. I've got like 300 drafts. Uh, yeah. stuff that aren't, that aren't ever going to be emails they're just things I want to write I had to clear out our account and like half thought through drafts of mine? yeah yeah I was like what are all these drafts? and I was like oh god they're from like six months ago yeah, what's this? What you I'm just looking at the. Is video. it? Yeah, there are there are tapes of J cloth on. A J cloth pop shield. J cloth pop shield. What's a J cloth? Just a dish like see those blue cloths that you use for like yeah. things. Yeah. Trains for train yeah. out. I am. Uh, you know, you know who did exactly the same thing when he saw that? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really that's the same thing you're in. I got my final ever student loan today, and I was one thousand and one thousand four hundred and seventy pound into my overdraft. And how much did you get? I am. I have nine hundred pound in my account. You're nine hundred plus. And I've paid off my overdraft and my rent until June. <laughs> never. Drinks are on you. I've nearly graduated. But I'm also then going to go into a just above minimum wage job and try and sustain that as a lifetime, as a lifestyle on eighty pound a week rent. So maybe I'm going to put some of that away for future rent. £80 a week, £81. £81 a week? That's 320 a month. That's so cheap. And council tax. And the rest. And bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That jump up to having to pay council tax once you stop being a student is awful. I have never paid council tax. I kind of of want Airbnb out of their bedroom. So we've got... there's, yeah, there's no three bedroom flats left so they had to give us a four bedroom flat but we're only paying for three people get some yeah. money which is quite nice kind of but yeah, it's more expensive it's a really no it's not we're paying for three people three rooms because you rent it per room so who, what are they doing with the room no one's getting any money for that no which are they pre- they're prepared to do that <laughs> yeah okay it's when it's this far into the student year Oh, I see. Because everyone signs their contracts in like all the year give either like first years. Where are you living? Um, Tapton House Road. Tapton House Road? Yeah. That's Could have been their money. Which one is Tapton House? It's the one that's got the library on it. Opposite Mass Lemon World. It's the first one Oxfam. on the left as you come along Allengate Road from the Grindstone. <laughs> I mean some, I mean some prime no, location. Yeah. It's not no, Tapton's Hill. Tapton's Hill. Tapton House is the one that's right next to mine. One minute, where am I living? Because I don't know where I'm living. Right close to me. I haven't even looked at the house. Oh, Tapton House? Off Manchester. Not Tapton Crescent. That's where Paul used to live. Not Tapton Crescent. Not Tapton Ville. Tapton House. I know exactly where that is. Where the offices are, yeah. I don't know what it is. Fascinating as the podcast is ever going to be, I'm going to go play tunes and get more gin. Can I? You're not in the car tonight, I am, but it's in my first year. Okay, okay. It's on audio now, so you can't, really, gonna, uh, you can't really um, step the mark on that one. I'm going to make a conscious effort to listen to you. Okay. <laughs> don't give him an inch. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like... This is my this is my flat. Oh, it's £80 per week. I exaggerated with 81 <laughs> It did sound better, didn't it? You think yeah, I think it's like they own the full building, so that's not possibly not my exact flat. But I know we have that rug, so it could be. Why there? Why were? Why why that location? Because we were very limited in three bedroom flats. Um, so it's kind of an odd location. It is, but we we nearly went Hunter's Bar, but it's so inconvenient. 
I wasn't doing, going to back and do a master's. I'm on Northumberland Road, so it'd be in prime location. But in terms of public transport, because Georgina's yeah. going to Hallam, yeah, it's good. I just... Sharon... You're not far from Boomville, I guess. I refuse to live on Sharonville Road. Why would you live there? Because, oh, like, those, those are currently yeah. the only student houses oh, available. Oh, yeah. Purely availability. Yeah, Crooks, Crooks has gone. But why is Sharonville Road going later than... Because Hallamers are disorganised. We ran out of uni off accommodation and we had to go for Hallam for Hallam territory. That's Hallam territory? What Sharon over Hill? I don't know that. No, Tapson House Road. No, that's one of the few uh, that's the one of the few uni of because going for small houses is fine. Because your first years go for your big houses, second years go for your four to so, two five, so that's when you start falling out with people. Oh, I know where that okay, is. Express really to close to Portsmouth. Yeah, really close. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's parallel. Yeah. Yeah. Really close to where? Where well, our friend live. Paul used to live. He doesn't live there anymore. What am I explaining? Are there select areas then? Where Hallam's students live more particularly than. Oh, definitely. I assume there would be. I will be, name them. Can we con continue this inside? Sure, but I don't know which ones are which. So. <laughs> okay, we're going to. No! We're going to do a pop The pretzels were still there 10 seconds ago and they got swiped a minute ago. We're going to do. Oh a, my god, yeah. The pretzel pieces. Bastard. We're going to do um, a, cl a podcast classic of naming areas in Sheffield. Yes. Hey! <laughs> Hitting all the marks. Right. So Ecclesall Road, primarily Hallam. However, you've got a couple of roads, like Thompson Road and the ones that back onto Botany G's. How do you know the, how do you know it that specifically? That's insane. The ones that back onto Botany G's, they're kind of occasionally uni off because you've got that nice cut through and then you're back on our patch. Well that Wadborough Road. Do you know where that is? You don't like it then. Because <laughs> they've got the collegiate campus and people doing psychology and sport, they're kind of that kind of Hallam. Oh, Hallam does come up, up, up that way then? Yeah, collegiate campus is all Hallam. Oh, is it? So they've got all of Ecclesaw Road, a bit of Hunter's Bar. Okay. Um, and then you you will never get a Hallamer in Crooks, Crooks Mall, Broom Hill. Very rarely. It's just not there. It's not, there's not really any common buildings. Like there's no, there's no there's draw like, for them. I mean, there's, there's like a few balls that like travel, don't they? But they're also expensive areas. Yeah. The thing with how the problem with Hallam is, and this, this may not be a popular podcast opinion, but it's very occasionally middle-class people whose parents wanted them to go to university, so they've gone to a university. Pardon? But they didn't do enough, really, to deserve it. No, but it means that they're not, their student finance isn't as large. So with uni of you get the two extremes. You get people who've got a lot of money, or you get poor people. So we're, we're still fine. Like, my student loan's fat, like, big enough for me to live anywhere. And other people's parents pay for them to live places. My friend Georgina, her parents pay her rent, so she likes to be she likes to be conscientious. People take that hit. That's why the fair for crooks you live, the more middle class people are, because the houses have got mice. So they have to take they have to take that hit. Where's the line? 
Where's what line? Where, where, where does it start? In the, the middle class. They don't put anything. Oh, where do the middle class people? Yeah, going up. How high up the hill? Kind of you got your kind of Springvale Road, that kind of territory. About that? Yeah, school Road. I reckon School Road is where people start to have money again. Because they're kind of living in them 60, 70, like, like 60 I mean, odd pounds a week. I mean, it makes sense. You know, when you think about the houses, it's all yeah. they've got them like They've got them like bad saves. They've not got a tumble dryer. They've got very poor washing machines. That's going to be your hard. That, if that was a student house, it'd be a hardcore student house. They'd be the people. They've got a couple of cans in the living room. They don't care. What do you mean? My mum and dad's house would be. If, no, if you were a student down that street. Yeah. Oh yeah, there are students on that street. What would you say about them? Those kind of students on that street. I reckon. I reckon their parents are paying their rent, or they've got a very good part-time job to top it up. I think my parents paid my rent. And did you listen to my shit? That's that's the point. You take the hit. You conscientiously your parents. When your housing's on the government, you get an ensuite bathroom and a dishwasher. Well, you get your rent. You get your rent paid as well. Yeah. All of my rents covered by my student loan and most of my living costs. Wait, no, I think... I don't... I can't remember my system. I got a lot... I felt like what it's, I it got... It was completely different because everything was less expensive. Yeah, that's true. I so, did. like, we yeah. got... So we got a loan for tuition fees. Yeah. Or I did. A loan for tuition fees. It was taken automatically for, away. for, like, spending. Spending money. And then, well, I was fortunate that my parents paid my rent. So... Yeah, so then... I guess I was conscientious to my parents. Like, we... We lived in a very standard student place in exactly. Manchester. It wasn't it? Wasn't, definitely wasn't expensive. It wasn't like super cheap, but it wasn't expensive. And fifty quid a week. Where we where we, first place we stayed was fifty quid a week. Was and then it was and then I think we were paying like sixty five, and everyone was like, no, sixty two or something like that, and everyone was like, oh. My and house then, is sixty eight a week at the minute. That's, that's still then, pretty good. I mean, I remember Francis going out to London and uh, he was paying 110 yeah. a week, and we thought that was insane. Yeah. But actually, in the London scheme, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our house is going up to nearly £90 a week next year, though. That's, that's, that's the plan. It's because we're the first people to live in it before uh, it got done up. So when we kept going looking around, it was a building site. So it was uh, like yeah, if you yeah. take a risk on us, then you could have it at this cheap rent because we can't find yeah, us. Sure, yeah. But it's like got four ensuite bedrooms, okay. tumble dryer, I, and a dishwasher. That's what our place in Holloway was like. It was like an absolute building site with walk around. And I was just like, this is by far the best, like, the location for something. So we were just like, I'll take it, I'll take it. And, uh, yeah, they will pump the rent up on that. After they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, brand new fitted. Yeah. yeah. 
Good. 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 We paid six twenty a month each. Oh, really? Plus nine. Oh. So one thousand two hundred forty. And then they put it up to Which is good for London. Yeah, they put it up to like fifteen hundred. It was basically like like that was half our wage basically on rent. And then they put they put the rent up a bit and it was like that's just too much money. That's like a you know, start just like because we basically we avoided the estate agents like we didn't talk because it was just some random agency and if we didn't talk to them they wouldn't put the red because they would they basically forgot that we existed and we just like never mentioned anything like if anything broke we fixed it like just don't talk to the estate agents really and they'll forget idea. we exist and they won't put the red and that worked for three years <laughs> and then clearly they went through the books at some point and were like oh this red's a bit low that's genius don't bother them. What? Don't bother them. It's the oh, best we, way of doing we bother Lindsay and Pay on time. Pay your rent on time. Don't talk to them. See, I've always had standing orders. I've always had a four month standing order. So I always just pay like 1,500 every four months or something. Yeah. But then also just don't talk to them and then I'll be fine. Keep your head down. I'm bothering you. I've moved around a bit. Yeah, or you just have to move around. Yeah, that's the other. Don't like give a forwarding address. Well, I made that classic student mistake of like signing up for my second year house in like maybe November of first year. So we lived with all eight people from halls, and come come that September, we all we hated each other, <laughs> and it was an absolute <coughs> catastrophe. And there was like six of us and two of them, but the longer we stayed in the house. We then like isolated, like we kind of just forgot about one of us, and then he drifted over to the others, and then like Marcus, who you met, he was in the midground, and then like Joe moved in with his girlfriend, and then there was just the four of us. But it's funny, isn't it? Over like a, a period of like three years, you end up with uh, three or four or five. Uh, you end up with like a core group of the ones who had left behind. Like you, eventually from the group that you had, like there was Damien, uh, Gunther, and Dave. They they live together, right? Yeah, so there's me, Damien, Gunther, and Dave. And we lived together for four years, the four of us. And then Tassin was in and out to Spain. And then Sam was in and out. Well, he just lived down the road. And then there was a few like other people that lived next door that we knew. But yeah, the four of us kind of stuck together the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were quite lucky that we, you know, yeah, you randomly allocated in halls, and then it kind of worked out for us that we were actually stayed quite close. Yeah. Was there anyone that, I mean, there was, there was a few people left behind from that flat, the original flat, right? Well, there was, I mean, there was Ashley and Peng, but, like, they, we were never that close to them. No. Uh, and then people came. It's weird. People come and go. Like, the, the people who live next door, and then there's Sharice and Hannah, and like who we lived with for two years, but then moved away. And then Pete, who came in, and then Claire, 
and like other people people come and Oh go. we never brought people we've never brought people in. We're I just think Pete's the only one that came in. She could close off, like the further and further it gets, the more close off it becomes. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be what no, that's normal. I mean that's what happened. Like kind of funneling like Because when we lived on Derby Road there was our house and next door. So we were all like friends, like it was yeah, a two yeah. house kind of thing. And then like yeah, so Claire, Claire came from. Oh and Claire was the other next door. Oh was she? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then when we moved from there, like those two houses separate. So that was like, you know, Dan and Jack. And uh, Martin, Charles, Neil, people like that. And I don't see, don't know anything about what they're doing. I know, well, like you say, all those people, and I do have faces do spring to mind. Yeah, which is odd because I don't know them at all. But, it's life, it's life, Chris. People come and go. People come and go. <laughs> I hope this is Tom speaking of people coming. I'm not going. I hope it's Tom I've texted him. If he's replied to you and not me, I will be really broken. Said another consonant, Carol. I sent him the shift pub floor. Is there anything that I could send him that's more, slightly more obvious, but not too much? Can maybe you just the board, tell him where we are. Maybe the board games. Oh, I'm just going to send him the picture of the board game. Because we normally sit there. He'll get that, won't he? Yeah. Why did he reply to my text? To know. <laughs> Oh, you've been recording for how long now? One hour and 23 minutes. Is that from the very beginning of you started, or, or did we do a break? I had a break. Time is starting to like melt in a way that I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah, we've been recording for ten, 10 hours, but like, I've completely forgotten. Yeah, no, it's been better. Have you had a phone charge? Uh, I had I had quite an extensive phone charge at uh, the Bradley household. I've not used my phone too much, so... I don't think we are either of us have, have, actually. Yeah, good time. We've, we should have done more Sochi meets. Yeah, Sochi meets. I, I was just going to say, remember to take your phone charger? And he was like, it means I've already discussed this. Yeah. And I was very surprised by your preparation. Like pretty, pretty early on discussion, man. I think I think Tom's got it from that clue. I think that clue was too obvious. I meant like a closer. Oh, I did the whole thing. Was it not meant to be? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, he said he's just finished juggling, so give oh, me ten minutes. Crap, I knew he was juggling, I'm sorry. He said, I sadly cannot work out the pub from the floor, but we've definitely given him another yeah. clue now. Yeah, yeah. He's I just gave him a giveaway clue. Really annoying that, that I'm working off... I'm talking to him on one thread, you're talking to him on another. And he's not replying to me on my phone. My phone. It's just an orange, He will be coming from the drama studio, so he shouldn't be too long. Oh, we're near the doctor's orders? Yes. You he's see, it is like the Dubliners. You know, giving all these little details. No one knows what we're talking about, but yeah. we so do. The doctor's orders is a Sheffield pub in which a lot of us had a lot of hope when it first, when it first reopened as doctor's orders. I hope the food's good. Yeah, a lot of people do say that, but it's not true. the times I go there, it's either shut or dead. Well, apparently their quiz is very popular. I think they're just going on the wrong nights. Maybe. That's always, that's key sometimes to some pubs. Some pubs are, are awful. Yeah. Some nights are amazing at Like Naughty House. Naughty House is a great one. And great these, example. Yeah. The issue the other day though, when we went was like, 
we got there. No, we went to the quiz at bar one was beyond capacity. We got there an hour early for a How I Met Your Mother pub quiz. Uh, that sounds very fun. <laughs> anyway, I think I would be pretty good at that. That's what we thought. So we got there an hour early, and there was nowhere for us to, to sit or to exist. Well, like it was too full. Yeah. So we went to Doctor's Aldous, and it was shut. So we had to go to the Cavendish, which is not in any way remotely related to the kind no one of bar we wanted. To go there. But then I found a um, quiz on my phone, and I. I was then <laughs> like googling quiz. Yeah, I was Chef the your book quiz. I was the quiz host, and they had two teams. Oh, you hosted a quiz. Yeah. You just okay. had one. We had one own. in the Cavendish, yeah. Okay. But um, about how I met your mother, or just generally? Well, we were going to do a how I met your mother, but with, no, actually, we started doing how I met your mother as like all five of us. But I was too good at it, and Molly got really disgruntled. <laughs> um, so we had another quiz where we had like a buzzing system, and it was Molly and Marcus versus versus Laura. We still have this How I Met Your Mother quiz. I'm wondering if I could. But yeah, Molly kept forgetting to buzz in, so I refused to take her answers, and then she thought I was prejudiced, and she got really moody and stroppy. Just do a job. For a buzz drop. If only we'd known this background information about Molly and the recording the song. Exactly! She's like, how I met your mother, I could have really dealt with that. I was saying to like um, Chris, I think the last gig she went to was possibly Smashing Pumpkins. So Avicii was like, how am I supposed to know this? How are you meant to know it, mother? So I've known Molly since I was 11. Are we going to do a, um, a How I Met Your Mother quiz right now? I just, I just want to, I want some example questions. I know, I'm trying to find one. I think some will do very well. I'm, 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 I'm wondering if I would, because as much as I have watched all of How I Met Your Mother, it was take, like... You've not dedicated yourself to No, but it was like three or four years ago. Yeah. Well, I can help you, because this is a BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed quiz. So we oh, can... that'll be easy then. Yeah, right. it says this is the hardest. No, it's, not, you, it's not going to be true. Yeah, the hardest how many mother quiz you'll ever take. I it might be very specific names and stuff. That's kind of nah. Yeah. See, I know the first answer, so I think we want a winner here. Okay. What is Marshall Lily's theory on being a happy couple? The pineapple theory, the olive theory, the tomato theory, or the bubblegum theory? I know that one. Oh, it's the olive theory. It yeah, is indeed yeah. the olive theory. Just had to run it through in my head. Correct. Yeah. One of them likes olives and one of them doesn't. Oh, this it's is like not... Sally and I are happy couple. And then it turns out... Is it you fit to the olive thing? Is that true? But what if one of you's lying? I'm not lying. I don't like olives. No, that, isn't it sweet that they've kept up alive for so long? Yeah, maybe. That's what, that's what really annoyed me. I, I was like, oh yeah, that fits my relationship perfectly. And then, uh, yeah, that was like a big twist in the end. One of them's lying. Yeah. The one that doesn't like olives. But I actually don't like olives, and she does. Oh, what, they make a twist of that in the final series of How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. yeah. Well, one of them's been lying the whole time. But then it, yeah, it is one. sweet. This is so easy. What did Robin bury in the park? A locket, a ring, a time capsule, or money? It was a locket. It was in fact a locket. I don't remember what was in the locket. <gasps> oh, I know too many of these. Why is Budfield live to me? What did Barney make a chart about based on age and appreciation? Puppies, minions, furbies, or Ewoks? Ewoks? Easy. 
Is this gonna be? Is this what we're gonna do? Is this it? Yeah. Is this the show? I mean, this is. I'm, I'm enjoying this, Chris. Who is the last person? Oh, this is hard. Who is the last person Ted dates before meeting the mother? Victoria, Stella, Robin, or Jeanette? It's not Robin. It's. I think it's Jeanette because she's a crazy one. Do you know who sets fire to all of his stuff? And that's the. That's the kind of crazy oh, yeah. you need before you're ready to move on yeah. to your loving your life. I think. Yeah, I think that as well. What did Ted get a tattoo get of? A butterfly. Um, what is the name of the bartender that Ted of the bar that Ted and Barney open? <gasps> yeah, puzzles. It is in fact puzzles. After a night of drinking, what fruit did Ted mysteriously find on his nightstand? A pineapple. Come on, how is this hard? What hobby does Mickey try at Lillian Marshall's house? Beekeeping, knitting, candle making, or boxing? Beekeeping. Who? Mickey. Is that Lily's dad? Yeah. I just seem to remember a bee. I feel like it's beekeeping. At a party? No, at, at Lily and Marshall's oh, house. Oh, because he gets set on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember yeah. that. Beekeeping. But there's yeah. also candle making as an option. Yeah, I think that might be why he gets... It's one or the other. I think it's beekeeping. I mean, he is the guy we who can't, gets... Jay, do you know? We can't, no, we can't go for a 50-50 here either, because it's, it's busty, not... Not who we're going to be. I think yeah. beekeeping. We're going beekeeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Was that good? Was that a good? Oh, I know this. What song is stuck on the oh, inner tape player? Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm gonna be. What sports team is a Marshall a die-hard fan of? Vikings. This is ludicrous. I can get these. To which city does Lily go when she and Marshall take San a break? San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> what does Ted steal for Robin on the, oh, the blue French Oh, are you kidding? This is insane. What is the name given to the group of drunk? This is stupid. I get all these. I can't imagine you ever watching How I Met Your Mother. I've got got free view. There's only so many options. I thought you just said I've got free time, but I think free view is Free time and free view. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Who does Barney think is his dad? Clint Eastwood, Bert no, Reynolds, the guy from the Bob Baker, or Steve McQueen. Bob Barker. Yeah. Bob yeah. oh, Barker, yeah. I missed out a complete letter there. Oh. From what state did Barney and Ted pretend to be tourists from? Mrs. Missouri. <laughs> what does Barney, who does Barney pretend to date to get Robbie's attention? Patrice? Patrice. Um, what is the mother's name? I forgot this and then was really pissed off when I remembered. That series. Tammy, Stacey, Tracy or Sally? Tracy. It is Tracy, but who was called that in this day? We've waited for like, what, yeah, nine seasons for him to meet the love of his life because she was called Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She sounds no, like she should wear from like Iceland. I, I couldn't agree more. That was the one that like, I really liked the ending of the whole bit. I thought it was controversial. Yeah. It was a lot of people didn't. I thought it was fine. Like the way how I how they all was very cheesy in a way. Like, yeah, it's very cheesy. And, it, and Ted's the most annoying character by, by far. far. But like, and you don't oh, we're really... on the same page. Here. <laughs> you don't. I'm not emotionally like, invested at all. And Robin's also the most annoying character. No, you're very emotionally invested with Ted, but that was the weird thing about the mother is that you weren't. She's built up as this like idol, and that's kind of that's interesting. It's good within the context of the show because the whole thing is that Ted is relaying the information from him in the future. So he paints this perfect picture of the mother, and that's fine. And so when he meets her, she's she's perfect. And you get Tracy. 
Yeah, this show's called Tracy. It's like, what? It really threw me. It's not a perfect. Yeah, but is that maybe. I mean, they, they established that it had to begin with T. I think there was some reason yeah. why it had to begin with T, but there must be a better name than Tracy beginning with T. But maybe that was a maybe that was a nod to something the writers knew about. Oh uh, yeah, it's probably a they do stuff like that, don't they? Yeah, yeah but something, it's some literary. It's such a shit name. And the thing is, it's not like they had like Victoria and but, yeah, Victoria. That's it. That's yeah. a nice thing. But maybe that's the. Oh, but maybe that's the oh, point. Oh, did like Victoria. She's she was oh, my favorite. Oh, just lovely, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked her from Scrubs. Like Stella. Stella. Stella's the current question, actually. Yeah. What, what reason does Stella initially give for not wanting to date Ted? She's his doctor. She oh, has wait, a boyfriend. Yeah. She's it. moving. She has a daughter. Jane, would you like another drink? Please. What would you like? Can I have a Sailor Jerry's and Coke? Can I have Chris? Christopher? Tom Bullock is here. The man, the myth, the legend. You gave me a drink. Hey? You gave me such a drink. Hey? You gave me a drink. Oh, I can do that, yeah. Okay. You don't have to. Hey! How you doing? You're, you're live now. Not live, but as live. Being recorded. You're being recorded. Oh, wow, that's... that's Just so you know. That's a normal experience for me. Never had it before. No. You'll, um, you'll deal with it really well, I think. I, I hope so. It'll be very disappointing otherwise. Um, painful, traumatic experience. So you've followed all of those clues. And Bullock, here you are. It's very nice to finally Oh, this is Sam. Dr. Dr. Bullock. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Two physicists side by side. Yeah. Were you just doing a Dr. Livingston uh, like reference? Dr. Bradley, I presume. <laughs> this is just how I respond to all doctors these days. Just I'm immediately. Sure. Just that is the correct response. If I ever get a BA, can you at least just at one point call me Jane Hardy BA? Just for like a day. Yeah, not sorry, they're not vets. Something else. Ale? Christopher, I'm leaving your shit. Sure. Uh, okay. How was tea pops? How was flying? Tea pops, pops? great. Uh, well, no, it was annoying as hell. It took me ages, but eventually, at the end, I qualified seven balls. Sailor Jerry's and Coke. How many times do you have to do it to be like an official seven ball? Kind of easy rider, please. The Anthony Gatto rule is you can't do it three times, you can't do it at all. So the fact that I did it roughly three times in one session suggests that I could probably do it. <laughs> so that's a nice feeling. And how long do you have to do it for, for it to count? 14 throws and practice. So 14 throws and practice. catching each ball, throwing and catching each ball twice. Yeah. So it's a five is yeah. ten. Yeah. I worked out the math mind then. But I'd say it's like, it's, it's not 98. <laughs> No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have a six yet. some point. Also, I have bits of paper with a thing I designed, so that's cool. Ooh! Oh, nine oh, seven six eight. I've got a microphone. I noticed. It's great. Yeah. You just a friend, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had to throw that one. No, Kim Darmatop. Oh, oh, we almost lost the mic. <laughs> I know I almost lost my phone. Never lose the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that Jordy Dick? Huh? Of course it is. Sorry, look. That's really good. He said hi to me, but I was like, bro. Hey? Is it 10 pounds and 10? 10 pounds and 10, yeah. Oh, mine was 10 14. <laughs> 
Okay. Was I can give you the 20p difference. 15? 15. 15. 15. But then I got and some pretzel pieces and then the world's sold. I'm not bragging. I'm not like I, I was a ball over my face. Hi, Steve. This is Sorry. Hi. Steve Yates. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to... You know what's happening right now? What's happening right now? We're recording an episode right now. My goodness. Look at this. Oh, so, so Steve, Steve Yates, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are now on the bathroom. I feel like um, fine. Like, I mean, it's a bit weird because we're not like not set because we we like flew back. Well, you seem lost for words, Steve. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What happens if their conversation is more interesting than ours? I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. They get. I think they might have to go at the same time. Steve is a long-time listener, um, Western folk musician. This is Jerry Harvey. You're another baver. I am another baver, and I sell bath bombs. So I'm going to be a baver. Yeah. It's just the house. Steve plays a bass lately, which is a ukulele bass. Is there so many layers of sidelines? Yeah, but I got distracted. Because Manny was like running around trying to flip pretty curves. Oh yeah, Manny was doing stuff. Coasters. Yeah, it's always distracting, isn't it? What's a basilic? Can I see one? Do you have yeah, one? Yeah, now they, they knock on the door. Like, they come no. up to the window and about. I don't want to bring you all down. I just, just want to see it with my eyes. eyes. Like, oh, I've got to see the ducks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Are you coming to join us? No. I'm just going to stand here and be really like... Nah. Nah. This is amazing. What is this? What's these strings made of? Polyurethane. Interesting. And you're going to sit there at school so it's really interesting it's pretty cool I just love the ease of everyone I'm useless. I can't play anything. 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 I can't and then he was like, you just like, you should sing. And I was like, I can't sing. It's covered in a J-clock. I've got two Which ones? I've just, I've just went through you, okay? Oh, that's, yeah, they're good ones. That's my housemate, 
you should listen to them. Yeah, Sam, Sam, that's Sam. Yeah, that la- the last ten minutes might have been a bit insane. I must admit, I'm hoping that the when the audio is coming through, you guys overlap the two conversations, so the audience has to try and filter out so, one. No, no, no. What I'm gonna do? I, I was thinking this thing. <laughs> so Sean, we were over at Sean Miller's place, and he suggested that we 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 hard pan everything. Hundred so percent either side. Hey, hundred percent either way. So I said I would start hard panning when we were over there. Like yeah. I'm not gonna uh, until that point, and then from that point, I'm gonna leave it and yeah. and then it will pay off now because we have two different conversations. But Jade suddenly is on the third mic, so I'm gonna have to keep her in the centre. Jade in the corner. Does anyone put Jade in the corner? No, in the centre. In the middle, yeah. Yeah. Paul's the left and me jerkers to the right. Uh, I tried to make one reference and then he made another. Yeah, I knew you were making. I fucked it up. 
We should probably like. I need to. Yeah, how are we going to do that? Well, we can do it on this phone. This could be fun. With the headphone. Oh, this one. Yeah. I have to sacrifice my yeah. my level tracker. I thought if I if I came back with a dirty dancing reference, you wouldn't actually get it. So instead, I went for insulting you, Bo, with a classic song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same as well. Like when I get one, when I offered you that that fantastic response to Rosa going to dirty dancing, and she didn't even appreciate it. What did you say? I told I told you to tell her to have the time of her life, and she didn't. You know what? No, I told you about that, right? No. I, I went. You know, you know when you go like. So I took your joke and I like, dressed it up. I was like, hey, 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 Rosa. Hey, like, this is time for me talking and messaging. Because you know I was sat next to you whilst you were at this. Were you? Okay. We were on a bus. I don't know what you're talking about. And you went, hey, Rosa, you should have the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rosa was going to a dirty dancing, like, tribute concert in Doncaster, of all places. And we were, hey, hey, Rosa. You know what you know we should do? You know, you should have that. Uh, I hope, I hope really, have, hope, uh, I hope you have a time of your life. Bye. <laughs> Shut the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must admit, over the last three or four minutes, I've not been able to get over the fact that Sam has been taking advice from Sean Morley, which seems like the most dangerous thing you could come to. Did you get any of Did you get any of our treasure? I t- some, not a lot. Alright, we're gonna quiz you. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. No, this is gonna work well. And no, I, I see the pictures because I wasn't here from a lot of okay, it yeah. Uh, that explains a lot, actually. Now that you've right, been... right. I've given you two, but that clue, that first one. That you said Sean Morley gave away a lot, actually. First one. Picture of the floor. Picture of the floor. Oh, Jesus. Wow, floor. Is that outside of Sheffield's train station? Oh, great. What did close. you say? Very outside close. of Sheffield's train station. Mm, just the Okay. Oh no, I don't have the clip. You're losing the clip. I think I've lost the clip. No. Also, there'd be horrible audio if I try and push this through my neck. No, 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 because I know this. Um, Wait, you're on the bus. That's close enough. Yeah. No, but shh. Is that, that's, that's oh, a student right. building on West Street, right? Maybe, yeah. don't use, maybe don't use that phone to, to track it if we're going to use that for that audio. Yeah. Huh? Can't use Chris, can't use Tom's phone. I can, I can ship. Because we're going to be trailing around this microphone. Um, but Tom's got his iPhone. Oh, you've also got an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Airdrop, man. I was saying keep that on it. Never mind. Come on. Sorry. What? Don't know, doesn't matter, it's fine, it works both ways. Do you know what I love? Oh, can you just go on? Just start recording. Your phone is uh, pushing your podcast, and my phone pushes their podcast. That's true. You've got your strike merch, I've got my dispatches on the communal bathroom. <laughs> that's very true. What are you, I'm curious, what are you using to record? Just voice recorder. Uh, what, voice memos? Voice yeah, memos, yeah. yeah. Cool, okay. Just press recorder. Yeah, there you go. And then fiddle about with the mic to make sure that it's that mic. I'm assuming, yeah, no, it's using it. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I and then we'll just, we'll just stop and airdrop it afterwards. Yeah, 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 sure, that's fine. I currently own Strike merch, but I'd be very interested in the Molly cover art as some kind of 
touch. I think that's product. a great cover art. It's fantastic. Oh, well, it's very hard on it. We want it. We we're going to put it on the fridge. We need to put it up in high enough quality. Do you know what it is? You know, it's Molly's dog Rufus. Yeah, I know. Yeah, What's yeah, the basis yeah, yeah. of this? We don't know that bit. It's a Bob Dylan. Um, album. It's a Bob Dylan album. Yeah, I was trying to work out what album yeah. it was. It's Empire, Empire oh. Burlesque. <laughs> so it's not so even like a good one, right? No. So, <laughs> so my friend Dave is obsessed with Bob Dylan. So I and he, ha- I think he has it on vinyl. So yeah. it's like an album cover I'm familiar with. Okay. And then I saw this picture of Molly's dog, and I was like thinking about this. And then I was looking at Bob Dylan album covers, and I was like, oh yeah, I recognise that album cover. That picture of a dog will fit on there. Yeah. So I was like, this is what I'm going to do today. No, yeah. it's good. It was good. This is my whole day now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> I said the most insulting. I was like, I was like, but Molly, is that Rufus, or is it just like a Google image of a Schnauzer? And she was no, like, no, that's not. <laughs> She was not so super yeah. Was it very obviously her dog? Well, I've met Rufus a couple of times and he's a little shit. Like, <laughs> oh, he looks do, so you know, cute. do you know how people... So you can't identify him unless he's pissing you off? Yeah, do you know how people, like, love their dog, like, like their kids? Because obviously, like, now Molly's brother's, like, 14. The dog's a new baby. Like, her mum thought, I'm not going to go through this for, like... 50 years but we'll have someone that lives maybe 16 so they got a schnauzer and um, like when I walk in it like yaps and everything and they're always like oh he's a guard dog you know he's a guard dog our roof he's a guard dog he just thinks you're a predator he thinks you're an intruder and I'm like he's a little bastard I've got a Labrador (laughs) he's just not trained and he's just come up like have a bit of a nod and then plod back off again oh Rufus is a little shit (laughs) she's got slippers dedicated to the little so when Molly listens to this podcast she's not going to make it she's She's already in half hours now she's only ever (laughs) she's only ever dedicated herself to listen to the one with her, 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 her. Yeah, I, made, I made her listen to it for 24 minutes and she listened till the end she listened all the way on the tram because she thought it was really she actually thought it was really funny to be fair the first part was a bit shit I listened to the first part but I had my Bob Dylan uh, cover yeah. I like Pissing in the Wind this is the, the problem yeah, is Pissing the, in the Wind was good the problem is that in my mind it's hard to decouple the recording from the the edit well exactly so we Chris, talked about this. Chris polished <laughs> a perfect turn uh, that was that was great <laughs> Like it was that recording was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> was it? Not a nightmare, but like I don't know. It, it, wasn't, the, it wasn't the best. But is this what happens when it you needed a, it needed a lot of your words to explain why that dance music song existed? Oh yeah, that was great. But you said way too much as well. <laughs> so I left loads of the front end. And then after we played it, you talked about it still, <laughs> about justifying it. And I was like, why is this all on this bit here? Why is this still happening? You should know she's making a conscious effort now to change her Facebook. Because she's like... <laughs> if that's the public profile, yeah. Because, well, this so she has a dog and she likes a beauty. Like, what making changes in people's lives. Well, this happened in first year because we got to uni and like... Because like, obviously, do you know you do that thing where you find each other on Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, like, oh, you'd like this, you like that. You'd yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, like, but like, my housemate Jay was like, oh, like, when like, I expected Molly, like, she's blonde, she's really hot, and she works at Topshop. So, like, that's I expect- the creepiest thing. Yeah, but who's also like, so I just expected to burp in my face less, and I was like, very valid point. And like, she was a bit like, a bit touch and go then, but now she's like, because she's worked at Topshop for five years, but she's like, I don't, I think I'm gonna have to assess my Facebook kind of persona. She does still work there, right? Yeah, she does still work there. She has a metal hall. 
So she's aware already. that like she can hide stuff from strangers, right? What uh, what her shift happens, Jade? Just so uh, our listeners can go and visit her. <laughs> she actually works in the shoe department. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All the pump shoes. You go outside, right? I don't, not very often. Well, Certainly not for clothes shops. No, not for shoes. I went through a phase of buying a lot of Topshop shoes. <laughs> but every pair of Topshop shoes under £50 that I've bought has fallen apart within a month. Yeah, that's what shoes under £50 No, do. that's what stuff from Topshop Yeah, it's yeah. just a Topshop specific. It's fast food for clothes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Topshop jeans just, like, they do. But I can't remember the last Unicorn. time there was a shape that really catered was catered for us in Top Shop. A long time ago. It's all about Uniqlo. It is all about Uniqlo because they they come you in. completely dressed at Uniqlo. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pants and everything. As long as you don't reach Giacomo, I think you're okay. Oh, yeah, good. Like that's a bit. real yeah, I'm, I'm bottom half Uniqlo, bottom boots. I went in Giacomo to buy my step grandpa some shirts. And like the guy seemed like Classic quite ex- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a double XL. No, just that you have a step grandpa. That's yeah. the, for the beginning of that. I, my step grandpa as well now has a new wife called Gina, and I don't know what she is to me. And here's another confusing Nothing one. really. Just so a woman. Like, what? Yeah, a woman married to a person you're not related to. Wait, so, so, wait, so, so your grandmother. Yeah. Uh, no, it's my stepmom's dad. But my stepmom's mum died, and now he's Why would you even know this person? Right, so, yeah, so wait, wait, wait. So your your dad's wife, who is not your mother. Yeah. So she has a father. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but you're you're close with them. So she he's yeah. kind of your stepmom. Fair enough. So then he married. He's now he's been de- like dating for about four years. This lady called Gina. My, my my biggest complication is my mum's ex-boyfriend Phil, his wife Jenny, I used to spend a lot of time with, but now Phil and Jenny have got divorced. So I probably see Jenny more than I see Phil, but I don't know what she is to me. And my it's a woman that you know. My yeah. mum is currently divorcing my stepdad, who now has a new fiance. What is Rachel to me? And what is Rachel's granddaughter? Because she's spending all of her time with my sister. Oh my god. I mean, the, the, the logical answer is nothing. But... <laughs> so she's my former stepdad's new step granddaughter. I think we can just establish that you have a mother and a father. I mean, that's, that's actually not. No, that's it's not, not simple. That, it's not that straightforward. <laughs> Really not. Well, it's never that simple with Arzine. <laughs> Arzines. Arzines. She's on one at the minute as well. Online, on, she's deleted all the online dating accounts, so this she's is, uh, she's left her with she's left herself with three men. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> she has three men in her life. Yeah. Times are hard. James, can I just remind you what? we are recording? <laughs> yeah, she's not going to listen. But, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, you know, but Jade also doesn't care. Days, I know, I know. You can tell the days when the men don't reply to her texts because oh she talks to you. No, because she. Does she buy another dog? No, she posts a picture of our, our cat. Of she gets another tattoo. So she yeah, she'll post it like, "Oh, just laid in bed with Dorothy. Can't get rid of her. What's she like?" Or she'll post a picture of our Labrador, just saying, "My main man Alfred. Now that the kids are at school." Hashtag 
hashtag Tinder's dead to me. She went on Tinder. Because she, she's not going to knock you. She doesn't understand how to download apps. <laughs> she's going to knock you, Lumia. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I'm going to show you my mum. She also does just get tattoos when she's born. She got three tattoos last week. She got three tattoos in a week. But you said that three weeks ago. Is it? Eight, it, was, oh right, it was a couple of weeks ago, yeah. But what of? What were these? The stepkids, she thinks. She didn't have any stepkids. I don't want to say you're very similar looking, but you are very similar. Yeah. You don't usually wear glasses, do you? Well, I do. Do you? Yeah. What are these tattoos of? Very good question. You don't know? <laughs> the ones she got last week are. Is it is it only after like three or so messages on the that she shows them to them? She got her an, a horrendous one on her arm. And I've told her this because she keeps going. I like you aren't like my tattoos on Facebook, and I'm like because none of them. <laughs> because I don't like your tattoos. Yeah, I, was, I don't really do any of them. Can you can you imagine having that relationship with your mother? I can't imagine my mother getting a tattoo. Yeah. So so listeners, can you remember what <laughs> what Sam's mum sounded like and how? Think back. She she ten hours ago. She oh. chopped up the the cherry tomatoes and put them into that salad bowl. And, Oh, I remember. It's just very nice. We eat cherry tomatoes. Well, yeah, very memorable. You get it. You get it. Oh, 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 yeah. No, in a, in a week or so, I'm going to be kicking myself. Yeah. I can't imagine your mum ever having. I can't imagine my mum ever having a tattoo. I'm sure there's probably Catholic doctrine. We did get it on tape. Time. Time. Yeah. I mean, if there's anything to take the piss out with my mum, it's her accent. Yeah. To get three tattoos in a week. Mum's a yam. I've okay. remembered the worst one that she got that week, actually, yeah. <laughs> right. so, worst one in the week. This Jesus. is an okay one. This is on the she inside like of her ankle. Man, da, so that's da, 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 da. This is the inside of her ankle. It's got no meaning whatsoever. Come she, like a, she, just want, she just wants a brooch. But the yeah, problem, it looks like a, leg. a ruby brooch. Well, the problem is, is that she actually, the week before that, got a fly that was like a kind of ruby in the centre. It's very similar. There's also no, the, the, no the, use the, the, the encrusted casing yeah, for the brooch it, like, looks like a mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah, it looks like kind of a, yeah, like a mirror, but with a ruby centre. So she got this, but then realised it looks like a blue bottle and had to then get it covered up by a red a stern. <laughs> it is a fly. It is a fly. It's a fly on a rose. Yeah. 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 But she also got a rose recently and on her arm, on her foot. Okay. And then this is the worst one that I'm currently hating on. It's meant to be a peacock, but it looks like a, a cock. It looks like a phoenix, but someone ran out of the good felt tips. Like <laughs> they were doing it at primary school, and someone had already gone for the reds and the blacks, and they had to just deal with it. Although you showed me this, I think that's actually my favourite one of all. It's the worst. Yeah, but do you want to know where it is? Yeah, where? No, not really. <laughs> it's Tramp Stamp Central at the bottom of her back. And do you know what it's a good location for that? And do you know what it is a cover up of? No. Your stepdad's name? No. A Chinese <laughs> A Chinese symbol that she randomly got one day when I was four. D- does but it mean strength? It to her? She, do you know what's up? She didn't even find out what the word meant. Like she oh, didn't for fuck she even try that, it just looked remotely like a Z and then it begins to one. Parsi. Yeah. Mum is illiterate in English, let alone Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? That's okay to say. Yeah. 
So she thinks the Mandarin is just some type of orange? Wait. I got into an argument the other day at work. I'm going to tell you about it. So these people came in and they were Japanese and um, I got brought out from... Japanese? Yeah, I got... They were definitely Japanese. It's a, it's a fundamental part of this story. So I got what? determined that they were Japanese. The fact they told me repeatedly. They were Japanese. I am Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Continue the story. <laughs> if you please. So, I'm um, Japanese if you don't please. I got like like I got dragged out as like the member of management for the day. And they wanted to hand out Chinese versions of like descriptions about products. They wanted to like print like type up a thing and me to give it out. And what I was trying to explain is that I don't speak Chinese. And they were like, yeah, that's why you need these Chinese descriptions. And I was like, but I as a person can't put my name to these documents that I yeah, hand yeah, out to people because I can't proofread them. And he's like, but trust me, I can speak Chinese. And I was like, I trust you, don't you worry. But no. And then he was like, well, what if we did alternative signs? And I was like, we're a global business. We've got a head office in Poole. We can't just have like a paper copy of a sign next to it. What you should, what you should have said to them was, you need your own independent Japanese people to verify that this is actually Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wanted to put a sign in my window and I was like I'm not having you sign in my window <laughs> and the argument was that they they do like a tour of like when the Chinese students arrive in Sheffield they give them tell them all the good places to go and he was like I'll do business for you but as a company we don't believe in paid advertising so he wanted me to pay him to put us on this map and I was like for starters we don't need to be on your map and he was like, but what about the students? I was like, they'll turn up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, cool. And I was like, we don't believe we don't believe in paid advertising. It's not something we do. Jade works in Lush. Did we say this at any point? No. 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 And I didn't say it because this is my job. Oh, yeah. Although it's so places are available but they're probably not as good no go to Lush yeah. Lush is pretty good go to Lush in Sheffield see Jade she'll give me a 10% discount this guy use the code 12-hour <laughs> bath <laughs> you go into the you go into Lush in Sheffield and you go I would like a 12-hour bath Holy shit, if you guys saw you up. I was say, if you guys got a fucking endorsement from like Lush or something at this point with the code. They don't know paid advertising, Tom. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> this, uh, what can, what, oh, well, what kind of discounts can they expect if they go in and say 12 hour bath to you, Jake? They can't. Oh, they, come on. If what somebody could came you in and said 12 hour bath to you? If they came up to me personally yeah, and said, can, can we have a 12 hour bath? But not in the store, I could definitely give them a free bath bomb. Chris can do what? I thought you were going to cut that off before bomb. Chris, <laughs> free bar, give them a free bar. <laughs> Chris can vouch for my extensive Lush collection. Yeah. What have we evaluated it? Uh, you have two grand's worth of Lush oh, products in your, ha- in your house. Ma- no, it's two grand. Cool. It's, 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 it's probably two grand trade value. RRP, it's probably about £900 worth. But then. That's still a lot. I still a lot just for I've probably spent it for, like, yeah. Yeah, I've got like. I mean, it's not cheap, guys, but it's the best. <laughs> um, That's lush. We don't cut corners because we ethically source all of our ingredients. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, we don't test on animals. We're one hundred percent vegetarian, eighty-three percent vegan. And um, we have minimal packaging. That's why a lot of our products are naked. What's made of animal? 
Pardon? What's made of animal? Um, Nothing. You said well, it's 83% vegan. Uh, like it's vegan. Uh, yeah, so so milk-based We've got lanolin into our products. This is sanguine aging. We've got honey. We could probably see out the next hour of this podcast. If we just, like, make uh, Jane talk about Lush, <laughs> she could just go on about it. It'd be great. Oh, back to, back to what I was saying, though. Mm. This went on for 40 minutes. Oh, by the Japanese guy? Yeah. Jesus. And his girlfriend was translating for me, and he kept saying, sorry, I'm Japanese. Just how I give you this information. But basically, she understood my point, and he didn't. So he kept arguing back with me via her, but then she'd argue back before I even had to say it because she, <laughs> yeah. she'd already honed in so, on, yeah, on my. Yeah. So how often was she just rolling her eyes at this? Yeah, point? and she's like, so like I kept saying like, like my argument was like all of it, what we have comes from head office, and I could just keep like he'd say something and she'd just go head office, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. Is anything? I don't know anything about Japanese people. Hierarchy. Hierarchy is important. But yeah, he kept shouting at me and he kept being like, do you want a promotion? And at one point I just, like, I just went, not particularly. I, I want to graduate and get like graduate and get a graduate job. This isn't my life, random Japanese I was like, also, you've asked for the manager. So right now, this is as far as my job can progress. Anything else I have to move? Like, but yeah, um, that went on for a long time. And like, he kept just being like, but my boss wants us to have a business agreement. And I was like, but I can't offer you any money. Yeah. And I don't want to be on your map. And it went on for a really long time. Yes. I don't talk about lunch that much, do I? No, you don't. It depends whether we let you or not. It's when you when you start, you can go. <laughs> Is this like what did I try and tell you about? Yeah, and then there was like, and that was worth a backstory. Where I started momentum. telling you about like <laughs> aloe gel and. Tom Bullock, where do you think this is? Oh Christ! Uh, so See, I realised it was get? jammed. Yes. I oh, jammed on West Street. I got it too. Oh, we were on a bus. We were on a bus. I got the bus. I got the Question number three. Where is this? That must be within Sean Morley's house. Yeah, it was Sean Morley's. I was going to say that would be what I'd have said. That's very interesting. Is it actually short? No, is it a young so Chris? This is a very close-up yes. close photo of my face when I was 14. Well, shit. So this is at your house? Yeah, this is my That's house. amazing. Okay, this one. This is a Tom Bullock special. This is such a cruel fucking question. Like, it's a door hinge. There's a picture ah, of a door hinge. No, it's a very specific door hinge. A very door specific hinge. door hinge that you will know well. You will know well. Will I? You will have used this door once. Ah, oh, for God's sake. Relating to the previous thing that you suggested. Is it in Sean So, Sean Morley says, oh, it's to his um, basement. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Morley Sean Morley's cellar hinge. Morley and Baluk. Now, where was Tom Bullock? I never corrected Where was Tom Bullock? Where in the world was Tom Bullock? Were you in intervals? No. I've been to that pub though and I know I have. It's not a pub. And now I previously uh, guessed a pub. Bessemer. It's I not noticed. a pub. Look at me but I've been there haven't I? Of course you have. If you're a student of Sheffield you've probably been there. Is it a bar? No. <laughs> Are you being that specific with your... Yeah. I, I don't no, know. No I know it's that not floor. A bar, it's not a pub. Don't tell anyone because I need more information. Okay, so I have one clue, but it has to be somewhat. Uh, your friend works there. I have friends. <laughs> well, kinda, tenuously, maybe. I don't Facebook, I guess. Ha. 
the look of confusion was great. And I'm a student, yes. and I've been there. Yeah. And it's not a pub. It's not a pub. Am I good friends with them? I don't know. Like you certainly know them. If I explain, I this only to really the, know them because of you. <gasps> the you in Coffee Revolution? I was. Well done. Coffee Revolution. Coffee, coffee Revolution. Revolution. Uh, okay. Because that's that's a, that's a bit between shop. the yeah. no Adam, but it's uh, a Adam, bit sorry, it's what? a bit between the surface, isn't it? It's a bit of wooden uh, floor. No, it's the wooden flooring between uh, like basically the kind of the, the actual bar, like the the coffee yeah. place and stuff, and then goes on to the the seating area for the customers. Where's Coffee Revolution? In the University of Sheffield. Oh God, that one terrified me. I couldn't work it out. Terrified you? That site is not pleasant. What do you mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, exactly. Bell where where the do you think that's from? Rose. Oh God! We established that you would probably get this one. This is really. This was, the, this was like I've spoken. This was like we need to give Tom more clues now because we've been a bit silly with this. Yeah, no, that one actually got me, and I feel awful now that I don't get it. Uh, this mm. wasn't fine. Go on. My living room. I've never been to yours. But. Never. You do know that my entire house is decorated with Disney princesses. Oh, like, I'm supposed How to know that I know that. Tom's supposed to keep in his head. <laughs> okay, this one was very abstract. shit that I read and write? This is very abstract. Yeah, this one so was we're going to skip that one because that was too hard. So this one. This is Chris in a chair. It was a good chair. Chris so, was this when you guys related to the previous? Is this when you guys were in the diamond? Yes. I was informed of that. But <laughs> quite wonderfully. Uh, do you know where this one is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I realised that one afterwards. Yeah, after I asked for a consonant. Yeah. <laughs> was it B? I mean, no, we're not in the, no yet, Tyrone. No, send it to the, send it to the board game. Did you work out where I was? Like, you should have just sent a picture of the spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I wasn't playing my balls at that point. That was during the uh, the teapot's break where we have uh, all of the announcements and stuff made. The what? Oh, we have teapots, announcements. That's just, uh, the name yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that was just, they weren't even my juggling. Well, some of them were my juggling balls, but most of them weren't. <laughs> yeah. Um, has anyone... I mean, it's a bit late in the day, but has anyone... I've messaged Alex. Alex, yeah, that's what I was I think say. Well, the thing is they have the um, the Shrimps AGM today, so... Um, I've already announced that on the podcast. Yeah. Wow, well, I'm sorry to reiterate. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what he's he's doing at this point, sadly. We in all fairness, see. he'll normally probably do AGM interval bed, because yeah. 9 to 5, isn't he? And it's true, he's one of the had an interview this morning. He did. I spent a lot of time with him afterwards, actually. It was very interesting. I think it was alright, and then he had one at 6 o'clock. Uh, well, he had some sort of meeting at about 6 o'clock today to determine some other job. But I think he's more interested in the one in the morning. Yeah, um, he said it was. I bumped into him because now I live on my mum and dad's again. Yep. So he lives like just around the corner from me now. Isn't uh, Northfield Road, something like that? Yeah, Northfield, yeah. In Crooks. I was going to say, uh, so was he just up the road from you? Like yeah, he was just, vertically up. Yeah, yeah, he was he was coming down on his bike down yeah. Western Road, and I bumped into him, and I was like, "Oh, Alex, we're recording the thing today." He was like, "Yeah, I'm on the way to uh, a work interview. thing." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, I know he was. Uh, uh, he did tell me that uh, he was very you guys excited about it because it uh, is double the amount he gets paid now. It's double the amount he gets possibly paid. Possibly in a job that he might enjoy. He would do, yeah, because it's basically... Oh shit, what was it called? Um, Some kind of marketing social media. Uh, yeah, it's like... Um, oh shit. It's like events, gonna, events organising, I think was the wording. Yeah. So he basically... So he would essentially be... Alex, um, the guy who doesn't like committing to any form of project. 
Yeah, but what Alex does like doing is delegating. And giving people ideas and having other people do the work around the ideas that he presents. And that's what his job would be. Plus, he'd work in the workstation, which is his favourite place to work anyway, because it's lovely around there. Oh, it'd be that showroom. Yeah. Because it's lovely around there. So, Yeah. yeah. It's pretty ideal for him if he does get it. Plus, it's also part of a graduate scheme. So, that also reflects well for the scheme, which benefits him as well. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, anyway, I made that last part up. Oh, okay. Are we staying here or are we going to do Brownie Bay? It's oh, late, no, isn't it? Left it. No, late. that's it. Too late. We have now. We're in the final hour. Lost the brown bear. I mean, we are in the final hour, but I'm, oh, the brown. I mean, we're clearly going past 12 hours at this point. <laughs> I mean, we have to make it back to yours. Though. Oh, do we? Yeah, I think we should at least make it back to yours. I was really hoping that we might just go. We're That's not, it. We're not recording anymore. Can we have another pint where we don't have to think about what we're saying all no, the time? No, no, no. You must always tread carefully when you're speaking. At all times. <laughs> but I've never met Sam Bradley got a mic on. No, look, I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> I think we go to, I think we go twelve. We've, we're nearly there. No, that's what I'm saying. I think I think thirteen. Silly. You yeah. Want, 13, go for 13. No, I'm saying, I think... Thinking about this, uh, compared to your usual podcast, is this going to be, like, released raw, or is it going to yeah. have some... That's what I asked, no, that's what I asked Chris, okay. but I kept that's getting better. very, like, snide answers. Snide? snide. I think we're just going to... Basically, I'm just going to stitch it all together. As one yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What did I say? But you're obviously going to listen to it at double speed, so you probably won't be able to understand this. Oh, two and a half at least. <laughs> <laughs> I love Overcast for that. It's the best fucking So you app. get this done in four hours? Yeah, yeah totally. Oh, Does it not drive you mental? No, it, no you tune yourself you... to it. Yeah, no, but we this don't. is not. Given the number of podcasts I listen to, you definitely do. I do. But yeah, this but is not even going to be inside like one clean environment. This is going to be very messy. No. Oh, like the worst one I've ever heard is um, like there's some guys called Sleepy Cabin, which are based on like a load of Newgrounds animators. From and for the record, the reason I know about them is because in first year of university, the internet was so poor I couldn't actually watch TV or anything, so I had okay. to watch Flash animations all of the time. And these guys, they have this podcast where there's usually about five or six people and none How many of them years ago was this what the sleepy cast or when oh when I was yeah. uh, first year undergraduate eight years ago fucking hell yeah I'm 26 let that one sink in um I, same for you too so whatever um yeah. similar for you too yeah go god that's embarrassing for you <laughs> <laughs> not really no not really. Well, um, being 27 kind of half sucks so also if you mean yeah. what to know there was that like well that's reassuring for my 27 because oh, you have to do the PhD and then yeah, yeah there's no like job. kind of first half of being 27 wasn't very fun but yeah, also no, if that... you make it out of the other side of 27 you're yeah, pretty yeah. much going to be alive for a while smooth, smooth sailing it's a 365 no, days of it's a historically accurate fact that no one actually dies in the years after 27 exactly. until at least 60 <laughs> I think I'm going to say 40 actually maybe in half life begins though but um, yeah, essentially listening to like the sleepy cast, like five or six people talking over each other at yeah. twice speed is one of the most insane things I, like I've ever endured. But that this would be did. nothing compared. Oh yeah, of course. I think maybe only you could. Like it's basically this is suffering, but at the same time I've already started. Yeah. That's that's usually my argument, oh, which yeah. is why all of the fucking like design things I do, all of the juggling stuff I do, it's just like well I started, so I might as well finish. I am the Magnus Magnuson of life. 
<laughs> and that is the second time today I have made a fucking Magnus Magnuson reference. <laughs> and that is a worrying thing. I'm really glad that, that, that our podcast features that. Yeah, you're Magnus welcome. Magnus Magnuson reference. <laughs> so you just steam through this. Yeah, like, I was going to get that. Our reference to my, <laughs> our reference to my mum earlier is just like, yeah, first, like, yes. Yeah. I am, um, yeah. although I'm in the same room as you, I don't, I, 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 don't, get, I don't get it. What? The reference. What, Magnus Magnuson? He was the original host of Mastermind, the show famous for uh, the... After asking the question... Yeah, basically, if the buzzer goes, I've started to I'll finish the question. I do watch Mastermind. Thank you for it's all the right. context. Then you should have... Wa- like, if you ever watched the finals, Magnus Magnuson used to be the one who would come along and present on the, fi- like, the final episode until no, I believe he passed away. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Right? He's, he's so old, he's dead. <laughs> he might as well. So he's basically he's, 28. He's basically well, he 28. Any, any, any age between 27 and dead. I mean, if you survived <laughs> killing yourself in 27, then 28. Yeah. 28 to infinity. Yeah. I'm 70% of the way through my application for the chase, but it's so fucking long. Like... I thought it'd just be like I've had to list my GCSEs. What? I've had to list my personality. Yeah, 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 but this is just the application form. Like, yeah, the application oh, form right. to then get invited to an interview yeah, yeah. before a screen test. Have you been on, t- on a television game show before? I've not. Honestly, I want to apply. I, must to I have. What have you been it on? wasn't until this moment in time that I realised you were even talking about a television game yeah. show. What have you been on? What were you on? I was on Wordplay. Yeah, the Channel 5 game show that was between in the ad breaks between Neighbours no it was before Neighbours in the afternoon was it about Melanie Sykes or someone like Uh, that no I don't remember it was terrible I remember watching it I remember watching it at your mum and dad's house yeah because they recorded it because they recorded it which year was this you didn't look or sound like you Okay, so there was a very real chance that probably not me, but someone who I used to live with would have watched you do that. Yeah, yeah. No, nice. I mean, we watched it. Someone who was obsessed with that show. No, but the, the shows around it. Yeah, so right, we, okay. we used to watch Afternoon Neighbours, Skyping off the union, like Yeah, and uh, this show was on, and it was like they showed an email address, it was like email us whatever, like if you want to be on the show. So I was like, yeah, all right. I emailed them and they were like, sure. And they called me up and they were asked, just like, talk to me. And they were like, yeah, you can come on. Because they needed, because it was every day, five days a week. Yeah. So, like, yeah. they burned through people. They so needed quickly. people. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it's a very good experience because nice. you got food, like, you get all made up, you get stand in this TV studio, see you how did it make works. It, like, you get made up as well because yeah. you didn't look like you. <laughs> You'd look like a weird waxwork version of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then you answer the I Jerry Anderson really version of Sam Raimi. Yeah. I would scrape through yeah. the first round. And like the bright lights, and you're a little bit nervous. You're like, yeah. huh. I, I like juggling. Like you had nice. like a thing. Didn't you have to have so a was, thing? I'd been learning to unicycle at nice. the time. So they said they, you know, they asked you beforehand anything just yeah. anything yeah and I said oh I've been learning to unicycle and so they latched onto that like of that course. was the thing and you know it's like the poor guy I think from I think it was JLS or something one of the guys could do a, like a backflip so a he was contractually yeah. obliged yeah. to a backflip on every TV show yeah. that he appeared on was it, is that true? yeah I can't remember the fourth member but it's it's, it's not Austin it's not Marvin it's not JB <laughs> so it must be the other one but I can't remember his bloody name yeah Arisha Arisha is the fourth one so it must be I think it's JB 
And I, I don't like JLS, I want to count I only that. know anything about JLS because of A, the back thing, and B, J is equal to L plus S. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yeah, L is equal to angular momentum, S is spin, J is total angular momentum, sorry, total angular momentum of the system. It's only in quantum systems that it matters. And the way that it works out is a really weird kind of sum of but vectors and stuff. Nothing that you know about, Sam? No, I kind of ignore that kind of physics. Oh, okay. It's like the kind of physics that I That's like. That's the kind of physics I go. go. Yep. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, no, it's a I, pat no, on the head. I, yeah, I understand all the words you said, and I. We like to Okay. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll keep That's talking about it. I'll just say, yep. Good. <laughs> And that is useful because we'll ask our consultant. That's interesting. Yeah. We'll yeah. ask our consultant physicist. That is a thing. Thank you very much, consultant <laughs> physicist. Yeah. And now off we go. Yeah. Let's let's do something useful with that. Yeah. Yeah. See, I want I want <laughs> to go on tipping point, but they're not they're not accepting applications until September. So I'm a bit like I don't know if I can hold out till then. I know for graduate school. Well, this is the point, like, because I had to make up something to spend my money on as well. Because if I won, like, if I won it, I would spend it on rent. Like, tipping yeah. point. Tipping point is the one that's basically a giant two p machine. Oh God! But, oh, so the thing is, you on average win about four thousand pound, but it's piss easy. Multiple oh. choice all the way through. On average, in the sense that if you win, you will win. Uh, no, but like I'd say. 70% of people who aren't idiots win it and I've been going through a streak where I've got all of the questions in the final round correct for a couple it's of weeks now I was going to say also not the stuff up to that point they're fairly fine for no but I mean like oh no I get most of the questions throughout right but right. the final rounds I've been like keeping track of right okay the chase I'm thinking I'm probably only about 60% of the actual answers that I get at home right on TV Okay. And the thing is, as well, it's a question of your pride. Like, sometimes you wouldn't want to guess a question, like, guess an answer, because you think it's wrong. Uh, but it's actually not. Do you get... Yes. No, I get You'd want to go for a pass, wouldn't you? Sometimes I know I know an answer. Yeah, but you don't say it. I don't want to say it, because I don't want to be... I don't want to get it wrong in, a, in an area of knowledge that isn't my comfort zone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I think it's worth always it. always guess. I think it's worse if it's in your comfort zone. Is it, mm, yeah, oh, no, but that, yeah, that's... The only way, the only reason, I would say, oh, I feel like it's probably, it might be something like this, and then you would say it. But if when I it, didn't know, if you don't know an answer, if you don't know an answer, you say, I genuinely don't know. Like, but if it's, yeah. the, if it's the cash build around, you've got two minutes of quick-fire questions, you haven't got time to fuck around. Oh yeah. You're going for a pass. I find, yeah. talking I find nothing more embarrassing though than <laughs> nothing more embarrassing though than seeing someone on a quiz show and you can see why they've said something but it is horribly, horribly wrong. Like, like that's fine. Like, no, but they've met, you can that. see the, the you can see the bad logic yeah. that they've made. Yeah. yeah, but that's fine. Like you can see the logic that Like made. I remember um I remember um, when I was at school, my dad was one of the teachers, and he took an assembly, and um, we were talking about uh, Joshua fighting the battle at Jericho, and uh, my dad said to, to the assembled children, Don't know, anyone know where Jericho was? Do you know where Jericho was? It was in Egypt or something like that. I stuck my hand Greece. up and went, is it near Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> And um, anyway, 
He looks at me like, and his own son amongst, amongst these kids. What the hell are you on about? And he moved on. He moved on to like one of the kids. And then after about 30 seconds, he went, I know what you're talking about. And then he looked, and then he, like, like a little aside, he goes, I know what you're thinking. And he went back, because he worked out what I was thinking. And I was thinking of Jarrow in, in Newcastle. Oh, God. And then I could still remember in my mind the sadness with which I felt my own father looking back at me amongst an assembled 300 children, looking back and going, I know what you're thinking of. Swat. Like you didn't oh, say that bit, but have like you heard a, the last thirty seconds of Cogs whirring like to get to that point. Yep, I know what you're thinking of. I don't know why you're thinking of that. No, don't matter, carry on. I'm, anyone, le- I'm anyone leaving you behind, that. son, and I'm moving on. I am Final straw. I want an assembly. It's because we've done something about the Jarrow's Jarrow like I mixed up all of the things that I'd learned at school. We've done the Jarrow minor strike. <laughs> in history. Christ. The 1911 Jarrow minor strike. I was like, oh, Jellicoe's. <laughs> <laughs> near South Shields, that. <laughs> just, off, uh, just off the time. I, right, um, okay. I was in an assembly and they showed like a picture of a woman and they were saying like how she did like this like inspirational humanitarian work. And I, I'd recently been watching like a documentary about Paul McCartney, like with my mum. And I thought it was Heather Mills. Sure. But it was well, J.K. Rowling. Nice. And as someone who's read all the Harry Potters, it was really awkward. To be fair, J.K. Rowling and Heather Mills kind of look pretty similar. But the the point is, is like... Until you watch them walk. (laughs) Tom Bullock taking it there. And with that, I'm going to get another point. I was the person where they let it play out that people didn't know it, and then they went... Um, Does does anybody owe me a drink? Maybe Sam. I owe you a drink. I owe Jade a drink. So it's your round. Basically. I mean, it is mine. It's your round. <laughs> so no, Tom. Get, get your own point. Yeah, we'll get around. Come on, get your own round. But my my teacher turned around to me, and you know, like the hope of wanting it to end, where they like they like they move on the room, uh, but then they just want the child um, to say the right answer, and that was what I was famed for. And then when I said Heather Mills, you saw the hope disappear in the child behind their eyes. That it wasn't going to happen for them. J.K. Rowling, the, yeah. the writer of books that probably all of the... And the Iron Like always. a lot of the Assignment of Children would have... It was the first proper paperback book that I read cover to cover. Thank you. Thank you. Please. Please. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yes or no? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, Bex is fine. Bex is fine. Oh, Tom's back. Hi. I was gonna say there wasn't exactly much of a wait. I wanted to pop some. Uh, I wanted to pop some, uh, but I didn't want to leave Chris alone. Talking to himself. Bad podcast etiquette. I don't know. He does it a lot anyway. So Hello. his podcast. Uh, also, you replied to everyone's message apart from mine. Bex and What? Because you were the only one who sent a text message. I felt like I felt. <laughs> I thought because their forms of communication were unsuccessful. Like, to be honest, I had spent like like the two hours of teapots not answering anyone on my phone. It's all right. It's all right. You, you, you'll get over it. I did. It's just upset that you weren't here. <laughs> Oh, dear. Wow. 
For the record, Jade elegantly fell into her own chair. Nothing. <laughs> so that went out well. So how does it feel to be out of Chapel Town now? Good, really good. I can imagine. The freedom. The freedom to just walk into town if I wanted to, rather than have to wait for a, a bus that will take 40 minutes. Yeah, Paul seemed to be having a lot of fun in it today, but I don't know, it's Paul. Paul went to Chapel Town today. Yeah, no, yeah. We, we saw... I saw some uh, like tweets about that. Yeah, his his he fleeting video message. clip, wasn't it? Yeah, him in a traffic jam. Yeah, on the M1. I think he was on the way. Yeah, and then he was buggering off to, well, collecting his IKEA thing, which he then subsequently. Wait, I, I don't know the order of this now because I wasn't paying a lot of attention. But I th- why? Why was he going to Chapel Town? He didn't explain it. He went to the HSBC in Chapel Town. I'm assuming there was a reason. I'm just not privy to it. He wouldn't have gone all the way to Chapel Town just to go to. The Hong Kong Shanghai Banking Corporation. Um, Would he? It seems somewhat out of character. However, there is always the possibility. I mean, I know the his, the only other thing that was happening that day was him buying, uh, also him erecting some sort of IKEA furniture and geocaching somewhere in a wood. Oh, that's in an impromptu manner. Yeah. But that, that's all I know that he ended up doing. He was very he used to do that. Is it? Uh, Paul Beauchamp. Beecham, if you will. Of the, uh, the Strike family. They, Never they heard of them. remember from, from likes and things from Facebook. Did you talk about Strike? Strike. What about it? Nothing positive. I've been on that. Once I hear bad things. <clears throat> I've been fast enough podcast. Well... My first of, 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 um, of um, the reboot. <laughs> of the reboot. <laughs> the third or fourth reboot. <laughs> I like to think of it as like, you know... The beginning of time. Per, I was going to say Percy 2005 Doctor Who. So similar. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Doctor Who is kind of, is kind of the Wait, middle so, and the end of time. And, yeah. So you're saying the mezzanine is the Eccleston era? Oh, I love the mezzanine era. The mezzanine was very nice. We've lost the thread on our own. Lost the thread. So their, old, their old flat had a mezzanine, and it was beautiful. It was a weird it was building. A good, it was a good flat. It was pretty good, but it was like just it was basically a renovated Manny. factory. Tom, have you met Manny? Oh uh, no. Manny's out. Oh, oh, maybe I have actually. It's about Thirteen and a half hours in. <laughs> yeah. It just keeps going. <laughs> Give us the two. Can we have the intro? Yeah. Give us the intro. I don't know the. Oh, we didn't do the intro. I meant to do this. I meant to say, oh, Chris, now we're starting. We should do the intro. We should like acoustic the intro. (laughs) I don't. I can't remember any of the chords to my own songs. (laughs) That's reassuring. It's bad, isn't it? Well, if I just start singing, come to the bathroom, get a real good wash. It's like, there's like a, there's a really satisfying... I was going to say, it doesn't really help that I only ever hear it at like twice speed. It's not going to wait. Get a red one. Get a red one. Get a red one. There we go. Welcome to the bathroom. And eventually the cleaner comes in and it's just very difficult to just say anything. Yeah, housekeeping. 
Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an experience. I'm worried, but but especially when I was speaking side to rap, that was a oh, that was I an experience. Rap was one of the greatest things that ever happened. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very pleased. No, you were right to be. Uh, she did a great job. No, housekeeping is gentle. Oh, okay, sorry. They were great, yeah. They did a very good job. I know, sorry. I should, I should have assumed that housekeeping would have been gender queer. It's only fair. <laughs> it's not queer, it's gender neutral. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You see, I did, I did something like that the other day because basically this woman... This woman killed her husband because he ran off with her. He ran off with her dentist, yeah. and I and I for some reason was like, oh, her husband was gay, and then realised like I'm the worst feminist ever because it was just a female dentist. But my brain just went, man, dentist, man, dentist, and you went female cleaner. I I, I feel that given the. The, the tone of the voice there was at least a, there's a reasonable assumption you can't there. know anything I suppose so no I, I had no idea what housekeeping identifies as I what the first line is um, um, no not that <laughs> not that what's what's the zombie-esque one oh god in the communal bathroom yeah yeah that's my favourite one. Jingle. Oh, God, I can't remember any of them now. It's great when you're on the spot. You're so needy. So it's... The smile is always on his face. I could play... The smile is always on his face, yeah. I could play Molly in the Fall because I wrote that one last week. We sing that all the time now. Um, it, oh my gosh, Molly, I've heard about your fault. It seems the guns are keen on your trying to get clean. Molly, I've heard about your fault. That's it. Yeah. You're not unique in this pickle before the showers trickle. People, people are creative. Yeah, just remember the housekeeper. Huh? <laughs> What's knocking on the bathroom door? You mean a regular? can pull up your drawers. Housekeeper's there and I'm busting in to get some cleaning and I'm busting in. Oh. Cracking down the door, greasing rhyme, now there's a step back. The time is mine to spit bars, spit rhymes and spit shine, and then the drip drop of forces inside. I'm on the mic, you know what I like. That community bathroom Facebook site. Click the thumb and you'll get some sick shit in your sick feet. Your sick, sick wit in your shit feed sign. <laughs> all right, I'm done all clean. Uh, I'll see you wait next time you're all grimy and green, but remember, well, you clean and remember being things with your little sprinkles. I mean, this is what we do, yeah. Honestly, I'm kind of just happy that I didn't start with my name is housekeeping and I'm here to say. I mean, like, anything after that's a step up, to be honest. Well, I see you in the morning, I'm going to say, It's so unique in this picker before the shower's trigger. To be honest, just because of the weirdness of it, I always think Sexy on Sexy is my favourite clip. Just because the the second one just sounded like a really trusting really disturbing post rock track. I'm trying to yeah. rank my top three dispatches, and I'm having an issue with number three. I know my top two for definite. What's that? 
My favourite is um, Save Your Beef for Boxing Day, the Christmas. Yeah. And my second favourite is the bike song. It's kind of awkward. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just went great. Yeah. I'm always in an awkward position of like thinking of songs and then realizing they're Mario's. <laughs> the pop up, the pop up's like probably. I think the pop ups <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna have to move your birth down one. <laughs> About right, what we're in from. Milo or Milo? Huh? Milo? Milo, you high. Yeah. <laughs> if I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true and help me understand? There's a before and I found that love was more than just holding hands. If I give my heart to you, I must be shown from the very start that you would love me more than her. If I trust in you, oh please, don't and hide. Sad if I knew love was in vain. So I hope you see that I would love to love you, and that she will cry when she learns we are two. Cause I couldn't stand the pain. And I would be sad if I love was in vain. So I hope you see that I would love to love you and that she will cry when she learns we are two. If I fell in I know this is really bad. No, I said he probably won't listen for more than four or five seconds, but I realised it just wasn't even the right song. What's that? Mm-hmm. 
I'm really confused. It's the, the confused. song that Maka wrote for um, Rihanna and Kanye. That's not really a joke. Oh, that one? Yeah. Die, bitch, die, die. Oh, is that a different song? <laughs> what song? I'm so out of my depth at this point as well. <laughs> I'm a colossal metal. I don't know any of this shit. It is pop, pop, pop music. I only know it was Paul McCartney songs pre-1979. I was listening to Pierce Buck Brightester because I've got a new... I've got, I found a Spotify playlist called... Called... But it's... It's like a writer's playlist and it's just basically all the titles are about songs. There's mm. like no, there's no other premise to that. You've got Oxford Comma in there, Sylvia Plath by Ryan Adams. It's actually a good playlist. Yeah, Sylvia Plath was that one who wrote the Bell Jar, right? Yeah, it was indeed. I've never read it. I just went to that. Oh, I was introduced to the concept of a Shatner comma today. I don't think it's a legitimate term. Shatner comma. As in commas, like, in parts of the sentence where there shouldn't be a comma. So, every word is given a space. Like, yeah. yeah. He sings like that as well. I, that's all Shatner can do at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched an episode of the original Star Trek the other day, and it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> just want to put it out there. things <laughs> <laughs> happen though, don't they? Like, now that we're so, like, uh, our expectations have just yeah, been... Yeah, after you're too, you're you're too really futuristic. Yeah. I can't believe people actually got into Star Trek watching that. It was yeah. 1966. There was only four channels, possibly even less than four yeah. channels. Yeah. What, in this country? Yeah. In the country, yeah. in this country, yeah, two. It was two. Uh, Forgive me for not fucking knowing. Was it just BBC and uh, ITV? BBC One and ITV, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't even called BBC One. Then. No, it's just the British Broadcasting Corporation. No, I've got one the channel. question that I always, like, I, like, I always crack out and whoever on the quiz team is always like, oh, oh. And it's like, what was the first, like, TV programme, like... Oh, the first TV programme? Broadcast on Channel 4, which is oh. Countdown. Yeah, that was Countdown. Yeah. What's it? And yeah. Richard Whiteley was presenting. Yeah. Yeah. In 1982, yeah, of course. And Karen Horneman. Yeah. And I was... And I was... And it was June 1982. <laughs> she I was think. still a fox. Oh, like, it doesn't really matter. Well, like, when they would say, like... Especially after she worked with Sheffield on that Bennett call stuff. She taught me maths and how to learn. Did you offer some um, options that were nice for the group and then flip flop on them for your own benefit? Yes. Is that a tendency very highly related to the Tory party? I still drove everybody to the next location, so no. Was that after I bullied you and berated you for being a twat? I don't remember the bullying okay, and berating, but if you were, then that's really <laughs> 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 You brought that on yourself. To be fair, I was judging, feeling the temperament of the table rather than anything else. There was some faces that did this. Yeah, they really couldn't be asked with the washing. They would have gone. We nearly weren't. Yeah, I'm glad we took that hit for the team by providing that comedy, that comedy bit of our little disagreement, which then brought them into agreement. 
Yeah, that's right. That's usually what I offer in all group situations. Um, you were the life and soul, mate, frankly. If we'd have just left it up to uh, Rosa and Harry, we'd have been, I don't know, talking about very different things all night. Kitchen towel ranges. Yeah. <laughs> Bounty, Bounty's pretty good. How many salads you can put Where's Bounty now? Where's Bounty now? Too much. Oh, you're not kitchen towels. <laughs> kitchen roll, yeah. I thought you meant, like, kitchen towels. No, well, tea, I, that's tea towels. Yeah, and then I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I realise that now. But... I reference I really feel like I came into the podcast at the right time. Yeah. At this point. But then I thought you made bounty chocolate bars, like you just thought decimated coconut, that'll soak it up. Really you took enough of it, yeah. Bounty Something soaker up. Bounty. That's what that was their thing. The super soaker up. Super soaker up, yeah. What was the advert? And now it's plenty, so they fucking ruined it. Dressed up as women, yeah. Because only women clean. Bounty. Was that bounty as well? Where one had one had one square. It was basically. Yeah, it was basically the household Olympics. That was funny though. Was that not funny? It was funny, but now with two thousand. It was a comedic advert, not necessarily a funny advert. Knowledge of gender, like. We're not okay with it now. See, this is what I was saying. Yeah, like, so Chris was saying earlier, like, he said, I feel out of touch with politics, and I said, I don't understand what you mean. It's like, I was saying, well, we were sort of talking about other stuff. Yeah. But, and he said, I don't, I feel out of touch with, like, gender politics. Did you tell him that I taught you? You've been taught. Have you taught me? I taught you about, um, what did I teach you about the week? I don't know. I've clearly not remembered oh, it very well. <laughs> trigger warnings. Thoroughly yeah, scored. trigger warnings, yeah. Uh, trigger I mean, warnings. that nearly... Do you know what they are? I do know what they are. Apparently. I didn't know what they were until like I showed you three ago. different sides of the bit, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, there's a whole and thing that they're not a thing. thing. Yeah. There's like a whole debate that... I don't believe in trigger warnings. Anyway, let's, get... let, let's not get bogged down in whether trigger warnings yeah. are good or bad. Okay, I, I, I think they're probably not a thing. Because they are. They exist. No, but I mean, I mean, they are. They exist, but like, I don't think they're necessarily useful. Yeah. Well, no, they're not. They're not. You. Well. Mm. Yeah. Why? Why? Why should other people put an effort? Not like why should other people yes. put an effort in? But like, why should other people make an effort about something that is probably actually harmful? Yeah. Like um, For people to avoid an issue. It's only the internet where where like people can actively avoid these kind of situations which could happen and also like if you say oh trigger warning this people will read it say, say you say oh there's a trigger warning for this in this article people will read the article looking for the war- yeah. looking for the thing that's the trigger I like this, I not just, necessarily I do like a spoiler it does vary I mean, not, necessarily, not necessarily but I'm, yeah, again, I yeah. don't have any personal experience of it, but I have people oh, yeah, who do talk from yeah, yeah. having had it themselves. But anyway. back to what you were saying. So in my seminar this morning, it was about we had it. It was about something from Tiger regarding the pain of others. And out, out of the out of the, out of the what? <laughs> say that slower. Say everything slower. Susan Sontag's regarding the pain of others. Okay, Susan. So Oh, because uh, you can't empathise, you can't actually understand any other, any other person's pain. John Green. Right? <laughs> so, out of the seven people who currently still attend up to seminars in my module, only one of us had read the book because he's writing an essay on it, which is due in two days. It wasn't you. It wasn't me, no. 
You've seen me. I carry them I mean, all around, but I haven't got past page like six or something. You keep showing me the front cover. And it's disturbing. <laughs> John Green keeps recommending it. Well, anyway, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, in this seminar, I don't know if I've read it. Do you know who John Green is? He's no, this thing's like fucking. Yeah, the He's also one of the Vlog Brothers and probably one of the most influential people in my life currently. Ah, very good. Anyway, anyway. So all of us turn up and all Wait, of us you're being influenced by a Vlog Brother? Yeah, why wouldn't you be? It's fucking Vlogger. No, but. No, but they're like the original vloggers. He also writes like Meh. children's books. Yeah, exactly, but he's a very interesting person. Okay, and fair enough. Green, the, 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 no, the okay, no, it's fair. I can't remember why we started. I'm going to tell you in a minute. When so, we talking about the podcast? Six, <laughs> so six of us hadn't read the book, but luckily it's politics, and according to the University of Sheffield's Department of Politics, anything counts as politics. Fuck! So, mm. <laughs> so we all... Anything that happens, we word it. Like, yeah. there was a question about, like, basically, the entire seminar's about photographs. Isn't this the whole thing with community? Like, everything's anthropology. Yeah. It's a bit like how my friend was able to use his knowledge of video games to wing playing Bioshock for an entire philosophy degree. And literally, his, his master's dissertation was whether video games be considered art, so he just played Metal Gear Solid and Bioshock yeah. for like half a year. Yeah. My dissertation's on stand-up comedy. That's pretty good. Actually, my friend wants... My friend is... My, my friend is currently, uh, I think in Manchester, trying to apply for a PhD would allow him to... Consi- well, no, it's based... His master's is on this at the moment. He's going to try and do a PhD on it as well, which is basically gender roles in wrestling. So he can watch a lot of wrestling. I mean, you know wrestling as well. That's interesting. <laughs> Fucking good wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, this is coming back to what Okay, we're going to finish this. No, what were you going to say? Who in the old That wrestling is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so this guy was saying that um, a face swap of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump is quite political. But the fact that he's wearing a t-shirt that day wasn't. And I was like, well, the fact you're wearing a blue t-shirt is inherently political because that, you've been so gendered all of your life that the majority of clothing available to you is blue because that is a predominantly patriarchal colour. And then everyone was like, shit, man, why have, you, why have you done this? And then we started a massive debate and then I felt really bad. You monster. We were talking about bounty and the women's efforts. Right, and what yeah. I was going to say is if you want to... So I'm trying can, to remember what this If you want to make everything gendered, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. Like, the fact it took me so long to tell that story is very gendered because I'm not, as a woman, allowed a platform to articulate my ideas. So it takes me longer and I was like, it's worth no for a lot. I think we would have spoken over you either way. Well, no, I think it's good. Oh, but then your your argument that was was you can gender anything. Fair enough. Mm. Like, yeah. Doesn't that mean that you? Undermine your own arguments. Yeah. I do undermine my own argument, I, and I also trivialise my own points and my own intelligence. But that's fine. It's one of my biggest flaws. Oh, that's so confusing. Mm. Also, one of your biggest. Sorry, go on. That's like a catch twenty. That's like catch twenty two. I mean, by arguing against by arguing against yourself. I mean, I can make an argument towards you, and then argue that. Same point, and what could you even say about that? Nothing, because you would just be agreeing with me either way. <laughs> it's like saying, say to your girlfriend, why are you arguing with me? Why are you being so argumentative? 
opinionated. Yeah, why are you being so opinionated? And then as soon as they, as soon as they respond, you'd be like, look, see, like it doesn't matter what they say. Uh, you would. Anyway, that's not a fair way to argue. I don't think I have any knowledge. But you always disagree with me. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's my my favourite way of pissing off my sister is you're very confrontational. No, I'm not. (laughs) Immediately shouting you down. Oh, yeah, no, it's fucking great because it's just silence and then a slow clap from my parents. Oh, that's great parents. Oh, yeah, no. Well, fuck it. They've they've had 25 years of this at least. Yeah. (laughs) I was saying to Chris that my mum like goes in these murders when she's watching really shit TV where she tells me and my sister not to like breathe or move, and that's what makes us the worst physically bitten. When you've not even done anything. No, we're not breathing. Would be pretty at this disastrous. Point, me and my sister weren't giving a shit about each other. We were just on our phones, like not concentrating. But as soon as she says don't breathe, you do that. You do that kind of animated holding of the breath. Then you look at each other and then you burst out laughing. You start kicking each other, and poking. Yeah, try and wind up the other one. Get the other one to Wonderful. She has the sort of mind that allow her to win in the quiz show. Yeah, yeah, I know. I have. I mean, when you get to our age, the heavy eyes of twenty-seven. Like, you need to start filtering your brain. Filtering the stuff that's important. All right. This is truly not important. I don't I need, need to, to remember really where to David Dickinson is from. It is out the his parentage. <laughs> yeah. His prison history. <laughs> I reckon with my brain now, it's one in, one out. Yeah. So if I learn a new folk tune, I can't remember child <laughs> 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 I've learned a fuck ton of folk tune <laughs> You can't, you can't remember before 28 now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously, my memory is just... Uh, I mean, to be fair, I killed it. I was very efficient. It was this mansion. You see, I've got like a, photogra- like a photographic memory. Of what? Um, well, I don't want to mention it live on air. It's It's literally 12 hours in. No one's going to know. No one's ever going to hear. So, a lot of marijuana in my short-term memory and a fuck ton of pills in my long-term memory. And then a fuck ton of pills did my lungs It's a classic manager. Oh, manager uh, oh, that's uh, a Chris joke, man. Uh, fuck you. Did you laugh? <laughs> I did a, a It joke. must have been a Chris oh. joke. <laughs> oh, so I was introduced to something amazing recently. The <laughs> physics... Oh, no, that's all right. 
I, I, I think it'd be last. I think I had first spell. Yeah, first spell's gone. But yeah, there was a, a poster that's currently in the visitor department in Sheffield. Uh, it's for a, a research uh, proposal that requires uh, basically physicists and mathematicians to go uh, to London to this lab and essentially try and do problem solving of mathematical problems whilst under the influence of hallucinogenics. Mm. Five you days. Definitely do. I'm really fucking tempted. You you must be a hallucinogenic virgin, and they don't count marijuana or MD, so I'm okay. Uh, yeah, in the physics department. Yeah. Is it a scam? Oh no, that's the worst thing. I know so many people are going to be heartbroken over this. Oh, that's the worst See, that's fucking. The that means that's not. That's not fair. I'm just going to have to drop LSD in my office instead. I mean, that's just not right. Oh god. Oh, it's oh really? Oh, that is grim. I like. It. I, I don't know how they scam that. It's just candy. I don't know what they do, but it is definitely a scam. If that's actually the case, then that's amazing that it's still in the physics department. I like the one. Shit, I'm gonna have to look into this then. No, true. Well, I'm going down to London on the 28th, but fortunately, the company that I'm being interviewed for are paying for that. So that's a lot better. Yeah, no, fucking great. You could spend the entire time the next night just in like. Who is it? Well, it's the Leverholm Trust. Who uh, are then letting me go to Finland if I'm successful. But in the meantime, where? Where? As in, what, where the Leverholm Trust is? Yeah. I couldn't fucking tell you off the top of my head, sadly. I know the name, but I don't know why. It's just a general academic institution. Yeah, probably. Outside of school. It's kind of weird because I'm basically going there as a well, essentially a mathematical physicist, I guess, with two people on the entire committee really in the sciences, so essentially, with any inkling of what my research is. Yeah. And the rest are like, history, like English, blindly, fucking geography, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Blindly and if I can convey some sort of information that suggests I know what my course is, that would be wonderful. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Thank you very much. Take care. <sighs> but yeah, depending on what the, the the activities are after that, I'd probably just end up at my friend's flat in a like well no, it's not a, a flat. It's a room in a warehouse because that's the kind of housing you find in Manor Fucking House. Which yeah, is, that's, yeah, that's Manor House. Yeah, I love Manor House. It's so weird. Yeah, just stay in my friend's stay in my friend's room and just take whatever class A she has on her at the time. It was so weird. I have two friends. I have two friends who live in London, and twenty um, eighth uh, of April. Why? What's your thought? Well, because we're kind of moving out of London that week. Oh, really? So uh, think about where. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully aware of this. <laughs> I do listen to the podcast. At double speed. Yeah. Well, well, so, I retain information. I'm a smart man, I'll have you know. <laughs> no, yeah, so we're basically moving out towards Bathrooms. Okay. Uh, but we're staying, my birthday's the 23rd. Yeah. So we're staying in, we're still just staying in like somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 20th is a Thursday? Uh, yes. Okay. 
So, I remember you saying once that you were in, were you in the Angel area at yes. some point? Yeah, my friend who I'm staying with, her bar is an Angel. Her bar? Which bar? Well, the bar she works at, the, the, I think it was the Earl of, oh shit, what the fuck's it called? No. Shit, this is where I get stuck. Um... Have you been there before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it near the station? Uh, not too far from the station. Like, you go out of the station and turn right. Basically, you have to go past the fucking canal in order to get to it, kind of thing, from the station. Oh, yes, good. It might be like the Earl of Essex or something. Yeah, there like is that. an Earl of Essex. That would be the one that's got a microbrewery in it and also has affiliations with a local coffee shop and that kind of thing. I would have to look it up, but yeah, it's that's basically where she was working. I think she still works there. In a like, I guess it's part time. Um, but yeah, that's that's a a nice little area, really. That's a that's a part of London I will never ever be able to afford. Oh yeah, no. It's, <laughs> like you already you that's, come, a, that's the whole thing of being there on birth like, yeah uh, you, you feel like a, I feel like an intruder it's like this is yeah. it's such a nice area yeah but I used to live in Norway which is like a mile north of there yeah which is you know I lived there for three years but it was like you go to Angel it's like it's another world basically. oh yeah totally but the best bit I think was when I walked past it and there was just like a brass like a brass band that was playing on one of the boats that was going down the fucking river and I was just like oh this is a lovely sight but yeah never never ever could imagine having that money because like you, you're born into that kind of money if you've gone if you're living around Angel it's crazy but well we can aim for Angel on the 28th oh yeah totally that'd be fucking great well I think my friend has uh, deliberately avoided working that day but we'll see what happens but uh, yeah the the, um, the first time I ever went to a Jolie convention I came back to London to visit uh, one of my friends I was staying at this particular friend's flat also a house in Manor House and it was like okay so I'm going to go to my other friend's house now didn't realise it was in Seven Sisters literally five minute walk down the same road what the fuck is the likelihood of being in London and seeing two friends five minutes down the road from each other obviously I wasn't expecting that much of her yeah, yeah. of a kind of a response though that was just that blew me away I was, I was not like expecting to go oh no fuck it I'll just walk down the road and I'll see these people but yeah that was that was crazy we had like so two years ago maybe we had a new year's that was like the I was still fastest in the per- three years, three years ago. Yeah, the perfect New Year's. Like it was like people always say. Oh, like as far as I know, as far as I like, when you go out in London, you go to like various places. If you went, if you went on a big night out, it's like you go from one place to another. Yeah, and it's all everything's amazing. Yeah, and like. My girlfriend wasn't, she was away for the New Year's, she was like doing some nanny and things for some some family. And so I networked up with her, her best friend was um, going out and meeting up with some of her other friends and so I met them before midnight. Yep. And so we were in South London and then they were like, oh let's go to North London and we'll meet like her friend's friend's boyfriend and like meet up with some other people and they owned a music studio like in Hoxton so we went there okay, and, this, yeah. and this night just went from strength to strength like because we're in this kind of north, north east London like yeah. section okay. and because well, she we, knew people around 
and like yeah, it was just it was, it was the same thing like we were in Manor House we went to some Manor House warehouse party yeah. and then we went to some other party that was like in Seven Sisters like on the top floor of this building and then we went to this other party because like a friend she knew that was there and it was just like the sort and then and then we went back to hers which was like not that far from there yeah and then I just slept for like two hours and went home <laughs> like, yeah no understandable and it was like the, the sort of this sort of quintessential perfect London night out. There was yeah. New Year's as well, like when classically you have a terrible time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so perfect. And it was just in that, that area, like once you know enough people who are kind of into this. Because the people in that area say, like the Manor House Seven Sisters sort of, uh, and that kind of, the Green Lanes kind of ladder kind of area. Yeah. Those, like, I mean, that's where I met my girlfriend. But like she. It's the kind of like festival people, and it's people involved with the canal. And it's yeah, very much so. Like yeah. Into those kind of. I don't want to say alter. alter I, I don't think it's like alternative lifestyle, but like I don't. I don't know how else to describe. It's somewhat it. atypical, shall we say? Yeah. It's a certain type of person, and people Terrible, would describe yeah. it as like bohemian, maybe, or like. Some of the people I know in Manor House, I'd probably describe as somewhat bohemian. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a nice feeling. Yeah. I, I think the the one sort of proper New Year's Eve I've ever had in London was actually the last one, and it was with Don't my. Did f- you? Uh, no, not this year. I went. Sorry, previously, I have done yes. I went to my friend Chas's flat in Herne Hill, which is yeah. it's an absurd place because it's like. I mean, for her, it's wonderful because basically it's flat in Herne Hill, right next to the station, yeah. so very close to Brixton as well. And her her landlord hasn't increased the rent in about eight years. Yeah. So she is basically living on a fucking dime yeah, yeah. when really she'd be paying out the arse yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, there with um, a couple of people, like actual adults, and then a <laughs> research. Actual adults. Yeah, like if you look at them, they're, they're at least. would probably come across as actual adults. And. Uh, well, at least you can't buy any more beer. Was that? No, the that's, sec- that's second. Bell. Bell. That means time, which means yeah. No First bell is. Yeah. Now then, let you drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my tactic. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought no. I thought first bell was. The only bell, and then we no, 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 no. no. First, Fer- first get your drinks. Yeah. I really wish I had another drink. Yeah, first is literally last orders, and <laughs> second is time. I'm sorry you haven't been informed of this. You've been you lied to by some very the cruel people. You've been lied to now, though, to, to go to that first bell rush. Sometimes it's <laughs> a queue as well. Yeah. What you want to do is look out for them lifting their arm and then get there. So you want to go on site, not here, like, not hearing. You yeah. have to just sit here watching the ball. <laughs> yeah. Look at you and watch, like, look at do it. Just lasso. <laughs> um, but yeah, we ended up at this place in, in Herne Hill, which was lovely. And then, yeah, so it was some, some adult people, which for me sounds a bit sad. But no, they were like decent people. Um, to the extent that, like, one of the guys literally made pies, like 20 something pies for everyone, and they were amazing. Unfortunately, he had the uh, vegetarian one, so that was very considerate of him. But, um... I'm a vegetarian. You've gone vegetarian? Yeah. Oh, awesome. How's that for treating you? I'm really well. Good. How long have you been a vegetarian now? Only three weeks. Okay. But I've had a lot of... I've had a lot of challenges. Hmm? I've been out for at least five meals. Okay. 
and had vegetarian. Yeah, I'm doing all right. It's it's actually not too difficult in Sheffield, it must be said. Why are you a vegetarian? Why am I vegetarian? We discussed this with Sean Marley earlier. Really? Apparently. That I, mean, I didn't, didn't know. Eat. We only had tea with him, which is yeah. vegetarian. But okay. But Why are you vegetarian? I am vegetarian originally because my dad had a heart attack a couple of years back, and I realised that... Everyone I... has a reason. Oh, yeah, of course everyone has a reason. Yeah. They have to. Everyone but has I a... Felt... But a lot of people have a different reason. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's I... was because you like the look of... Because lambs are cute. Lambs. Because lambs are cute. Also, I know that particular and reason. And also, my other problem, my other um, incentive was that to go veggie would make it a lot harder to consume, like, quick food quickly okay, and yeah. processed food. Um, so it requires me to actually cook my own meals from scratch. Uh, yes and no. I, I still have ready meals if I'm really lazy. Tesco has some really good vegetarian ready meals. But, um, yeah, mine was essentially my dad had a heart attack and I didn't want to. And also found out that um, he was diabetic, uh, type 2, and didn't realise until he was 57, 58. And rather, so I want to basically do things that will reduce that risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Namely, that cutting out. Makes yeah, and as it turns out, the only meats I really like are red meats, so it's just like, well, I'm not yeah. missing anything by not eating pork, I'm not missing anything by not eating chicken, I'm not missing anything by not eating fish, I'll just get rid of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Plus, cooking's more fun, that kind of thing. So you were at an adult party where someone made a vegetarian party? Yeah, it was lovely. And then we went to um, uh, some of the local pubs in Herne Hill. Uh, one of the guys, because like we were literally like a minute away from, like the flat was a minute away from the, the pub, and so, like... Twenty-three fifty-seven, something like that. He literally dashed back to the flat, got a bottle of whatever fucking champagne they had, and as many flutes as was necessary that we all had one, kind yeah. of thing. We were in a pub where, fortunately, the the like basically the bar staff had said we will not serve you between ten to and ten past because we want to celebrate New Year's as well, which makes sense. Yeah, it was very good, but also. Um, because of the way the bar was set up, they had a room behind the bar. So we were in there. Um, and then, essentially, there was... Uh, they brought in the champagne, they brought in the flutes, and we all uh, drank, and it was all very merry. And then a bunch... Uh, about There was us, which was about six or seven people, and then roughly three gay couples. The th- all of us had a 13-person version of Old Lanzang. All hands-holded, yeah, keep going. Then once that was done, uh, we took all of the glasses that we had on our person, including the ones that were essentially stolen, because, you know, that's always nice and moral, um, and then ended up in a park, uh, the Brixton Park. Yeah, watched, yeah. Uh, yeah, watched the fireworks, which was lovely, and then we went to my friend's godmother's house, which was two minutes down the road. And I've stayed there several times, done some very illicit things in some of the beds in that place. Fortunately, they're not aware of this fact. So we went, hi, you've never met me. I've stayed here before. Lovely to meet you. Didn't tell them about the bed. Um, And then, yeah, it was just like having a nice conversation with my friend's godparents. And then that was uh, the most, nowhere near as excessive as, uh, or possibly as fun as your uh, New Year's Eve, but that's like the most worthwhile New Year's I've actually had. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Like You just go from one place to another and everything's just working. Yeah, it was lovely. And like basically when that, the night that I described was like, you know, we went to this, we were at one friend's house 
and we had what dinner. Is the name yeah. Of the and then we went to another place, and there was an open bar. So yeah. like we were just hanging out at an open bar, getting drunk. And then we went to another place, and then it was just two of us. So we were just going from one place to another, like meeting friends. Who's the two? Of just you? get. It was me and Emma. Do you know Emma? Yeah. 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 It was just. Me. Because Sally was away, so and then it, you know, it just turned into a two-man mission of just us like going around the yeah. house and stuff. Like that's what you want, mm-hmm. just going from one place to another where everything's just working and yeah. everybody's yeah. saying yes and like, oh hell yeah! And it so basically never happens, yeah. never happens. Yeah. And so when it was happening, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, I think Fran- like, uh, Brad Francisco has had exactly the, uh, has had a couple of New Year's like that. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Very and good he will tell you about those. it. He'll be like, oh yeah, of course it's like, that's how London is. And it's but, a line, like it's a line that you it's, like that, it's like that one out of every five hundred Ex- nights. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so rare. And then when it does happen, you're like, oh, I get it. I get why I live here. Yeah. I had I had a good New Year's this year, year actually. Mm-hmm. It was the first New Year I haven't spent exactly the same way. <laughs> like my friend from home, like lives in a caravan at the end of his like garden. Like his family lives in the house. They just is this where this is going? There's no caravan, so not like every other year we've just got stoned in this caravan and it's oh, just okay. been like... Oh. Okay, yeah. And his mum always puts out a couple of bowls of like onion ring crisps, that kind sure. of... Um, but I stayed in Sheffield and I went around to my friend Joe's, who I used to live with, um, and they were playing beer pong at like 10 and I realised it wasn't going to be that good. Um, <laughs> so I went to a party with loads of people from work and it was... Amazing! It was really, really cool. I know um, the because they all did find out the trees who lived there. Loads of people, like just loads of artists, sang up, and it was really nice. Everyone was just so lovely and warm. Because I was really scared that I only knew one person. But then, do you know when it's that kind of room where people are actually willing to meet new people? Cool. Well, I yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I remember, like, I left at six because like everyone was still doing coke, and I thought, if I don't leave now, <laughs> Jesus, this, this, this isn't ending. Yeah. So I might as well quit. So it kind of does, it doesn't end parties. No, no. Can you text me at four? So what did you do? What did I do? (laughs) Did you go to like an adult like meal thing? I'm gonna have to really like dig in. A brolly? No, rolly. I thought you said brolly, and I was like, if I did, I would not help you. (laughs) What is a brolly? A brolly is an umbrella. An umbrella. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I said brollies. Yeah. Well, I, uh, do have a bro- I do have a brolly, but not a brolly. Yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Where was I then? Because we went to the poor New Year's Day, but we didn't. It was like, why is everything empty? Because it was a Friday night, didn't we? Oh, yeah, no, it was really weird. But everything was. We came here. Is that true? We came here on New Year's Day. Did we? No. Yeah, and then we went to Green Room and it was dead. Your dad went to a singing thing. Yeah, but I need to remember what I did on New Year's Eve. Cast your mind back. I'm sure you remember. Remember. Four months. Remember. Adult meal, and there was like an adult meal. They definitely did like there was some form of maybe tapas or appetizers. I reckon there was at least some flatbread and maybe some olives in your evening. Olives. I mean, there's always olives of an evening. You went to your friends and I think there's maybe about six of you. Nope. The look of concentration is wonderful. I really don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right, it's hit me now. Or did you just drink all day and go from place to place? We had <laughs> we drink the whole day. No, 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 no. We had a very Chapel Town New Year. Oh, a very Chapel Town New Year. I think. Does it involve the grill by any chance? 
Chappatiji? I think so, yeah. <laughs> but I think... Chappatiji? I, I think it involved Daniel making us a slap-up meal beforehand. That sounds like Daniel. It sounds it like, and then And then we went to the commercial. Yeah. And we were there for a really long time. And we got really drunk. And that's what we did. Mm, this all sounds like Daniel. Hmm. I never got to go to the commercial. I never made it past the wagon. Sorry, it's it's gonna, not good. It's going to stay there. I don't, I yeah, we'll never go. I'm going to go back to Chapel Town. No, I don't think I am either. But Chapel Town will remain. That bus route has like exposed me to a side of Sheffield yeah. that I will never yeah. like unsee as well. Like, yeah. And you'll never explore again. But I think the fact that I've to. been there now, like this is my home now. <laughs> like because like I live with, is that where you belong? No, like I live with a lot of students and like my housemates. You are a student. Yeah, but they've only done like between our house yeah, and town that's or true. Groom Hill and town. Yeah, like, it's like, the they've never been to like Abbeydale Road or like London Road. Like they don't yeah, no. go beyond that. Yeah. Very I mean, I get that. I mean, I grew yeah. up basically ten minutes away from where you live. So like. The way that I experienced Sheffield was like my house to school and then Meadow Hall. And then, like, my house to school, Meadow Hall, and my cousin's house in Greystones, which was kind of way over there, like, way, way, way over there. And then it was, like, my house to school, and then my cousin's house and, and Scouts, and, like, and then, and then, like, it steadily broadened out, but, like, yeah. there's huge areas. Yeah. And then the area to Chapel Town, it was, like, my house to all my schools or whatever, and then to Daniel's house. And then all of a sudden I had this huge area. And then it was like a driving lesson. So yeah. between my house, or where you live even, and Chapel Town is like where they teach people to drive. Yeah. So like doing driving lessons exposed sense. me to that whole area. I've definitely See, had it all filled in. For a while. No, mm. like when I started, when I came back from university and I started working in the north of Sheffield doing various yeah, exactly. admin roles. Like, I worked in Parson Cross, I've worked, I've worked in Stocksbridge, i worked in Furvale, Burngreave, all of these places. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you get to know, like, where all the main bits of everything are, and it all yeah. links up, eventually it all links up. Uh, but the whole, the south of the city, still see, a mystery to me. I yeah. felt like, because, like, in Hull, like, I lived on East Hull, my parents broke up when I was, like, one, and my dad's always lived on West Hull, and, like, I grew out a car. So I've lived on various estates on East Hall, so I've done all of the routes from town to those houses on buses. I've been to a mm. lot of different schools. And then my dad lived in West Hall, my grandparents. I've got, like, five sets of grandparents. That's sure. a lot of places to visit. So, like, I know Hull. Like, I can give you directions to anywhere, <laughs> and you're going to be fine. Yeah. So, like, but, like, there's, like, certain memories of, like, going to, like, Northern General once when someone was paralytic. Yeah. And then, like, only this year being able to place where Northern General actually is. Yeah, yeah it was and, like, difficult. There's yeah. just, just a random connection. You guys have been in Callum. Yeah. Actually clicking that my walk that I did once from Encliffe to Infirmary Road, that now I live on Crooksmar, I could just go Infirmary Road to Callum rather than going right round Broadly. You got it. Mm-hmm. Just that's, like that. That's how I feel yeah. about Manchester. Like, Manchester, you can easily just, like, there's, like, Oxford Road that goes from the centre of Manchester... <laughs> through the university and then down to the student kind of living area. Yeah. And so you can easily easily just live in that one corridor. But then because I went to my grandma's, because I, basically because I cycled and I was curious, 
Like, I would actually see other parts of Manchester. But yeah. North Manchester, I don't know North Manchester no, at no all. One, no one does. Like, as soon as you get to, like, north of town. Crumpsall. I have And the only reason I went Brawson. to Salford was because you, you were there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I only went there once. <laughs> no, twice. One, twice. Like, twice, yeah. I just want to listen to Salford and they were talking about a shooting. Man, like, Salford has no trees. They, 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 they uh, in, my, in my head, people there's Salford. Salford is like, there's Manchester. Salford's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All good try, yeah. Thank you. You've got too hard. Salford keys. Is that a place? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not really in Salford. It's, it's basically oh. in Manchester. It, it, but no, the, it is, the main part is, of Salford has no trees. That's the, that is the, the saddest defining thing characteristic in Unless my brain. people would get shot, though, as well, if they put more in. In the bit yeah. of Salford you know. <laughs> in the bit yeah. of Salford you know. There are, there, are, there are nice bits of Salford, obviously. I'm sure there are, but... But because it exists as a city right next to the middle of another city... It doesn't have... On the fringes of it, it's not the nicest. Mm. But it's a suburban area. It's just like any other city. My mic's not recording, but I don't know why. I think... I was looking at it earlier. It went a bit bright red. And I think it's because you've gone over the data that your phone can oh, carry. No. I was thinking it might be my memory. That's yeah. fine. I would have deleted an app for you guys if it had told me. No, it's fine. I promise. Let's, let's do some air dropping. I'm sure I'll be okay. Do you mind if I still leave? Oh, mine's getting a bit um, quiet. Yeah, I'd be really offended if you did so. <laughs> yeah, mine's actually started to taper out as well. No, just sound-wise, but I think it's okay. Wow. Well, we've gone over 12 hours, so... Really yeah, good, good going, guys. Could we just stop now? If you want. It's up uh, to you. I I, like, like, really, I think you guys can call the shots. Carry on. Like, until the bitter end. I'd love to be... Too, too just I'd love to be, out. like, off yeah. the clock right now. Like, we just fall asleep... <laughs> Do you want your God, freedom I back? I don't understand yeah. how. Chase works. Um, it's a lot of sort of nested windows and shit. Yeah, it's like an, a nightmare to me. Yeah, that's kind of what the like, the iPhone five C is. <laughs> no, I think it's her iPhone. <laughs> Oh god, it's so bad. I'm oh, so annoyed. Good. I have to get a fucking meadow hall tomorrow. No, not uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. Because the lightning fucking port on my phone is screwed and I need to get it replaced. So it's really vanity to charge. I feel like we should airdrop off the offer. We should kill it here. Yeah, after you guys. And, uh, yeah? If you want. Jay's phone is constantly saving. <laughs> This is really worrying. I was going to say, this could be the most... Well, I mean, like, it's probably saving, like, a good couple of hundred megs, depending on how long you guys have been recording. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that's Okay. Oh, you're off mic. Done. So, depending on... Um, oh, save. So, we're doing a lot of saving on different iPhones right now. Yeah, don't worry. And uh, whatever happens at this point is... Oh, you've, this is your first recording. Define yeah, still save. Oh, oh no! Tom Bullock's iPhone is saved. This doesn't bode well for Jade's. Jade, Again, you're well, doing like a constant hundred. save thing. What do we? Oh, several hours no. Jade. I'm going to delete color, color switch. But it might be like 
uh, closing the stable door after the horse has bolted. Possibly. It's a bit worrying. I'm getting rid of WhatsApp. Yeah, but what? <laughs> Whoa. Do you, do you use voice memos? Jesus before? Christ. Two dots is so going. For the... I'm pretty sure it says Sam is so cool. Yes, oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Should we try again? <laughs> so, a whole bunch of iPhones. Okay. Stuff. What? No, it said foil failed. Guys, um, my heart's in the right place. You're on Wi-Fi. No, no, it, it'll work. It'll work. Do you, right. you think, do you oh, think wait, if you come out again. of it, Jade, it'll still be there? Say, worst comes to worst, I can just message you when I get home. How do we know? How do we know? How do we know how to check that? I don't know. Okay, there we go. I'm scared. All we've got... You're scared. Is Sam saying it yours? Yes. Are you saying it right, Sam? Sam, cool. I've got to stay somewhere. There's going to be at least... I'm working tomorrow, yeah. There's going to be at least 20 Jesuses around you. And we're going to just have to hope that they bless our podcast. That's what we've got going for us. But we've been so heinous in our behaviour. Yes. But you just have to see which particular gods smile down on you. There's only one true god, Tom. Come on. Not the famine. Sorry? <laughs> pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I want to do is piss off your dad. Um, oh no, Jade, right. they're not saved. I'm sorry, girl. So this is a very terrifically boring ending to this podcast. Yeah, the, the technical side of things. <clears throat> We're having technical difficulties. We'll just hope for the best. Yeah, we'll hope for the best. A watch, clock, a watch pot never boils. Okay, so it's saving for the rest of time. I mean, the listeners will now will know. Yeah, if it did, if it what, saved on from it, what it the didn't. last two to will three I hours got this sounded file? like. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll know what it sounded like. Vague memory on other people. Like for all I know, this dictaphone isn't working. I probably should check that now. Now that everything's going wrong. Okay, no, that is working. It seems quite high though. Honestly, Maybe it's not working. I that I've got Tom's room. mic, so yeah. that's fine. If anything, I'd imagine that. Jade would have picked up on mine. So yeah. For that period. I picked up Tom on mine and Tom's really quiet. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Like, I almost felt myself clipping Just stuff. Weird. Oh, God. Weird. Do you want to, you want to s- sing the ending? Did you not think what the song was going to do? Yeah, he's going to stay at my mum and dad's, I guess. But did you not think I just articulated that? I mean, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that much, no. I think we gave up turning the microphone down when we pee. They seem Christ a bit as well. I'll look after him if you just worry about it. Hey? I'll look after him if you just leave it. Yeah, they will be fine with him. My dad will probably like him. I want to walk back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen. You can talk and walk. Oh, my Did you guys meet at Scouts? Yeah, we were fourteen. So. You still went to Scouts when you were fourteen? Yeah, I went on. Fucking no. Scouting ends at fourteen and a half. Six. No, not in our
No, we were in scouts. We were in scouts, and then we went to explore. Explorers became a thing whilst we were there. Which went explorers? Yeah. Bloody hell, Christopher! My You're dad really was actually the sort of person who made fun of the kids on our street who did go to scouts. Yeah, so did my parents. Explorers became a thing when we were in scouts. Yeah, yeah. It was whilst we were there. We, we, were, actually, we, we were, were the first explorers. We were the first ones. The and we started, and we yeah, started late. Nice. We started late to the actual... Yeah, yeah. We were, the, we were all four explorers when we started. Because it want. came in. Huh? Okay. Put that in your bag. See, I left Scouts when I was 12 because I was just, like, by that point, just my street kind of couldn't handle it. When we were in Scouts, didn't, we didn't have girls. Didn't have girls. Weren't allowed them. No. And now I'm Your sister was the first girl. Look at it. Was she? I think so. My sister. Yeah. I didn't know that. She. Well, no. There was. I think there was three of them. Who came over? She was one of the first. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Was your child there? Because I was. No, none of us were because they changed the system. No one ever. We became. We became. Explorers before we could become patrol leaders because all the boys were like the the boys that were like one or two years older were patrol leaders and then they changed the system and made it explorers so we became explorers um, before we could. It will not shock you to learn, Jade, that I held absolutely no authority (laughs) (laughs) at any point throughout my scouting career. My sister was a patrol leader. No, I wasn't a patrol leader. APL, you had something, did you? Know? I was APL. Yeah, he was oh, APL. Yeah, you're such an APL. Did you ever get to loot the flag? Like, was your guy ever ill? Uh, I think so. You probably. definitely did the yeah, flag, yeah. Sam. Like, did I, rem- I remember of- going, ooh, ooh, he's gonna, he's gonna put it on the floor. I'm yeah. that, did you ever do that? You did, So, so oh, no, RPL. You, you had to be dead careful with that. So I was a stag, and RPL was. Um, was William. Okay. Will Whittington? Yeah, Dick Will Whittington. Whittington. No. Dad, you know, his dad was called Dick Whittington. Yeah. That's beautiful. But Will that's Will Whittington was like a hard, a pretty hard taskmaster. Taskmaster. <laughs> so we, we, won, we won everything. We yeah. won, like, we won he on camps. Thoroughly we drilled. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he would, he would drill his patrol. Like, Eagle Patrol were, like, bullshit. And like, <laughs> Buzz and Stag Patrol were like totally boss. Hey, don't. What Wait, were you? Do I you remember what you stag? were? Yeah, I think you were in Stag. I wasn't with you. You were Panther. No, um, we were. Yeah, I think we moved over. Not, oh, maybe we were Panther. Like I was definitely Drakes of your No. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done with that. Weren't okay. you Panther? I was stag. Well, I've always eagle. been stag. I mean, I eagle was, was bullshit. A true stag. We can both agree on that. What a stag! Weird conversation. Thank you. Thanks. See you later. Oh boy. No, we were stag. You were stag. I was a stag. Yeah. Is that why we became friends? With Will Whittington as PL. No, because you were you were in the you were in the troop opposite us. Yeah. Were you not oh, in something I'm else? I, feel I like changed you're... patrols at some point. I was definitely. I always remember being a stag. Right. You always might have joined my my group. Anyway. What? Yeah. Where are we going now? Home. Home. Yeah. Where else would we Where go? Where the heart is. Uh, I need to sleep somewhere. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so. 
I don't have any words. Can we stop recording? Mm, let's stop recording on the way home. When you fall asleep on the bus. I don't want to do it now. I want. F- I do want food. Jade knows. Yeah, I don't want to do it right now. Are Jade. you sure you don't want to hear the, the wonderful sound of you eating? No. Can we just go like, oh, this is the end now. Mm. Like, n- who's going to be at this point? Who's going to be here at this Me. point now? <laughs> I mean, Tom. It's going to take a Tom four hours. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's do a, let's do a roundup. All right. So, thank you everyone who's been on this show today. We're outside the red red deer. Outside this the red deer, it is Jade's hidden the foyer to avoid the rain. To avoid the rain. It is raining, and it's a drizzly Sheffield. Thank you, to, Sheffield evening. Uh, Sam's mum and dad, my mum and dad, my sister maybe a little bit. A oh, she was shower. definitely in that. Huh? A light shower. <laughs> oh, there's a light shower in the bathroom. <laughs> Do you want to work out our thematic ending, Jade? Because you've got it, it seems. I don't want to clip the mics like you clip the piano. What's that? What's that? What's that mean? Oh, you say it in your beginning. Oh my god. You can't remember our beginning because we don't even remember our beginning. I don't know what the beginning is. Thanks to Sean Morley. Uh, yeah, Sean, Sean Morley was Sean Morley carried, carried us through that little bit there. Where the we, eight hour where we work. Were, we'd been on the Seven. train together. Shout, me and Sam shouted at each other for an hour about question time, mostly. Cause, cause, we haven't actually gone to two of the things that are on my list. Oh my, oh my god. god. I just wanted to talk at length about Pandemic Legacy and Stardew Valley, but it just it just oh, never came up. I would happily talk to you for hours about Stardew Valley. Oh my god, have you been playing Stardew Valley? I have not, but I've been watching so much stuff about it. Oh it's my god, amazing. it's so good. I don't know what it is, so I don't it's care. It's a video game, it's so good. All right. I know someone who started a farm so called s- Anime Farm. Oh no, I call mine Super Rad Farm. <laughs> okay, thank you to Daniel Gunson, who appeared very briefly uh, via the phone. Uh, thank you to Tom Bullock who has a- appeared at the end and was a uh, sort of instigator throughout the whole day. Thank you very much to Jade Harvey who has been here and has been wonderful. Thank you to Manny Grimsley who oh, made yeah, an extra special appearance. He was the best, best real early guy. Oh, that was Steve Yates. Steve Yates is a big fan of the show. Um, oh, he came over and sort of looked at me. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> and I was like... Steve's really, really, really cool. And he featured and he's... Uh, Thank cold. you for being here. And Molly Perthball. Molly was here? Oh my god, Molly. we had a. L- oh yeah, Molly, Molly you know, there. Molly. Of course, yeah. Molly, I've had a busy day. Yeah, we've had. It's not a really good representation of our actual lives, so I do not meet this many people on the usual day. Ah, we've that. been locked out of the Red Deer. That, that pub is fully locked <laughs> they now. Are, they are closed. They're not letting you anywhere. <laughs> there is no more all. alcohol coming out of that I feel place. like we should walk towards wherever our next gen- destination is. Bye, Tom. Are you the oh, is Tom going off? No, 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 yeah. Pulling okay. you off the clock. I need to stop assuming you're the boss. Yeah, no, I'm just living on my own for a while. It's fucking great. All right, Tom. Thank you for being on the show, man. You're very welcome. Thank, Thank you for having me. Finally. Yeah, of course. <laughs> nice to meet you. You're always, you're always welcome. I just need to Most work certainly. With some sort of dispatch. Thanks, Tom, for being my yeah. friend for a year and a half. You're welcome, thank, thank, <laughs> thank you for, for the mutual friendship. Um, mutual yeah. friendship's nice. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's oh, a lights you are off now. Lights are off at the pub now. We need to go. No, we've definitely been. Okay. okay. All right. See, See you, later. Tom. Yeah, enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>
Alright. Last words, Chris. How was your song <coughs> all day? I mean, we ended with probably going to the pub and drinking, which is exactly the kind of thing that I expected. Yeah, exactly what I wanted to do. Exactly <laughs> the kind of thing that JD and Connor would never do. No. And I'm glad that we, we've uh, deviated from what they have defined as being the ultimate version of the 12-hour day podcast. I feel like we've taken, we've taken it into, its, into a, new, no. a, new, a new realm. Thank you, Jade. Not necessarily a realm that's that easy to listen to. I feel uh, like... I mean, the, the funny thing is I don't feel like I've talked enough. Like, I feel like I've still got things to say. Like, we could, we could do this again. We could do this again. We could do a 24. But I'm not sure I want to... I don't know if we could do 24. We could, do, we could go to 18 maybe one time. You could do it in shift. Oh, God. I mean, it's pretty tiring... But why? I mean, I mean, it's pretty tiring, and I feel like we didn't even put too much effort into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when we were at Sean's, we let Sean really carry it. When yeah. other people came in, we can we just got a bit drunk, and that was much easier. Yeah. <laughs> and that has really helped. Uh, but yeah, it's been good, right? <sighs> I've, I mean, I've enjoyed it. Like I say, I didn't get to talk about Stardew Valley or Pandemic Legacies, but... Don't know what those things are. See, but... Well... Maybe I'll bring that... I might just talk about them at length and turn them into a dispatch and force you to listen to them. Sure. <laughs> because that's the format of the show. That's the format of the show. We can do that at some point. I'm walking down to West Street, but I don't know why. Uh, I really want some food. I really, okay. really, really want some food. And I think we should close up the show and go... Hey, thanks everyone for being a part. Oh, my God. If you've actually listened to this, yeah. like, send us a message. Say, like, um, 12 hour bath complete. Wrinkle fingers. Hashtag wrinkle fingers. Yeah, hashtag prunes. Hashtag prunes. Hashtag wrinkle fingers. Hashtag 12 hour bath. 12 hour bath. 12 hour bath. Are we done? Is this it? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. we normally end with housekeeping. I'm not doing housekeeping. You're not doing housekeeping live. Housekeeping's not out here in the in the streets of Sheffield. I don't think I don't think we should. And um, I don't think we should lead the people on into thinking that it's going to get any better from here. No, because it's not, is it? No. It's rough. We're going to eat. Well, we're no, going to eat. eat. It's going to be amazing, Jake. It's going to be the best thing that's happened all night. Come to. Get a real good one. Get a good one. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a real good And that's the end, and we're going to leave it now, right? Yeah, we're going to leave it now. No, I'm not going to cut it yet. You're not going to cut it no, yet? I'm going to let him run out. What? what? Like Until you room. stop it. If what I if I... You put down the phone. Yeah, exactly. What if I kill it? What if I kill it and you don't kill it? Did you kill it? No, I haven't. Okay. But what if I do? You're then I'll leave my room. Ah, it annoys me. When you I sang that, was I like in my head I went.
I just heard like the did did it, and I was just like, I don't know why that was wrong, did it? But I just went, walk into the communal bathroom. Still <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. <sighs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take out a fold. Bye, bathers. Yeah. Bye, bathers. Bye. No, seriously. Thanks for listening. Bye, bye. You're you're officially a crazy person. Like you should probably have congratulate yourself. I love you. Okay, bye. Those guys are all, like, headlocking each other. Oh, no, they're friends. That's fine. And Aslan's... Wait, where were we in? I would like to go to KFC. You want to go to KFC? Yeah, we talked about it a lot. Where is KFC? Okay. We're going to walk past Aslan's. We're going to walk past Bargain Beers, Popeyes. I mean, these are all famous sites from the podcast. Don't know why I'm still recording. You definitely didn't kill them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will do. I will do. I will do. No, don't say that, James. Okay. No, we're on West Street. I love you. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. No, you hug up. No, you hang on. No, I love you. No, Tom. Tom. It was only a few hours ago. You only just started. You only just started, really. Listen to it at normal speed. Tom, come on. Why? Why? No, you've got to start again. You listened to it too quickly. You missed out on the nuances. I don't I don't care what you say. You've listened to it. You've no. No. No, come on, Tom. I don't care what you say. You've, you've missed out on the nuance. The nuance in our voices can't listen to it at double speed okay come on listen to it again normal speed come on go back all right okay but maybe this is the second time you listen to it okay i love you they've gone into kfc i'm outside on my own on west street oh god um oh god i've gone a bit mad all right i love you Bye.